Hello, beautiful people. It is Thursday, August 25th, 2022, and this sports show begins immediately following this beat drop from Twine. There it was, here we go. Football! That's right, tonight we have two preseason football games. We are just... 14 days away from NFL football. We are two weeks away from the regular season kicking off. Yes, two weeks from now on that glorious Thursday evening at SoFi Stadium in Southern California, Los Angeles, the home of the Super Bowl champion Rams. They will be hosting the Buffalo Bills in a matchup that we cannot wait to see because not only will that be electrifying, not only will the LED stadium roof thing of SoFi be Mm, electrifying. Let's hope there isn't any lightning in the area. True. Uh, What's that? Or it works. What's that? SoFi's Jumbotron. Well, uh-huh. yeah, it shut down, I guess, the other day. $6 billion mm-hmm. thing. It yeah. wasn't working the other day. Pumping in crowd noise. Not good. That fake crowd noise. Yeah. Anyways, that nice stadium. Great, great two stadium. weeks, from now, two weeks yeah. from now, that stadium is going to be the home of a game that is going to see a lot of great players. Obviously, Matty Stafford's all the way back. His elbow that we thought was maybe the worst of tennis elbow and golf elbow mm-hmm. coming together for one. He was walking around like this. They were you know, tempering his reps at practice. And it was like, oh, no, Matthew Stafford, a guy who's, he's, he's had to earn everything the hard way. Now, mm. he made $50 million before he even stepped foot on an NFL field, so nobody's going to feel bad for him. There's no empathy for Matthew Stafford having to live in Detroit for 12 years, 13 mm-hmm. years, yeah, and not really make the playoffs ever or do anything good mm-hmm. and still be a stallion. Then he goes to uh, Los Angeles one year, wins the Super Bowl, gets media deals, is all of, all of a sudden popular. People talking about the Hall of Fame guarantee and everything like that. Right. And then we saw, oh, no, training camp, they're starting to dial back his reps. He's got both. He's got he's got a thrower's elbow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's both elbows. All the bad elbows you You've heard about yeah. that's that one mm-hmm. they were there they had uh they had a wolf or something like throwing balls that's right they oh, had yeah. other people doing drills they didn't even have matthew stafford throwing a rock it was like god damn not good turns okay. out that was all bullshit he feels 100 okay got played with a broken freaking neck before whenever he was in yeah. detroit we knew he's a tough son of a bitch out of texas but now he's getting a chance to run it back with a team that brought everybody back we're two weeks away from watching them and a team that was literally Coin tossed off the field. Yeah. The yeah. Buffalo Bills. Yeah, that's right. They have an axe grind. They're obviously the Super Bowl favorite whenever you look at all the sports books, including the greatest in the land fan duel. Oh, yeah. So we should have a great game two weeks from now. And also, that means the season is upon us. Let's go. Oh, yeah. That means we are off and running for four months, five months Woo! of just explosive, entertaining action. Great. Hailing from the National Football League. Ratings are going to go through the roof this year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ratings last year were even higher. Yeah than everybody else, I think they're only going up. I think games only get more and more popular. Right. I feel like there's a lot more positive energy around the league, around the game, and that's a great thing because tonight there's two preseason games. Now, first preseason game, Packers are taking on the Chiefs. We believe Patrick Mahomes will have one drive is what everybody's saying. About- Packers ain't playing Aaron. Nope. Jordan Love's going to get a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chiefs going to maybe have Patrick do one drive. Maybe Travis Kelsey get one drive. So we'll get a chance to see their depth. That game, okay, it's a preseason football yeah, game. Yeah, right. Exactly. Niners at Texans, though, 8, 16 p.m. Probably not available wherever you live. Uh, Good chance, Talking yeah. to myself okay. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Niners playing the starters the whole first half. Yep. Trey Lance is playing the whole first mm-hmm. half. Got to get some kinks out with him and uh, Shanahan's offense. And the Texans are playing the starters all the way through like third quarter or something exactly. like that. Yeah. So that 8-16 game, Niners mm-hmm. and Texans, will be the closest we have gotten to NFL regular season football thus far. Whenever the Hall of Fame game kicked off in Canton, Ohio, and Josh McDaniels is back on his high school field, yeah. making his head coaching mm-hmm. debut for the Las Vegas Raiders, we saw this football sucks. Mm-hmm. First couple weeks, oh, this football sucks. Tonight, there's a chance we get to see actual NFL football and 
and we're going into a series of games here this weekend where we're going to see more starters play, more people we're familiar with, and that means we're so close to the NFL season. I'm fucking pumped. Let's hope nobody gets hurt. You will yeah. be able go. to see at uh, Tone Diggs one half of the hammer. Done. Cowboys, your thoughts? Both games, if you choose the uh, Green Bay and KC game, um, and for Patrick Mahomes. They followed so far. Andy Reid hasn't said anything about this game, but so far this preseason, they followed exactly the same of what they did last year. Last year in Game Three, he played two series, so we'll see. But that one's on NFL Network. The San Fran and Houston game is on Prime Video. Ooh, okay, is this Kirk and Al? It has to be. They're the only team they got. Right, yeah. makes sense. Okay, so everybody learn how to fucking do this here. Here we go. Okay, we got yeah. two weeks till the regular season starts. That Thursday night game is not on Prime. The no. Bills Rams. That's on NBC. NBC. I think. Yeah. I, think yeah. I think it's Sunday night football on a Thursday. Kick exactly. Off, yeah. Maybe they'll change the graphic. Who Let's knows? put uh, on a Thursday. On a Thursday. Yeah, they probably Thursday. will. Uh, I don't know, dude. They're not Espen. It's NBC. What's this guy's deal? What is your deal? He's dude? Just saying. That's a toxic table, really. Living up to the fucking name <laughs> no, at Boston Connor at Ty Schmidt. What are you talking about, dude? What's oh, your deal? I mean, NBC's a classy, you know, organization. It feels like they will, you know, go above and beyond to make sure that you do say organization. Is that a Revolution Region thing? You think? Is that uh, I don't know. I just feel like every. I mean, this is an organization right here. I feel like any. Yeah, it's a program. This, well, this is a program. Right? program. If we when, wanted to call it that, we'd call it an organization. Organization. When yeah. you're out of here, it's an organization. Yeah. No, because you organize things. Yes. But I think you are a part of an organization. Big uh, Canadian and hockey term. Organization. Oh, really? Oh, okay. You play defense. You. I mean, that's just defense. That's the original six in me, you know. Yeah, and it might be the hockey flow. Also, I mean, I don't know. One of those things. I just figure everybody wants to be part of an organization, so that's why I use it. I think I've heard you say it numerous times, and every time I've tried to stop you. And today we're still in preseason football, so I figured I'd just go ahead and stop your thought. <laughs> yeah, sure. Boom, let's go get to the bottom yeah. of it. There's a lot of words that are said vastly different in different parts of the country, isn't True. it? True. How do accents work? Ugh, Did you figure that one out? No. no. There's a story in the Bible about them all. Oh, uh, here we go. Do they Have they heard the fucking Scousers when they were writing that? Because how, how do the people from Liverpool yeah. sound so different than the motherfuckers just an hour north? How do Pittsburgh people sound the way they sound? And then you go an hour left into Ohio, and they're like, yeah, this is how the language is supposed to be spoke here in Ohio. We actually have no accent. And then you accidentally stumble your way down to the south, and it's like, why are now we speak slower down here? Uh -huh. It's well, like, how does states, this even happen? All the states in the south like have it. Like, there's a difference yeah. between like a Georgia accent a South Carolina accent, Texas, a Tennessee accent, a Texas accent. Yeah, misses like every single Who state. Who started it? Just one fuck? I bet you it was one fucking asshole. Probably yeah. Napoleon, if I had to take a guess. What's that? Probably Napoleon. You, Bonaparte? You, the guy from France? Well, he wasn't speaking the, English. The little guy. Or Napoleon like Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> no, Napoleon because he was, you know, we all know the stories about Napoleon, okay? And he wanted to sound cool, so he did that stupid French accent. Oh, yeah, well, that's because he was He French. was a French. <laughs> no, they didn't have an accent before him. Well, that little fucker, too, made one of the worst deals ever. I mean, we got the Louis on a purchase. That was King Louis, I believe. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, King Louis and uh, yeah. Queen Anna, I believe. Mm -hmm. I That's how Louisiana sure. came together. Hell yeah. And uh, well, he it? sold it to us, I thought. Yeah, well, maybe. But whatever Fucking the case, buffoon. imagine how much that real estate would be worth now. My God. If France was just holding that over our head, yeah. the fucking Bayou Downer. It's like Manhattan. They sold, uh, The natives sold Manhattan for $24 in like a box of rocks. And they could have never expected us to do what we no. did to Manhattan. No. Hey, we're going to put a building every 15, like literally every 15 centimeters. 
years we're going to put a building and if you think a building can't happen no worry we're building a building on top of a fucking building mm-hmm. and these buildings are only going to get taller and taller and taller and yep. taller that's right and you go to another city like we understand you only paid us or you sold this for 15 bucks you're going to regret that deal well there's a lot of things that are going to happen between us and you guys that they're going to talk about for a long time as you, you may guys, not even get the chance to regret the you deal. guys yeah. you guys getting raw into the deal yeah. i mean that is that there's going to be a, this is kind of just part of that whole thing but new york city is so fucking big. Yeah. It is hard to even comprehend. You fly in, because I get a chance to travel now with SmackDown sure. a lot. Mm-hmm. You fly into a lot of cities and it's like, oh, this is a nice city. And you fly, you land, and then you go to New York and you're like, oh, that is literally 90 of the cities that I've flown through. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The, like 90 cities put together. Combined. It is so vast. I, I don't think enough people really appreciate that. Sounds like it's going to hell in a handbasket, I guess. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's what people what We're talking about the bums here, but my God, New York is the Mecca. Yeah, but per square foot, you know, sure. with how big New York is, mm-hmm. ain't no way they got more zombie bums than, You're right. than Indianapolis. Yeah, You're right. maybe. Per capita, I, I really I don't, don't so. know. Per, per corner. I don't think so. Well, see, I can't tell. Indiana, like- Indianapolis, okay, capital here in Indiana. Yeah. Biggest city in Indiana by far. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it's a half a block of New York. Maybe, maybe yeah, no, not I even. I don't even think it's a half. No. A, I, don't, I, don't, I honestly don't even think that is the case. So per capita, you got to think in that one half block True. of that one exactly. New York. You know, like we probably have more bums than any half block in New York City, if I didn't guess. Yeah, I just figure they, like, you know, can steal pizza and they can eat all the rats that are there. Like, they have more resources for them to go longer than they do in Indiana just because still of all cold, the dirt. Though, right? Still yeah. cold, right? Oh, still yeah. Cold. Still yeah. a lot of pigeons here lately? A lot of what? Pigeons. No, I thought they exactly. all flew away. No, they didn't. Oh, birds. They're they real were, things. They were meals. You've lost and they're gone. Step. Yeah. You've lost your fastball. That's why I said Yikes. flew away. Because they haven't been here for quite some time. They're probably in Antarctica with all the other people. That's one of the best conspiracies that you do cook with. Birds aren't real? Yeah. I don't know if it's a conspiracy at this point. So when they like die and there's blood, what that's just that's part of the system. They gotta fake the people out. What <laughs> happens if one of the robots Movie flies magic. into a wall or gets hit by a Okay, car? so so the birds that are flying around right now yes. all have a camera inside of them mm-hmm. and they're just surveying people. And their chargers are on their feet. So when they land on the wires, they're charging their uh, entire bodies. <laughs> and then that's how they continue to go and you have to replace their batteries. Very simple. Pretty good. Actually, makes it's just like how you when you charge an Apple Watch, you just put your Apple Watch onto something. And well, phones now too. Your your phone. Yeah, yeah you exactly. Your phone on there. They've had that technology. A grenade in front of a bird. Yeah, those technologies has been around for years, and I, they just started now using them for things other than birds. I do see less birds now, and I thought it was because well, the windmills. No, yeah, yeah. I thought the could windmills be. Really could be. Uh-huh. The windmills were having their own little. Hey, we're going to get sure. rid of these little clouds of Plus, little birds you know, in the sky. What we've been talking about too has been picking them off every once in a while, one by one. Damn yeah. Birds. Oh, you think aliens are killing birds? Well, yeah, when they're flying around invisibly, the birds can't see them. They fucking smoke. They're like right USB the sticks for fucking- them. So, are, so the robots, the you believe birds are at animals? I think it's seventy five percent real, twenty five percent robot. <laughs> okay, so they snuck them in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not no. really fucking. They're all robots. I but mean, whatever. Did Duck Hodges? Yeah, okay? Duck Hodges is an actual duck hunter. Yes, mm-hmm. and all these there was an entire duck dynasty yeah. where all these dead fucking birds are just laying exactly. out. And then guess what? They they pluck them. They fucking chicken fry. Yeah, yeah. duck fry. They yep. eat that thing right there. That that was a robot. Like Carl Wentz when he went hunting. If that would have been robots, he would have uh, overloaded his circuitry too. I mean, that's all. <laughs> that is all completely big bird propaganda. I can't believe you marks are falling for this. No, thing. absolutely. They're, they're, it's you completely think Doc, fake. You think Willie was fucking part of big 
bird propaganda? Look, they have to keep, you know, the ducks around, the quail around, the turkeys around for people to be like, oh, yeah, look, those birds are real. No, they're not. Okay, people, fucking wake up. People are turkey hunting all the time. All the time. Exactly. All the time. Carson Carson Wentz is posting three times a week on his Instagram of him sitting there with about... 120 to 150 mallards that he is yeah. just this is a part in. of the problem of you people that say organization you've never been to a fucking like field where people kill things yeah from, you know what i mean i've like, i've played call of duty i've been there okay i've been i'm not talking fields. about don range i'm yeah. talking about fucking talking about duck hunting duck hunting and turkey hunting and fucking yeah. all this stuff this I, happens i'd go if i thought the birds were real we're not talking about lobster traps dude you actually got to go out there and fucking do work <laughs> yeah not, it's not just toss them in and just right. have a good time i'm not so sure the lobsters are real anymore oh, okay great. especially with everything going on you under need the to sea rain it in you hear me? You need to rain it. I'm just saying. You're going to get to that point. I'm trying to get to that point where it's impossible to stop. Is there I'm an just, animal that you do think is real? Yeah. Fucking, what's the thing called? Pig. Yeah, because footballs come from pig. pigs. Pigs can't <laughs> No, they come from cows. <laughs> cows are real, then. Yeah. And cows, pigs. Cows are certainly real. Cows and pigs. Farm I animals. hope. Your big farm animals are real, guy. I'm some of them, not all of them. I'm some of them. <laughs> yeah, not not all of them are Did you real. expect the show to start this way? I did no. not. I'm pretty happy we're here. <laughs> yeah. 15 minutes in, right. really learning a lot. Well, I mean, I, I'm glad that we can shed some light on some of the people no, out no, there. No, no, no. We're shedding light on the fact that you need to reel it in a yeah. little bit. I You're don't starting know. to, you know Tone what I mean? it down. Oh, not no. as many memes at night, maybe. Not yeah, as right. many. These are memes, people. These are real, live things that people are talking about. If you really want to, you know, go down a hole. What's, what's going on in Antarctica? Okay, I tried to weasel it in. <laughs> Earlier, I'll come back to it, circle back around, look it up, okay? Because something's going on over there, and we need to wake up. Or up there, I don't know. North Pole, there's another one. What's going on in the North Pole? I've been informed, we have some breaking news. The chat is calling you Commie Connor right now. Sure. That's what it's saying. Sorry that I'm the one that knows, because guess who had it first? Putin. Everyone's seen that video. Everyone's seen that video of that bird saluting Putin, and then Putin saluting right back, because they're the ones that started this shit, and then China, America, everybody basically said, yeah, we need birds in the sky that are our own not real birds so you're 75 25 you said 75 percent what real no that's that tony i'm 98 percent fake two percent real and the two percent is strictly because i love thanksgiving and i love the pardon turkey and i still want to believe that that's real Hell just yeah. like santa claus hey i would like to say all those pardon turkeys have fucking been killed yeah, yeah. True. that tom, pardon was not a lifetime tom? no huh tom tom turkey yeah he's still alive but okay. every Turkey that gets pardoned at the White House, I do believe they, you know yeah. what I mean? And then yeah. they stick a little stuff at wool. Exactly. Hey, that's coming up. It's oh, football yeah. season. Yeah, here we go. Uh, let's dive into some football talk. <laughs> it's it's almost Thanksgiving season. Yeah. Huh? And everybody jumps right to Christmas. Hey, let's have Jesus' birthday. I understand. Okay, fat guy coming down to suit. Let's give out gifts. Everybody's happy. The spirit. We get to watch um, the Grinch. We get to watch mm-hmm. Santa Claus. It's mm-hmm. uh, the holiday season is epic. New Year's coming. Football means everything. But let's slow it down. We got fucking. Halloween coming. What? Thanksgiving coming. What? And then obviously the holiday season, no matter what you celebrate, I apologize for missing it. Sure. Uh, 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 uh huh. Yep. Right? Proper pronunciation. Yeah. Shawnica. I don't want to be an asshole, but you get it. This is good. We're in a good spot right now. Oh, yeah. It is a great time to be alive right now, Tone. Speaking of watching, guess who you're going to get to see on. Saturday with your own to us. We have breaking news. Tom Brady will be playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this Saturday as the Indianapolis Colts play host to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is from Rick Strad at NFL 
Strad. Tom Brady will start Saturday's game at Indy. Todd Bowles said any player who is healthy will play. So this is what we're seeing in these third preseason games. Remember, used to be four preseason games for everybody. The third preseason game was basically the biggest one. It was the one where every team would go through how uh, first quarter, how warm-ups is first quarter, second quarter, halftime. Then coming back out of halftime was something that every team kind of wanted to practice. Hey, how do we get a fast start on that second half? How do we control the middle eight? Let's go ahead and have our starters play the first half. Let's go through a full halftime, you know, rehearsal. It's what we'll talk about, how we'll talk about, who needs to get a little spray, maybe an IV, do your thing. Then you'll have one drive or two drives in the third quarter. Then you go ahead and get some sunflower seeds on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Now that there's only three play, uh, preseason games, which is awesome, I think that number will continue to evolve as another game inevitably gets put into the schedule, another bye week. Preseason games will probably lose it. But there is some teams playing their players this weekend, and we have to be on alarm and on the lookout for who's playing and who's not playing for when we're gambling. For instance, tonight, Niners-Texans. Niners have their whole starters playing first half. Yes. Mm -hmm. Texans have their starters playing first half into the second half, just like old school, by the way. Lovey Smith, Mm -hmm. Julie need to go through a halftime. Let's come out on the other side, do a couple drives. It's Trey Lance versus Dougie. So I'm betting on what? I'm betting on Trey Lance. And Kyle Shanahan yes, versus Dougie Mills, mm-hmm. Pep Hamilton, and Lovey Smith. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be – the first half's going to do its thing, and then we just got to hope we don't get fucked in the fourth quarter, which could happen which and has happened. Jets in, which happened with Jets and Falcons. Yeah. On yeah. Are we reckless for betting on preseason games the way we do? I don't, oh, think, yeah. so. I don't think so. Oh, I don't think so. See, you guys are neighbors. All part of the problem. Everybody in here. Yeah, right, it's exactly. reckless. I don't think it's a problem. It's reckless. It is, and you can take first We have half. no idea who's playing. We know Tom's playing on Saturday. What yeah. the fuck's that? What does that have anything to do about tonight, third, fourth quarter, whenever maybe – Stravolsky for whoever fuck team misses gets hot. We don't know. We well, no hey, clue. that's why they call it gambling. But we can take you know what kind of what we know is going on as of right now, and we can still apply that to these games. I mean, hey, maybe you like the 49ers first half tonight because we assume that their starters are better than the Texans stars. But maybe you take the Texans full game because Dougie Mills is getting that extra quarter. Ah, you know, Kyle Allen's pretty good backup. Yeah, exactly. What's the have first half spread for? Uh, no, unfortunately. Well, that's yeah, bullshit. Yeah, so I was like. I was about to say, well, Ty, seems like you have the but fucking that, cheat code. I mean, like, if you do you like Nate Sudfeld against fucking Kyle Allen in the fourth quarter? How Sudfeld? do we feel about that? Packers, Jordan Love and Danny Etling, pretty good. So when if Patrick Mahomes does play, do you like Shane Bouchelle and Dustin Crum versus fucking Etling and Jordan Love? That's what I'm talking I about. Don't. We're betting on these guys. Yeah. We need to stop. <laughs> Bouchelle can sling it though. Crumb? <laughs> he can't. Yeah, Dusty Crumb. Yeah. His name that was the guy that Travis Kelsey was talking about fucking out of Kent State. Ohio guy. Kent State won one game last year. What are we doing betting on Dusty Crumb? You can't do it. <laughs> right, see, this is a part of the problem. Everybody you just said, I don't know. I don't know who any of those fuckers are. I know Bouchelle could probably sling the rock. Oh, SMU yeah. guy last mm-hmm. year. He oh, yeah. Does. I do know Shane Bouchelle. Yeah. I called a game of Shane Bouchelle. Yeah, actually, Henny's the bat. goes Henny, Bouchelle, and then Dusty Crumb. We'll see, what you, see who you see. Chad so, Henny. Ton Diggs hosts a hammer down. He literally has to give out picks for these games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is his job. Yes. Forced to do it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think the rest, rest of us may pump the picks <laughs> a little bit. I think the rest of us may pump the picks. No, the Packers playing today. Are you kidding me? We're betting on them, the Yeah, absolutely betting on them. What are we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about here? I hope Dusty Crumb gets in tonight so we can see, you know, what the Packers do in the second half. I'm, of course you're betting on the Packers. You know, they minus minus one and a half. You kidding me? Jordo Love, he's going to be playing most of the game. And a lot of these rookie receivers. Patrick Mahomes on the field. Aaron Rodgers not on the field. Mm-hmm. Right. But, yeah. I mean, how Patrick Mahomes, what is he going to play? A total of maybe 
four minutes. Maybe it's going to be a even, touchdown. Yeah, we don't Probably. Even That's going to be a touchdown. Probably. So I know the Packers are getting one and a half, but actually they're up five. They're down five and a half points already to start this game because Patrick Mahomes and them are waltzing right down the field and scoring a touchdown. Three for three um, this year, actually. On He's been in for three drives. They've scored three touchdowns, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. By the way, about to go. For, for, I mean, they are going to yeah. do it again. They are going to do that again. So it's actually Packers are minus eight and a half leading to going yeah. in this game. <laughs> so maybe you live bet it after they fucking score a touchdown. Who cares? But Jordo also you played the real bet. KC team last year. Remember when Aaron had to sit out that True. one game? That was when Jordo played the Chiefs in Kansas City. So, I mean, as soon as those ones go out, Jordo probably knows what they're doing. And- we never talk about the Packers, so let's do that. Devontae Adams. <laughs> um was on the pivot. Mm-hmm. Great interview. Awesome. Yeah. Devontae was super comfortable, mm-hmm. wide open, and talking like a guy that should be probably doing more media all the time. Mm-hmm. The way we got a chance to kind of peek into his brain about how he operates, not only just you know what he's thinking one-on-one when he's with corners, that's great, but he opened up about Aaron Rodgers. And obviously, as soon as Aaron signs a deal and Devontae leaves – the narrative of all the people that hate Aaron Rodgers is uh, he was sick and tired of playing with Aaron Rodgers. Uh-huh. He was sick and tired of playing with Aaron Rodgers. Now, everything that has come out of Devontae Adams' mouth since the thing has happened has gone directly against that narrative. Right. But that has been the narrative. This is what Devontae Adams said about Aaron Rodgers that got all the old whites who get mad at things for a living really fucking pissed off. He's the best quarterback, you know, in my opinion, to play this game. He had the Michael Jordan effect as far as, like, he gonna, he gonna make you play better. He gonna, he gonna bring out your best just by being on the field. It's not even about like, like he was a great leader, but it was, it was more so just about, I'm out here with Aaron Rodgers. He's not Jordan. He's no. not Jordan. No. He can't do what Jordan did. No, Jared no, no. Goff, maybe. Maybe. He might be Jared Goff. That's what Bad Dog Russo says. Mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed to be on this fucker's channel after he said that on TV yesterday. Honestly. Wild. Dog. Honestly, he called him Jared Goff, the guy. And it's like there's such a disconnect from some media people. Oh, yeah. And then like what every single human that has ever played in the NFL or any other professional sport thinks about fucking Aaron Rodgers at this point. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Devontae and Aaron is going to be something that's going to be chatted about for at least the next season, because how's Devontae going to do with Derek? Devontae opened up about how he now doesn't get double. He's, he doesn't think he's going to get doubled every single play like he has in the past with the Packers. And think about that. All the success that he has had with the Packers has come with basically every defense trying to get him off the game plan. Yeah. And that has not worked at all, obviously. Now he's got Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, who in the pivot with uh, Derwin James gave an entire thing. I mean, there is a real opportunity here for Devontae, and I like the fact that there is no bad blood between the guys who stood next to each other during the National Anthem and even left a spot for Aaron, mm-hmm. even though people publicly are going to say, Aaron's, uh, Aaron's a bad guy. He's reserved by one out of time. Yeah, and I think that's why if you're a Packers fan or you've watched enough of, like, Rodgers, you just ignored all that bullshit because you knew that, you know, I mean, like, obviously the, these guys, are still very close. What was it right after Devontae signed with the Raiders? Rodgers was in Vegas and they played that course for him to get rid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, these guys still have a great relationship and, you know, everything can't you last think forever. You think this fault? You get a couple more weapons in there. Maybe Devontae says, I, you know, I'm sick of seeing a double team every single fucking play in my life. I don't think so because I think that's kind of what he referred to in there. It was like Rodgers making other guys better. Like, I don't think Devontae necessarily viewed it as like, oh, it's me and just me here. Like, he, you know, they they relied on those other guys. He trusted those other guys. Like, it, it just, you know. He doesn't make them better. <laughs> yeah. 
And but again, what did that even mean? I mean, he had like fifth, six, six rounders that have turned into fucking all pros. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and that's what I mean. It's like Devonte physically is definitely probably the the best guy he's ever played with. But like his his first couple years, you know, it wasn't like guys like Jamar Chase now where they come on in their first year he's an all pro and he has fourteen hundred yards. Right? Like it what it took Devonte like a little bit to kind of come along, and so I think like he realizes too, you know, like hey, without this guy, like who knows? Like Mike, obviously he's supremely confident in his own skill and he's unbelievable, but he understands how important it was having a guy like Rodgers to his career, too. We're supposed to hold Aaron's water, so I'm kind of mm-hmm. sick of everybody else doing it. Sammy Watkins came out and said, uh, right. Pat, Pat Mahomes is incredibly good, but A-Rod is on a whole other level. And everybody's like, is this disrespectful to Patrick Mahomes? Well, he, Patrick Mahomes, I would assume, at some point in his career, whenever he's comfortable enough and doesn't want to get the backlash from it, will say... Yeah, like, a lot of the shit I do, obviously, I've seen a guy do before, and he's a hippie who plays quarterback for the mm-hmm. fucking Green Bay Packers, you mm-hmm. know? Arm talent, everything he does. Patrick Mahomes literally just got done saying, like, a year ago, he finally learned how to play de- or learn defense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I don't think this is that big of a comment from Sammy Watkins. The guy's been in the NFL for 17 fucking years, has a... Uh, photographic memory has seen everything and can make every single throw. I don't think this was a slight on Patrick Mahomes. I think this was like, hey, maybe in 10 years from now, if Patrick Mahomes can continue to do what he's doing, evolve in, in everything, he will be on a whole other level than he is right now, too. But everybody wanted to use that as like, oh, this Sammy Watkins turning his back on Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, of course, because it's good fodder and it's easy for people to t- just kind of re- you know spin that into like Rodgers is a prick, you know, th- like there's no way this is true. You look how much these guys like Mahomes, but it's also different. It's not like he's talking about some like 13 year like career backup who was in the NFL. It's like this guy's won the MVP four times. He's back a, to back. Yeah, exactly. He's fucking won a Super Bowl. He's a Super Bowl MVP. Like, well, wait, will he be on this show this year? Unprecedented? Well, do we know? We don't know yet. We don't know, know yet. Don't know. Don't know. That would be unprecedented. Yeah. On this show? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I mean, Back to back MVPs doing uh, Falcon and Otters Tuesdays. Yeah. Not a bad gig, you know? That's what a fucking, like, that is just, that's going to the end of the rainbow, find a pot of gold, and just mm-hmm. fucking exactly. sit there yeah. and be like, oh my God, how did this happen? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Two times. Two times. Yeah. Thir- <laughs> 13 win seasons. How you doing? Mm-hmm. Keep it moving. One season. Yeah, can't do it in the playoffs, sir. Too worried about his Tuesday conversations <laughs> in Ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. Unprecedented, though. We're able to get him back, hopefully. It would yeah, be. Yeah, that'd be nice. It would be unprecedented, yeah. All right, go ahead. Uh, um, no, I was going to say, Sammy We got to stop being so petty, by the way. We got to stop it. Who said anything about being petty? Well, we kind of were yesterday. A lot of the unprecedented conversation. Because that was, that was wild. I wasn't petty. That was just pointing out the, an obvious flaw in the wording. But did you hear yeah. AJ go, something happened, obviously. Like, he knew immediately. <laughs> yeah, AJ knew. Everybody that was watching immediately, as soon as we started throwing that unprecedented word around, it's like, okay, the boys obviously saw something, and now they are not letting themselves just move past it. <laughs> it has to get mentioned. It has to get talked about. And that's part of the problem with this program. You sure. Know, we're an organization that just doesn't let that type of shit fly, and we need to become one of that. We B- need to become better at that. Bingo. I love how you just put that, too. We are an organization that just doesn't let shit go like that. And I think it shouldn't. It's good to keep that chip on the shoulder. You know, make sure you can still take the punches. You're in the ring. Well, you're stacking those chips up exactly. on the shoulder. Exactly. Yeah. Bingo. Real tall. One by one. Real tall. Hamaconda, baby. That's right. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Forehead. Unicorn. That's what I'm talking about. You're, nobody stacks chips on their foreheads. You Let's get to a break. Like, like a rhino? Let's get to a break, and then Rap Sheet will be on the other side. Here we go. We're going to go to a uh, – I cannot wait 
to talk to Rap Sheet. I believe yeah. he's traveling, of course. Of course. Naturally. From, from a bar to a bar. Don't sure. know. We don't know which Hammered either way. There's a lot going on. Uh, I didn't, we didn't talk about this to start the show because we got Ian coming up. This Tyron Smith shit. Stuff. Oh, terrible. Eight-time Pro Bowler, man. Yeah. Cowboys are down. Numerous offensive linemen. Amari Cooper's out of town. Jerry Jones was on uh, first take this morning saying, if I thought another coach could win us a Super Bowl better than Mike McCarthy, that fucker would be here. <laughs> yes, Basically he what he said. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Stephen A. said, I'm going to challenge you on that answer because we saw you keep bum-ass Jason Garrett around long, long. There are times where you evolve and you learn. And I am at that situation now with great leadership and blah, 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 blah. Anyways, they stink. Mike McCarthy's out. Sean Payton's coach next year. Probably. We all know yep. that. Yeah. Jerry, he, he didn't say that. Jerry's never come out and said that, but we all kind of assume that because we can't go through another year with Dak getting the money he's making, Zeke's making the money he's making, Jerry's making the money he's making. They're, they're, the Dallas Cowboys can't suck. Just continue to keep sucking. No. Also, like, it's it's preseason. It doesn't really matter. But what the other – when they cut away from the Steelers game the other night, in that game, the Cowboys had, like, 19 penalties in the first half or something. Well, it's like, damn, we're out It's not really getting any better. It's kind of the same discussion with them every single year with that and the clock management. It's, like, kind of just spinning their wheels almost. Hey, Tone said this earlier, but it's real. Might be down on the Cowboys. Well, hundred percent. Right yeah. Their number two wide receiver Gallup, who tore his ACL, I believe, last season. He'll he they aren't putting him on the pop, so he'll be back within the first four weeks. But you know, you lose him. Fucking third Maury, wide receiver Cedric Wilson's gone. Like Tyron eh. Smith, eight-time yeah. Pro Bowlers yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. Williams, Lyle Collins. Like there's some. There's some real question marks around Dallas Cowboys. Gregory went to Denver. Hey, we don't love that. No. No. Well, we're back in four with Ian Rappaport, hopefully giving us more information on Sean Payton being the head coach of the Cowboys. (laughs) That's not real, okay? (laughs) Have to have a disclaimer back and forth. Of everywhere. Goddamn right. He's a senior NFL insider for the league and the network. Uh, He's the host of the weekly wrap of the Rap Sheet and Friends, us being friends, he being Rap Sheet. Ladies and gentlemen, Booze bag, Ian Rappaport. Hey! What's up? What's, up? What's going on? You such a nice car, dude. You're Whoa. always in such yeah. a nice car over there. What is it? This is my wife's car. She's got the nice one. Hey, it's she a, was uh, out at GMC, in... GMC Acadia. They do a nice job. Hey, Leah's. Hey, I want to let you know, Leah Rappaport's becoming a thing in sports media. You know that. You you like that? Obviously, uh, she's the better half. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she also. Uh, she did one interview with the New York Post. She did a great job. I was a little nervous because sometimes if you ask her a question, she really just tells you what she thinks, which is really scary. So one interview, I think hopefully that's the last one she'll ever do. Right? Jesus, Jesus. Leah, we hope you do more interviews. Fuck yeah. this guy. Speak yeah, your Jesus mind. Christ. And also, Ian, why don't you tell us how you really think? So, so everything you tell us is just we're getting catfished by Ian Rappaport. Every, every thought oh, no, of yours no. is fake? No, th- no, no. That's why... That's why I come on this show, so I could say what I actually think as opposed to most of my other interviews where I just kind of toe the line. This one is sort of more more of the good stuff, you know? How was uh, Pelissero on the fucking axe last night? Was that oh, last night he was shredding. performing that song? Was that is that what that was? It was it was actually two nights ago. He, he is uh, a guitar maven. Um, this is his, this is like, you know, I go play golf. He just, you know, destroyed. He's L two. I mean, that is his. This is his world. He is a hard rock dude. He's I mean, a look. fucking Get dog. It. What's the name of the band? Do you know the name of the band? 
That is intense right there. The arrows? That is intense. Uh, the band is uh, Pew Pew Pew, I think, or something like that. Oh, nice. Pew 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 I might have messed it up, but I think that's it. Does he sing it all? Did you watch this, or was it just Lee at this? No, no. That So that's actually Tom's wife who posted that. I watched the whole thing, and he... He oh, sings, sure. you know, he yeah. was in a band. Wasn't in the Tom's band? Jade Monkey, I think. Jade At one point during the pandemic, we yeah, made him Jade Monkey t-shirts just to commemorate his old band. So this is this is Tom's thing, you know, he's a he's a he's a rocker. Jade Monkey and Pew 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 are the two bands that the Arrow Pelicero's been a part of in his uh yep. his musical career. Does he sing ever or no? He does sing. I don't know if it's good because like you know how some of those heavy metal bands go like it's singing, but it's really just like heavy metal. Yelling. I did not know that was heavy yeah. metal. Yeah. I, I did not get the feeling that was heavy metal. There's is that is that what that is? It's heavy metal. Ramstein. I think, I think it's heavy metal. I don't know. I mean, I'm a, you know I listen to rap music, so I don't know what anything. Oh, is I bet. Good. Oh yeah, just rap music, eh? And 80s hair bands. That's it. That's my genre. What if he would have fucking just wish you would step, step back from the ledge, my friend? <laughs> we could. Ties with all the lies that you've been living in. That would amazing. That would have been so cool. You think Tom has that in him or no? Uh, I'm going to go with no. He fucking um, stinks, this guy. Jeez. No. He, he, he was you violent. have to have a real no, side like violent. you do. He learned overnight, too. I don't think he has that. Well, yeah, because they plugged them in. Upload, right. I need to be more human-like. Like, like Jimi Hendrix. Boom, boom, boom. Download hair. Bang, bang. Vibe <laughs> with guitar. All right, let's dive into football. Um, we appreciate you joining us in the middle of your day with your family. Uh, once again, it is Thursday, middle of the season, but you do you. Um, Trampoline park. We got a lot going on here. Oh, oh nice. Hey, hey a little slam ball. Is there hoops there? Uh, there was a hoop. There was a, uh, a big swing into the uh, foam pit. Oh, yeah. A couple oh. jousting stations. Oh. A lot of stuff. Did you get in there? Did, big Jude, wall. did Jude rough you up at all or no? Uh, no, Jude got up the top of the warped wall, but I did not do it. I had to... You know, I'm taking some phone calls. So you're, you're terrible at your job because you're doing trampoline park, and you're terrible at the family at the trampoline park because <laughs> you're starting to do your job. I mean, Ian, you're doing great. Two for two. Hey, you're doing great, Ian. You're doing great. We're ready. Here we go, brother. Um, Tyron Smith suffered an avulsion fracture of the knee out till December. I guess avulsion fracture of the knee, meaning the hamstring tendon that sits at the back of the knee, pulled off yes. the bone, and he needs surgery, sources say. If he's back at all, it'd be December. A tough loss. Reporting Ian Rappaport for the Dallas Cowboys' eight-time Pro Bowl left tackle. Man, it's we started talking about, and obviously, damn shame. Hope he's okay. Absolute dog. dog. And it's going to be much different without him. Cowboys, I mean, this is not... Has there been any good vibes at all around the Dallas Cowboys right now, or is this mostly all negative? This is not normal, I don't think. You know, th first of all, this is a bad injury, and, and the description is it's really horrific. Like, you know, like there'll be sometimes people have surgery, and they're like, oh, it's minor, and they're like, well, it's surgery, so it's not minor, so I guess it's minor, but it's kind of major. This is all major. Like, this is basically hamstring pulling off the back of the knee, and if you've seen the clip, he's just running and basically falls and like he had a previous ankle injury that he was dealing with and sometimes one injury can lead to another injury so you kind of wonder how related they are um this is really bad he's gonna have surgery actually it might even be today today or tomorrow 
Um, and, you know, hopefully back in December, I think that would be best case. But we'll see. And now, you know, the Cowboys drafted a tackle. They drafted Tyler Smith in the first round. They were preparing for this. It's earlier than they wanted, but they were preparing for this. So it's bad, but, like, there was probably not a great chance Tyron Smith would play all 17 games anyway. Um, but I've been surprised at the negative vibes from the Cowboys. What? Like, what you're saying, like, you're not the only person to say that. Like, but I don't understand why. I think they had a really good camp. Uh, the Gallup being back probably earlier than expected is really good. Like, I think they should be good. I'm not sure I understand kind of the negative stuff. You know what I mean? Well, they just lost an eight-time pro. He wasn't going to make it through the season? What do you mean? What, what does that mean? He doesn't normally? Well, it just – he. No, I mean, you know, Tyron Smith has battled injuries for a long time, which is why they essentially drafted his replacement. When he's healthy, he is, Dope. you know, top Dope. three, I would say top three in the NFL. It's just been a battle to stay on the field, uh, unfortunately. So, uh, but I think the Cowboys prepared for this. Um, and anyway, I'm not, I'm not so sure why things are so negative because to me, Sounds like he had a really good they, – they, in general, had a really good camp. Okay, you can't judge a team off an injury. Injuries happen. They stink, especially at the tackle position. Sounds like the Cowboys are prepared. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't be so negative about the Cowboys. Guy in a Cowboy hat over there. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. You were at the Lions camp. Um, you Were you there for the yep. player-led practice? How did that go? And how many times did I, you try yeah. to insert yourself into hard knocks? Um, so I – I'm gonna be. I, I would never lie to you guys. Well, you actually I told us. No, no. Yep, you actually told us. Leah tells the truth whenever she does interviews. Yeah, so I'm it. hoping she doesn't do any more of those. That's what you started the show. So, so we think you lie um, all the time. But do you think? Yes. No. I I will tell the truth now. Um, I tried real hard to get in front of the cameras. Um, I was no. I was talking to a couple coaches and talking to some people. You got it. Um. Sorry, I'm telling Leah that we need to we need to stop so we have some service here. No, no, you don't. No, please, uh, please do not stop for us, Leah. This guy's gonna be on hard knocks. He's becoming a fucking diva. Let's not. Yeah, don't worry about driver. that. Sorry about it. But you did try to get in there. How, it feels <laughs> like this is gonna be the greatest season of hard knocks of all time if they keep feeding that squad. I mean, I think it's been great, right? I mean, I've I've been watching. Probably, I always watch anyway, kind of as part of like job stuff. I've been watching this as a fan because it's been great. And like, so I would, anyway, to answer your question, um, well, yes, I tried very hard to get into the Hard Knocks video. We'll see if I make it in. I don't know if I will, but hopefully in the background, um, I was trying to like, you know, pose up real good. So we'll see if I make it. I was there for the player-led practice. That was one of the more interesting things that I have seen because I don't, you know, Dan Campbell is not a, he's not a play caller, right? He's not like some great offensive coordinator wizard. Man. So you f- figure like, why is he such a good head coach? Like, why do they play so hard for him? And I think one of the main things is he empowers players and helps them lead themselves. Uh, I think that's really one of the cool things. And that player-led practice was a great example of that um, because he let the players run the show themselves. And what resulted was – Something I've really never seen before, but I think the players feeling really good about where they are and how they themselves can lead. Did Jamal give a speech every play out there? Was he just giving a speech in between each snap? Or what do you think? Uh, I did not see another impassioned speech from Jamal, but like, oh, I'm about mailing it in. Oh. I know. But I think what happened was, I think some of the other players were like, hey, man. Um, that was a lot of screen time. Why did you get so much screen time? And I didn't. That's really not fair. So maybe they were jealous of how much love he got. 
Yeah, uh, which what? is certainly understandable. As was I. Yeah. Um, it was so maybe he kind of left it to some of the other people. It was about the screen time. It was. It wasn't about that. I think it was. It was day three of training camp. There's 60 guys here that are not going to be on our team whenever it comes <laughs> to fall. This one maybe we should have waited a couple weeks. Maybe wait. Maybe yeah. waited a couple weeks. But Jamal is the lifeline behind that thing. Yep. Zaire Alexander fucking punked him and mm-hmm. punked him and punked him <laughs> numerous times at, at practice, and that was showcased. And he had a great punt. But yeah, we're all still high on Jamal. Love I think. Jamal. Yeah. I love Absolutely. He's the man. Love him. He's nice great. Guy. Great guy. Packers. Yeah, he's great with the Packers. Everybody loves him. Loves the Bruto. And if you interview him, you know, if you interview him, I think he is, uh, you know, he's a guy who he will probably tell the truth all the time. Oh, yeah. He had the Naruto jersey yeah, yeah. on. Yep. You can do uh, the hand Good morning football. Yeah. The day after Hard Knocks. He had the what? He had the Naruto. The Naruto. Yeah. You know, Rashid. Naruto. Yeah, I'm a big fan of whatever that was. Bingo. Naruto? Should I know what that is? Yeah, Naruto, Jude, bro? Jude watches it every day. Yeah, wake up, rap. Turn around to your kids right now and say, hey, Jamal dressed hey. up like Naruto on Good Morning Football. Do you know who given- Naruto is? Max doesn't know. Jude, do you know who Naruto is? Over two, buddy. Over two. Wow. wow your well, yeah, you send your Although kids we, out to fucking yeah, woods sleep three away, months. Yeah. You've never watched TV oh, before. Leah is now, now explaining to all of us what it is. She obviously knows. Fucking Leah Locked is the in. only yeah. human in that yeah. family. Yeah. I mean, this is un- MVP. Yeah. She's the only human in that family over there. It's unbelievable. Pat, if you and I were, if we were friends off camera, which Ooh. obviously we are not, uh, if we were friends off camera and you wanted to hang out with me, You'd say, hey, uh, you free uh, Tuesday afternoon? I'd say, oh, uh, text Leah, ask her, and then if I'm free, then we can go hang. Oh, that's like super that's easy life. That's yeah. super easy life. Yeah. Hey, let's hang, by the way. I'll, I mean, we'll ask, I guess. I'll get... Uh, She's your yeah, secretary, too, to eh? Yeah, you. she makes your ribs. She plows yeah. She plows yeah, 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 Drives him around. Drives you around. Schedules his life. Ske- yeah. I mean, you Packs should be paying. Are you paying? I, she's an employee at this point. Uh, I wouldn't say I pay her in cash, um, or but I I'm very nice. Hugs. We have. I'm, I do a lot of nice things for her, right? Nice. Yeah. No, they're going through all your greatest hits. Yes. Yeah. She said I shovel driveways. I'm like, yeah, no, they're they're. Yeah. 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 We know. We Leo. forgot. Yeah, Leo. We, we know. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we're going. All right, let's uh, dive into some other conversations here. Quarterback battles around the league. Baker Mayfield starting for the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seattle's got a battle going on. Pittsburgh, I guess, has something going on. Any front or updates on any of those situations? Ian Rappaport. Uh, we'll start with Seattle. So uh, Gino is going to start uh, their last preseason game. Drew Locke is going to play a lot. And, you know, it's interesting because I think the public sort of assumed Drew Locke would win the job. And I know Seattle kept saying Geno Smith was in the lead. Geno Smith is in the lead. It, we'll see what happens in the, pre- in the final preseason game. It doesn't seem like, just from an outsider, it doesn't seem like Drew Locke has really seized this thing. Maybe with a great performance he can. Oh, but Geno has kind yeah. of been steady. You know, and, like, nobody wants – I feel like the public does not want Geno Smith to start because it's not exciting. But, like – he has done enough good things to where if he were starting day one for the Seahawks, I would say that makes a lot of sense. And, like, I know everyone sort of assumed Garoppolo would head there. I'm not sure I yeah. see that in anyone's future. So I think it is going to be Geno or Drew Locke, and we'll see if Geno can kind of hang on to this one other big performance. Okay, follow-up. You said something there. What's going to happen with Jimmy? Any updates there? Cutdown day is, is next week, um, and that's, I would say, sort of the time where the, a decision needs to be made. If there is a trade partner – I do not see one. 
like there there might be and maybe you know hopefully this is not the case but if someone sustains a serious injury someone's quarterback maybe they you know that gets in the mix that's possible otherwise the options are release him let him wait for a contender um no 49ers have come out publicly and said they can withstand the whole salary you know could he stay there and be a backup I guess anything's possible. They dealt with awkwardness before, so I guess anything's possible. No way. Um, what? You don't think? What? Jimmy stay at San Fran? Think? It seems like a lot. Um, yeah, you, 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 you sound like a Madden player right now. You sound like somebody that isn't in real life. You know what I mean? Like real life, locker room, feelings, humans, like that. They, those are real. You know that. It would, you, it would be a ju- No, it would be a juggle. No doubt about it. But I, I'll tell you this. I don't know what's going to happen. I you know, release is obviously possible, and we've kind of been discussing that. Um, the 49ers dealt with a lot last year. I mean, Jimmy G basically had them trade everything for his replacement, knowing he was on the roster, and then it was like, yeah, cool, I'm just going to lead him into the playoffs anyway, and then led them almost all the way. Like, it's, you know, it would be a lot for Lance to deal with. It would be a lot for Jimmy to deal with, but I don't know. Like, there's those guys are – those, those guys are nah, okay. And we'll move on. You don't know shit about fucking this one. There's no way because the last year's situation was we have a plan for Jimmy. They told Trey Jimmy's going to be the starter. It was very open. Everybody was very open about it. They had a press conference True. saying goodbye. Yeah. Jimmy said goodbye. Yep. And then Shanahan is like, we want Trey to know this is Trey's team. This is Trey's team. This is Trey's team. And I think he wants that to be known, not for the media pundits. That's for the locker room. Like, hey, this is this is our guy right Agreed. now. So if he has, a couple, what it was for. Yeah, if he has a couple bad games, you know. It's hard if you're making your profession is winning games. You make more money. Coaches, players, everybody's going to be like, we got a fucking handsome Italian guy yeah. right there. Like, that is just an easy very thing handsome. to – very handsome. Incredibly handsome. Yeah. I go, he goes he goes missing for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Sure. He goes missing for a couple weeks, but he is incredibly handsome. That was a that was a great story. I enjoyed that storyline. Me too. Uh, and Mike Silver, my former colleague, does an awesome job, and he's not wrong at all. He doesn't. But that is – That guy does not do a fantastic do job. No, I don't think oh. so. I don't like that guy, right? No, no, think, no, 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 you don't. Yeah, 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 I do not like that guy. Okay, got it. Um, he on sucks, this story, that he was guy, not right? Yeah. Um, Did we make up? Jimmy Me and really that guy make up? Nope. No, yeah, I hate that guy. Yeah, he sucks at his job, oh, that guy. It. Well, he's probably good okay. at his job, but I think he sucks strictly because I don't like him as a person. So take it as you may. Yup. All right. Total free country. Definitely get it. Goddamn right it is. Is it? Unless you're a bird. Maybe not. Ian's a bird. All right, sorry. Go ahead, Ian. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. But yeah, Jimmy goes dark. He is. He's just – he's not a good responder, and it's sort of like everyone sort of laughs about it and jokes about it. I mean, I remember Kittle saying the same thing, like, yep, does he respond to my text? I don't know. Not really. Like, some people do that. Oh. You text me, I respond in two seconds. You're very uh, good. You're very on it, and that's why we're so appreciative of you. Sounds like you have no information on Jimmy G front. Could have just said that five, seven minutes ago. Uh, but we do appreciate you. You are incredible at answering <laughs> uh, text messages. Ty Schmidt, your question for you in Rapport. Rap sheet, the Dolphins are apparently shopping Mike uh, Giusecki, and then they're apparently not shopping him. So what? what's the deal there? Like, is he actually going to get traded before the season starts or, or no? So I saw that report, uh, and I don't, I don't think it's wrong. I mean, I believe there have been some conversations about Gesicki or Jasicki. I've heard it either way. Um, the problem is, so he's due about eleven million dollars this year. You can't redo the contract because he's on the franchise tag and he signed it. You can't like extend and make the cap it better. So if, so if someone is going to trade for him, they're going to have to absorb all eleven million. At this point in the season, that is tough. Like, I'm not saying it's impossible, 
but there had to be some gymnastics there, cap wise. Um, is that Jasicki? Jasicki? It is not. It is not Jasicki. Uh, it's someone who probably wants to know why I just pushed them to voicemail twice in a row. Oh, um, oh suck it! Sorry. Uh, uh, but no, I think it's. I would say it's possible, but hard to do. Hard to do. Okay. Uh, Ian, oh, I just got. A, I just got a follow up text. One, uh, so I pushed someone to voicemail twice in a row. Just got a text out of courtesy. This person said nothing urgent. Oh, nice. oh, that's nice. very nice. Yeah, oh, that's cares? what you need, because otherwise I'll be like, start shaking that I'm missing something. Yeah, and that's going to be something you're going to have to deal with when you inevitably retire from this. Probably have to go some rehab and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Treatments are... Uh, Pelissaro has answered us, by the way, talking about his um, his oh, band. Boy. It's punk rock, dude. Punk rock. Not yeah. heavy metal. But at least you got the name, oh. right? Pew, pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. PQ. Pew, pew, pew. Is that the name? PKEWX3? X3, I believe, is yeah, times three. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, pew. times three. But why is it there a pew, K? Pew. Oh, because that's the pew. Pew, pew, pew. That makes the pew. PKEW. I'm not into punk rock, but I'm going to dabble for Tom. Yeah. What a punk rock. That's like a we hate establishment. Small things. Two things. Morning. I know. You'll be at my show, watching, waiting, commiserating, say it ain't so, I will not go, turn the lights off, carry me home, no, 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 That's punk rock. Yeah. Yep. I didn't know Tom does that. When did you guys become British? Huh? Saying ain't so, I will not go. In hour two, in six minutes, we will see you then. How you sing it, dude? Yeah, you no. don't get, it's a real nasal thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian, thanks for your time, and thanks for letting us know that Tom Pellicero creates magical bangers. And uh, everything else you do, and hopefully you'll start getting back to work now. You know, season's happening. Oh, uh, yeah, it's go time. Yep. Hell yeah. Ready it's go time. Go. We get our first Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I had to do this to Greeny yesterday. I don't know if you saw it. Mike Greenberg, I... I dedicated uh, three yeah, minutes. Yeah, I was watching. Definitely, definitely. All right, fuck this guy. Football is what we talk about. At Boston Connor had a little bit of an issue, and that might have been because of the way he started this show, trying to start wars with everybody. Could he be. was a member nope. of the uh, Toxic Table right next to At Ty Schmidt, and At Tone Diggs is one half of the Hammer. Dad. Cowboys. And by the way, speaking of the other half of the Hammer, Dad. Cowboys, we might need, you know, we might need the people. Yeah. yeah, a wolf. We're going downrange. Um, a Sicario. That's actually we took out a Sicario downrange. Don't forget. We need one. We we've never been downrange. You, me, him. No. Well, as a as a avid watcher, we were kind of downrange. What watching Terminalist? Yeah, when we went. To, okay. When we went to <laughs> you Mexico. watch Lone Survivor, you fucking put on a ghillie suit. You're yep. like, all right, I'm fucking down range right now. I don't know if I put one on, but I at Do least. Do you go outside and see a cliff and just throw yourself off of it? Yeah. Like, I at least, least feel like I'm probably. I at least googled how much the ghillie suit would be to, to buy. And you're like, hey, if we do need to go downrange, just like I seen those five World War One planes flying overhead, downrange can come out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Tony goes downrange every time he watches Top Gun. You, can't you gotta remember, this either. guy's had massive head trauma. He very likely thought he was downrange. Getting that check. While watching <laughs> We hope everything comes back good. Yeah. That doctor checking out your brain, going down range. Yeah. Good Speak Lord, Tony. Going in a uh, ghillie suit, 80 bucks. Uh, That's okay. it? Yeah, well, Hold the phone. 
I can get a ghillie suit for 80 bucks. Right? <laughs> what about the, <laughs> all, the all-white one from Shooter? Oh, that's, oh, Hey, that was when Mark was running around. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I saw that on an airplane, I think, at one point. Joining us now is a college football national champion. I hope we save the show. This has been one of our worst. Yeah. Honestly, we talked about birds for 15 minutes. Yeah, I got um, no faith in this guy, though. Now, this guy <laughs> has won a college football national championship, a Super Bowl championship, a Ryder Cup championship. PJ is making a lot of moves, by the way. A lot mm-hmm. of moves. Hey, shout out to PJ answering. Yeah, yeah. Answering the, the call. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. somebody stepped in the ring and said, hey, we got never-ending supply of cash. We are about to rub it all in your face right now, and we're going to take all your people. And PJ Tour said, oh, all those ideas we thought about maybe making this a fair thing for our players, we need to come up with them again now. Yeah. And they're boom, boom, boom. We find 20 million, 14, 20 million, 60 million, 160 million. Uh, we got a $500 million campus being built by PGA Tour of America, not PGA Tour, obviously. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no. okay. So they're making $500 million to build a new fucking campus. PGA obviously had this money sitting in the. Where in the tre- in the chest somewhere. Congrats to the PGA. This yeah, man that's joining us has won a Ryder Cup championship. Yeah, yeah. He is uh, obviously the face of Ohio, AJ Hall. Yeah. What's up, AJ? What's up? Where did the PGA find all this money? Well, that's what we've been wondering. You know, you know Jay Moynihan's fucking pockets, probably. You know what I mean? Right, though. Good for them. At least they're like they're responding. They're doing something. Yeah, the PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan uh, outlined some changes that the PGA Tour is making. An increase to 12 elevated events with an average purse of $20 million per. <laughs> Top players commit to a minimum 20 event schedule. That's what we're going to need. Mm-hmm. And then How do you get them to do that? Well, I think you just become a member by getting $500,000 for every single member and travel stipends. Okay? Because you... Remember, PGA players got no guaranteed money and they had to pay for all their own fucking travel food mm-hmm. and everything. Yep. You're lucky to be here. It's 2021 and we don't have to pay anybody to be a part of our thing that we are signing new TV deals worth billions of dollars for. The fact that anybody in the PGA Tour media didn't have that as like talking point A, B, C, D, E, and F for the last 20 fucking years kind of you know your grandstanding is a little tough to take mm-hmm. serious but i do like that the pga is all the way back they're also got a stadium tour coming yeah. around where they're going to be playing top golf at stadiums mm-hmm. a bunch of teams of three six teams of three will be hitting up stadiums and golfing and plucking and you know it'd be like big break i think basically yeah. Yeah, out there cool. with the greatest golfers gonna have to be a black i love what the pga is doing this is innovative shit this is good for golf and they should all be saying you know, thank you to Lib for showing for up sure. for all of this. And for the lower half of the tour, those two last things are huge, the 500K and then the travel stipend, because that's what, like almost a million dollars probably for the year that these guys had to sho- shovel out of their own pockets? Yeah, well, normally they just have a loss, a losing weekend, Correct. and then they go into the next week, and then they finally win. It's like, oh, well, I actually didn't win. I have to even. I have to make up for the last five weeks yeah. of me not being able to make putts. Yeah. On a Thursday, (laughs) right when I chipped a fucking seven feet, and for some reason I can't get this tiny little fucking ball into this even smaller fucking hole somehow, and I lose money. But I get to be here. I'm on PGA Tour, Mm -hmm. and if there happens to be a day where I get hot and I go, guess what? They're gonna have millions of people watching it, and the PGA Tour is gonna make millions of dollars off of it. Going to a commercial break while I'm getting hot, they're gonna tell a story. This man has lost everything in his life being on the PGA Tour. And look at him here on Sunday. On a Sunday, making a run. Are you going to guarantee him any money? He will have to earn it. <laughs> yeah, right. have, I mean, he's kind of already earn it by being a part of the whole thing. Yeah, fuck him, basically. I like what the PJ is doing, AJ. This is good news for everybody. Yeah, we didn't know. We were wondering, how are they? What do you do to respond? You can't compete with, with money when it comes to the live tour. But now, I want to see. Now, Liv is going to have to do something. They're going to want to stay ahead of them, I guess. Oh, the stadium tour. What are they going to do and answer mm. the stadium tour? Because they got uh, Bros and 
Or just sure. throw more money. They say, "Oh, we just doubled the purse for our next five events." Oh, that's, that's cute. Help. Oh, that's yeah. cute. All right, now everybody's getting three hundred million guaranteed. <laughs> Fuck it. What if there's escalators and all those guys signing bonuses? Yeah. If the PGA does anything cool, we get a bonus of fifty, sixty million. This is like seven different cool things. So you start doing the math. It's three hundred, four hundred million more yeah. bucks. We are. They they'll live. People will be like, "Ah, oh, well, rules is rules." Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's out there. I mean, it is insane time in golf. Let's start bouncing around a little bit. And when it comes to the football, J.C. Treader has announced his retirement from the NFL, formerly of the Cleveland Browns, and also the Green Bay Packers, which I believe he was drafted to. Read his retirement thing. Tried to. It was long. long. Yeah. I mean, this was very well, yeah. long, and I appreciate it. It was heartwarming. I wasn't able to. To get Plus, through the entirety. I'm the league guy. He's a yeah. guy. He also gained like 50 pounds his last year of college and got drafted to play a position he'd never played before, really, the offensive line uh, position. The only reason why he did that is because he wanted to commit to his goal of doing everything. He had a hell of a career, became the president of the NFLPA. Now he's retiring on his own terms, he said. Good for J.C. Treader. Did you play with him in Green Bay? Is that how you knew him? Yeah, I did play with JC. He is cock strong. Like that dude, if he gets his hands on you, he's taking you to the sideline. Okay. So you never heard him saying like cock strong? Like the dude he may yeah. not he's I, not super tall. Yeah. Not I mean, but you could tell the dude, but then all of a sudden when he when he latches on, I'm like, geez, JC, like your head is rock hard <laughs> and you're very strong. AJ, do you think like that's a part of the whole problem with this show? Like a guy retired after nine years, very mm-hmm. heartwarming. Yeah, very heartwarming. AJ played with the guy, friends with the guy. Yeah, well, yeah. And I go, AJ, you played with him? I thought maybe, a, you know, J.C. Treader was a good Great team. player. Hey, J.C. Treader's cock strong. By the way, J.C. probably takes that as a massive compliment, as it should, but he becoming the president of the NFLPA is almost a guarantee that you're not going to get a lot of job offers. You're almost saying, all right, I'm about done with my NFL career. I, am I misreading that or no? You're, I mean, honestly, there's something to it. I know T, or, um, JC has even said on I, – I saw a headline somewhere where he said it, it definitely played a role why he didn't get much interest when he was a free agent because he was the head of the PA. I played with – sat next to Eric Winston when I was in Cincinnati in our team room. Eric was the head of the PA at that time as well. So he was dealing with a lot of stuff as well as football too. How about JC treaded during the COVID run there having to read litigation and memos from the cdc and from the nfl and and while also trying to figure out what the fuck a d lineman is going to do on thursday night i mean that is not easy to do it's a full-time job when you're that high up in the nfl pa and also you are directly competing against the owners of the nfl in almost every facet of the the game so that is why jc treader was not picked up by the browns he's not picked up by any team Mm -mm. good players though right oh yeah yeah Oh, yeah. I'm sure if he's healthy, yeah, he can definitely play. And the Browns lost two centers. Bam, bam, gone. Yeah. Don't even have them anymore. So they're down to their third center. J.C. Treader does not have a job, was on the Browns last year. He's NFLPA president still. Don't call him. Don't sign him. I, I, anybody that gets in the NFLPA, you have to question. Obviously, if you're going to be a representative, uh, you have to question them because it's like, yeah, you're not going to accomplish anything. Uh, every alumni, every veteran and player is going to hate you. I mean, it's just the way it's going to go. You're going to fuck over so many people, and you're going to waste so much of your time doing stuff that doesn't matter. Your vote matters. Yeah, okay. It does not, really. But we appreciate the fact that you care for the game and the players enough. But to go and become the president of the NFLPA, that's a whole nother level of like actually having to read and be the person that is the point person. Like, do you think this you is really good? care? Yeah. And, and, like, to actually care about all that stuff. And, and JC was good at it because he would always stand up for the players when there was poor field conditions somewhere or whatever he felt like should be happening. JC's the kind of guy that 
could eventually take DeMoris' job. Like, I feel like he's one of the former players that. that could absolutely do that. Let's do that. When's that happening? Is that like this month? Yeah. When, how does that work? How does he get? When does does he have terms? I guess. Yeah, he got revoted back in. Remember, yeah. oh, he, well, he didn't want to. They said, <laughs> I love how the, the headlines yeah. always like he, he didn't want to do it again, but I guess he'll just take all that money for doing nothing. And, yeah. And wear seven suits in one day. I saw him. Remember that, Nick? We were fucking walking around the Super Bowl. What? what? He changed suits from like show to show. Yeah, costume yeah. change. Event to event, he had like four or five different suits on throughout the Good day. Good for him. Who carries all those suits with him? Yeah, and why the fuck am I getting charged money to go to that fucking chest so that guy can have <laughs> six different suits is what I was thinking immediately. Wow. But, you know, I got tested eight times a month for 27 months straight, no relief at all from the NFLPA. So I'm sure they knew they were starting a war with somebody that had a microphone forever. You know, and then they show, they sold away my fucking merch rights, too, without me even saying anything. Yeah, you can, Fanatics or whoever the fuck it was, you can sell boomstick shirts and whatever you want to do. Uh, we'll make sure a packet's 25 cents a fucking shirt. Oh, 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 fucking great deal. Thank you so much. Oh, we're going to delay the player performance bonuses that a lot of guys live off of for two fucking years. Oh, okay, thank you. A lot of good decisions really coming down the pipeline from this guy. And I see him wearing seven different suits in one fucking day. Oh, this guy's great. You're doing a great job. He didn't want to do it again. He got voted back in. 100% vote. It's like, what is going on in there? It has to be a little bit of a cook. Maybe J.C. Treader really gets in there, AJ. Maybe that is the thing. I wonder if J.C. wants to stay in that, like he stay in that industry. Does he want to continue with the P.A.? And what will he do next? Big brain, football? Oh, the the NFL is probably trying to recruit him away to make him – on their sides. Yeah. Go, oh. go to New York and work for Raj. Good old. Yep. Do you think there will ever be a time where the NFLPA and the NFL are good partners? No. Why? I mean, I guess they're, I would assume like they're respectful partners, right? I don't They think respect so. each other, I think. Do you? No, I don't think the owners and everyone respect the players. <laughs> no. They respect like the what they can do on the field, but they think, oh, they're just all big, dumb idiots. Yeah. Well, Which, it, you know what? A lot of it, rightfully so at times, no question. Yeah, look at us speaking into microphones, but I don't like the fact that it's always, and maybe this is just me being naive, and once again, this could happen, but as somebody who's always been very interested in business and, like, how things go and, like, what partnerships and, like, hey, this is how this – it was always like, we're going to war with the fucking NFL when we go to negotiations. You're right. Publicly saying it. Publicly being like. Why? Hey, yeah, you're right. Why was that? Hey, we're loading up to go to war. And it's like, uh, should we maybe not just tell them to fucking get pissed off and get all their billionaire lawyers to get to come in here and just try to fucking kill us? Like, you're actually putting a scoreboard up now whenever you're like, yeah, we're going to battle with them. It's like, well, people are going to judge now who won and who lost. And. You did. You lost. That is that is the proper thing. I wonder if there will ever come a time where it's like, we obviously know we need each other, but the owners are always going to fucking. Yeah. yeah. The owners are always going to. Players are going to have to start. The only power players have is to sit out games, which I don't want to see them do. I would never want to be a part of that, but that's the only power players have. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy we're retired for that. Yeah, I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want it to be on that decision. No, hey, you take a stand with us? It's like, yeah, yeah, but man. Come on. I mean, yeah, I'll take a stand. I guess I save money. I'll go do some stand-up or whatever. What the fuck is this guy going to do? He's dead. This guy's got no money. He's done. He's done. Yeah, but you guys yeah. are doing it for the future. Uh, okay. Well, There's so a my, strike in like 87, I believe. And there were scabs, too, you know? Some of the scabs still getting jobs around the NFL. Oh. 
not yeah. making friends. No, they're they are liked by the NFL. Yes. Presidents of NFLPA not yeah. getting jobs. Mm-hmm. Not getting jobs. Those scabs will be fucking they'll have jobs forever in the NFL if they want to. Well, and with like the deals between the NFL and the NFLPA, like it's thirty one of the best businessmen in the history of the world. Like they're all billionaires for a reason. They probably don't see it like, hey, there's something called a good deal for both sides. They I doubt they know, like believe in that. Like they know it's a good deal for them and it has to be a bad deal for the other guys because it's kill or be killed. What did L- to the OG say? Somebody walked out of the deal with smile. Yes, <laughs> they shouldn't be smiling after a deal we made with them. Just to fucking take yeah. it up, take it out, end that deal. They should not be happy with it. It's like, god damn, that yeah. is cutthroat right there. Don't you think the only way, and it'll probably never happen because those guys make so much money while they're playing, but it'd have to be like a top team, like a quarterback who was like a star in the league for like if Peyton or like Tom Brady was the head of the NFLPA. I feel like the communications between both sides would be a little bit different, but those guys, like, there's... there's Drew Brees no... was a big part of it. Yeah, uh, but he also uh, stole millions of dollars from the NFL PR. No, he sold merch. Money. Join what? us now as a guy who... Remember? A... Remember? He got... He, out of the people who got paid from the NFL PA, it was, like, Demory Smith, 30K. I think it was Dominique Foxworth had, like, 15K, and then it was Drew Brees had, like, $2.8 million. Well, he sold a lot of merch. It was jerseys. Yeah, like, nines around, obviously. Yeah. PPP? What was that? No, it was... Uh, it was he was doing... March. It was March. Uh, joining oh, okay. us now is a businessman, a two-time Super Bowl champion. Yeah. Yeah. Played for the Pittsburgh Steelers for 12 years. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's great to have him back. Absolute superstar, Ike Taylor. Yeah! yeah! Holy shit, Let me Mike. put the shirt on, bro. Hey, it's, a weird, it's a weird thing. I mean, this is a weird angle. You know? This is an angle. That's bro. Ike, you look like you're in good shape still. Compliments. Huh? <laughs> Looks like the fans go in Louisiana, Florida, hot as fuck right now, yeah? Yeah, I'm in hella shape to be exact, which the keep it 100 with. <laughs> what, you in the... I'm in hella shape, Matt. You and the kid training right now? Is that what's going on? Is he keeping you young, keeping you in shape, or will you always be yoked up? No, I don't know about yoked up, but he definitely passed me. Oh, really? You look pretty good, so the kid's ready to go? Oh, 100%. If you uh check him out, man, they got him for the 2025 class. Check out Ivan Taylor. They got him ranked uh, 31. I think he's the number one safety at his position for 2020. Let's go, Ivan. Huh? Go make more money than your dad. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. How's NIL deals? Is he getting uh, any Lambos or any Ferraris or anything showing up at the house and maybe go to a school? He's just a sophomore in high school, so we'll wait and see. Hey, they're sending some of these. Oh, yeah. You know, like freshmen, they're getting shit now. Are they allowed? To, are you in Florida? Or where are you? Like, I know certain states, different high school kids no, can be paid. Started it. Yeah, I'm in Florida. We started all that. <laughs> Way back. There's a lot of documentaries about that, actually. How it got started in Florida. You know, yachts and thoughts. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And then rats and snitches. Bags. And yep. Bags. And, yeah, bags. Bags. Minute, Matt. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about what happened at the University of Miami. The Hurricanes. That entire <laughs> run. They were living a much better life than everybody else. Too. 100. Michael Irvin to tell you that. Not only were they winning, they were living the greatest life. Hey, you know those yacht parties you see in movies in Miami? Yeah, these dudes uh-huh. were doing that every single night, and then they were winning championships. What a college no. experience. That's what? real. Could you imagine how much fun that would be? That would be a blast, Ike. Man, you know, adults actually go and vacate and have fun in Miami. So picture going to Miami playing football as a college kid and doing everything adults want to do when they retire in Miami at 18 years old. Oh. What a they pre-internet. Can, hey, they can do that right now. Pre-internet and phones with cameras. I mean, that, that's happening right now again, right, with Miami. Now, obviously, the cameras, but they're all the way back down there, aren't they? Isn't the Miami? Not that you went to the U, but I think they're all the way back right now. 
No, they try, they're trying to get back, though. They trying to get, They got the right coach. They're excited about their coach, so we'll see what happens this year. All right, let's talk NFL football. Mike Tomlin has to make a decision and do something that a lot of teams have had to do. He has not had to do in his entire head coaching career with the Pittsburgh Steelers. New quarterback, new offense. How do you think he's going to handle it? How do you think he's going to play it? And do you like the fact that his Instagram is up and active? He's doing a lot more interviews. You know, Coach T's out and about, and it feels like it's good for all parties. Yeah, he. what I told Coach T when I was there at training camp, I said, Coach, you've been evolving. And, you know, he was like, I, the reason why I've been evolving, I I got two boys. I got one, you know, he 18, 19 years old, and I got another one. He hit in his early 20s, so it kind of forced me to evolve and forced me to be open-minded. Now, when you go and watch Coach T, how he interact with his with his young boys from the rookies even to his veteran guys, man, he gets along with everybody, so he understands everybody. He understands every generation, to be honest with you. So, Coach T ain't looking at it like, okay, Pittsburgh Steelers used to be like this back in the day. He don't never bring that up. He's always looking forward, and he's always in the moment. So that's why these kids love and respect Coach T. Not only he's super smart, got a high IQ in football, but the fact that he just lets these kids be – not kids. These young men be young men, regardless on what we want to say from our generation or how football should have looked or how football should look. Coach T, mentally and physically, man, he just evolved more from generation to generation. That's why I love him. That's super cool to hear. Do you think like, – like I always wonder what he does special. And you laid it out perfectly, like how he can relate to guys. Do you think he just seems like people know how much he cares? That's what I – when I see him talking to his team or players, I'm like, this dude loves his players. He loves football. And I would assume, like, players, that's got to feel pretty good. Man, Coach T feel like he's more than just a, a coach. You know, he's a father. He's a cousin. He's an uncle. He just so happened to be the head coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So Coach T wants to wear all the hats when it comes down to grooming these young men, not only on the field but off the field as well. Again, so that's why I said just make Coach T special. Yeah, you might not like his style, but who cares? That's how Coach T feels. Everybody likes his style. Who doesn't like his style? I mean, the people who don't like his style, I mean, they can (laughs) – you know what they can do. (laughs) But from Coach T's standpoint, man, just from looking at him in training camp because I was up there for three weeks – um, I'm gonna wind up being a uh, scout for the Pittsburgh Steelers. One of the scouts for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So is that breaking news? Um, I don't know about breaking news. So just, just I'm, I'm just gonna let you know. Like I will be working for 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 the bird for six bird. But um, scouting has always been a dream of mine. A dream. Congratulations! Job. Yeah. That's awesome. Appreciate you. Is this real? or Are we like speaking this into existence? Nah, this is real, baby. Let's go! Hey, this is a big deal. Scouting, get in the GM, we'll have some real influence in the NFL. I love this. Hey, Mac, I think I was one of the first active players to actually be in a draft room on draft day or just sitting draft and scouting meetings while I was playing. Like, I understood the business side of it. You know, during the draft day, uh, Mr. Rooney, Coach T, and the Rooney family, and Kevin Colbert at the time, they allowed me to sit in draft day meetings and on draft day uh, when it was time for them to handle their business, and what I thought for them handling business was, hey, Ike, we about to draft a corner, so you need to get your ass out. <laughs> corner, you can come back in. And so that's exactly what happened. But, yeah, man, it, it's always – I always thought I had an eye for it. Obviously, they think I have an eye for it. Um, I just got to I just gotta button up on, you know, the grading scale and exactly how the Pittsburgh still is now. Want to do it with the new GM, Omar, Omar Khan. So – yeah, man, that's what I'm at. I'm super excited. 
Yeah, you should be. And I'm super excited as a former player that you're getting this opportunity. And I assume Pittsburgh Steelers fans are pumped, too, because this continues the tradition of the Steelers having alumni be a part of the operation. It's like a family. It's a college operation. We talked to Omar Khan a couple weeks ago. Seems like he's a great dude. I can't wait to see what you do with your scouting eye. Kenny Pickett's got everything you need, right? Moxie seems to have this calm, cool collectedness about him in the huddle, I guess, is what everybody's saying. Doesn't see it feel like moments get too big for him. He's a guy, right? Feels like he's a fucking guy, Ike. Nah. Coach T, Coach, he making it hard on Coach T not not to play him. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is this is just coming from his teammates. You know, they they don't they, they forget sometimes that Kenny is a rookie. But people gotta understand Kenny is a four year starter, so he's well seasoned when it comes down when it comes from coming from college. You know, but then when you look at him on the field, he didn't he didn't did everything you wanted him to do. He didn't did a seventy a seventy play drive. He didn't did a fifty yard drive. He went through some adversity. He didn't did a two minute drive. So every time Kenny Pickett gets on the field, he's successful and he's cool and collected about it. I said it on my show, like man, I just feel like Kenny Pickett just been chilling with the monks for a couple of years. Seems <laughs> like nothing really bothers Kenny Pickett once he get on the field, regardless of how we look at it. Okay, here go adversity situation. Let's see what Kenny Pickett do. Check that off. Here go another. Adversity situation. Let's see what Kenny Pickett do. Check that off. Here go another adverse situation with Kenny Pickett. What he do? Let's check that off. So all these checks coming as a rookie. Then you just go back. You're like, man, hell, for your starter, play the man. He think I think you need to start for the season. Oh, oh. that's big news right there out of the scout for the Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> mm-hmm. Ike Taylor. Because everybody that's, just that's just my personal opinion. On the flip side, when it comes down to oh, no. having a Mitchell, a Mitchell Trubisky. Yes, Mitch has been a pro bowler once in his career. Yes, Mitch has started more games than anybody else. And people will say, okay, we know what Mitch is. We know who Mitch is. Nah, you don't because Mitch never been in this situation. Now, Mitch, from a quarterback standpoint, the grass is greener. Usually they say the grass ain't always greener. So going from Chicago being a backup in Buffalo now having the opportunity to start for the Pittsburgh Steelers, you can see what Mitchell Trubisky can do well. You know, he's just he's just a great above Kenny Pickett. And the reason why I'm saying he's a great above Kenny Pickett is because he had the experience. But he has everything you're looking for at his disposal. He has two tight ends. He has four wide receivers. He has a running back. Only thing they're really missing is the offensive line, which is the most important thing. I hope they get as well please don't blame that on me <laughs> start scouting like yeah fucking start scouting now we know exactly who to tweet by the way if you're a pittsburgh steelers fan yep. or a yenzer at all and you think there's any holes Swag. in the roster this is the man you tweet at from now on <laughs> this is the man that needs to hear right i mean that's kind of the job hey i'm getting in the game but put it all on me that ain't gonna, that ain't gonna do nothing but make me get better and go get uh, go get some dogs Hell yeah. Yeah, go get some dogs <laughs> go ahead aj do you think that plays into like the decision for Tom on the D-line? And if he's not really sure what they're going to be, especially early in the year, do you think they could have him leaning towards Mitch? Mitch yeah, you know, Coach, Coach, he is not in the business of making excuses. <laughs> I, think, I think he just said a couple of days ago, man, he don't send messages. He make moves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's exactly what he's been doing. So, Coach, he'll figure this out ASAP in a couple of hours, in a couple of days, what he needs to do with his offensive line. So, it's just now the Pittsburgh Steelers have quarterbacks who are now mobile. They're younger and they're mobile, so they're able to escape. Um, you just don't want to 
put a young guy like Kenny Pickett out there, which honestly, it really doesn't make sense. You might as well throw him out there because he's been doing, he's been handling his business with a with an okay offensive line thus far. Obviously, I think them guys, it just takes time and chemistry. You know, if if we if y'all play, we play football. We all play football. Oh, yeah. If it's if wow. it's one group yeah. that needs jail, and that's going to take time to jail, it's going to be that offensive. I like that he said, you know, I don't send messages, I make moves. Uh, Coach Thomas, what do you mean? I just cut motherfuckers. What are we even <laughs> yeah. What are we even talking about? Basically is what he said there, but that is he knows. He knows what it looks like. Been there, done that, knows what they need. I'm excited to see what he ends up doing. At Tone Diggs, obviously uh, big time Yenzer. I'm a I'm just that stupid answer. He did not <laughs> deserve that at all. Dude. I just want to. It was just coming out. I, like, that was rude of me, Tone. You did not deserve that. Yenzer Tone, please. That'll happen. Uh, Ike, you've been on Steelers teams, Steelers defenses, where they were the leaders of the team. Uh, how do you feel about like TJ and Cam, and how do you think they feel about playing in this preseason uh, game three? Like, is that something they need, or are we worried about guys like that playing here? You know, it's 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 not up to them. It's, it's up to so they can they can say if they want to play or not. But Coach T, I think Cam and 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 TJ, they uh they want to play all the time. You kind of got to police those two. You got to tell them when to fall back because all they want to do is play football. You know. So yeah, they are the leaders. I think Cam is much more of the vocal leaders than TJ. TJ, like I'm gonna show y'all MFs who the hell I am, and that's the former defensive league MVP. That's what TJ does. Cam might be one of the most underrated defense alignment to of the all out- time. outside world of football. Now, you talk to anybody who plays the sport in the NFL, they'll definitely tell you that Cam is a damn dog and he's an all-pro every day, all day. Yeah. He's got that head. Like, are you going to take that into your scouting? Like, hey, big how big's dome. the fucking Coach dome? T, Coach, T, that's, Coach T, that's his nickname. They call him head. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that brain on Cam. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Could you imagine? I mean, that, is that going to be something you look at? I know if AJ was to be a scout, AJ Hawk, he would. Or how big is the guy's dome? Nah, small head. Don't like him. Going to get enough. a concussion. Is that something you're going to look into? What is going to be like something, a caveat of Ike scouting that nobody else has? Man, you just got to pop in the tape and see if the man ball. If the no. man got, if he if he's a football player and he got a small head and he hasn't had concussions. Then we all good. If you're a football player and he got a small head and he's been having concussions, well then that's a red flag. So it's it's just some things you gotta use common sense in. Obviously, Cam got a he got a dome on him. He got yeah. a, uh-huh. yeah, they, they call him they, they call him calm head. Blowski. Yeah. Uh, Nick, your your question for Ike Taylor. <laughs> Ike, you spoke glowingly of Kenny Pickett. You mentioned Mitchell Trubisky. What about Mason Rudolph? What's going on with Mason? Yeah, yeah you like Mason? Have you ever have a beer with the guy? Have you ever a drink with Mason Rudolph? You ever have fun with Mason Rudolph? Hang out with him a little? I F with Mason heavy. I F with him heavy. Uh, me too. Him. Fuck you. Yeah. I F with Mason. Yeah, see, I ain't want to say that word. See, but it, it's just looking at it. I'm just all all of this is off of my opinion. I'm a, I'm a roll. I'll roll with Kenny Pickett. I think Kenny Pickett is ready right now. Let's go, um, Kenny. Yep. I, sometimes you just gotta do do things outside the box. Um, a couple of years ago, I would say there's nothing wrong with with sitting Kenny Pickett. And establishing uh, Mr. Trubisky and letting him do what he need to do, you would call Trubisky a bridge. But just all the effort and what, and all the boxes Kenny Pickett, ha- Kenny Pickett has checked off, there's no need 
uh, not to not start the young man. My personal opinion. Well, Mason Rudolph gets a little slander from the Yinzers. I don't know if you know this. You obviously you got to keep your blinders on mm-hmm. and just do your job and not listen to the people around town. But Yinzers have said terrible things about Mason Rudolph. Oh yeah, horrible. And Mark Caboli, you Mark Caboli, he's obviously beat writer for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He goes, Mason's throwing ball around York. Yeah, yeah look, they don't like him. Throwing the ball, George Pickens. I mean, that guy's a fucking dog, yeah. huh? How about Pickens? See, pissed. Oh. Oh, you talking about GP? <laughs> Here we go. Where GP? GP finna put pressure on a lot of defenses. Listen, the dude just so effortless with it. And the crazy thing about it is he enjoys his teammates having more success than him. He doesn't even know how good he's going to And I can tell you that, GP, from, from, from the ballerina toes on the sideline, huh. athleticism, and he does something a lot of receivers don't want to do, and that's blocking. Like, he wants to block. You know, he wants Najee to come this way, run this way, because he feels like Najee will have a lane because of his blocking. A lot of receivers, you know, hey, how many catches I done had, how many yards I had. GP already know, man, I'm about to get all them yards. So what, <laughs> Regardless. So, GP, G, hey, you, hey, if you throw the ball my way six times, I'm going to catch five out of them. I probably score twice, and I'm gonna make a few people miss. And by the way, if we wind up just running the ball the whole game because that's the game plan, I guarantee y'all will have more pancakes than the offensive line. That's GP thoughts. How does he end up a Steeler? Man, that that injury coming from college. Yeah, but hey, fuck, you remember that oh, scouting later. Hey, you need to remember that in your scouting shit. If a guy's no, a guy, no, he's no, a guy. No, no, so I had him the number one receiver. I had him the best receiver coming out, coming out in the draft. I had GP. The- Man, I saw I saw Coach T, and I told Coach T this. I saw Coach T at their pro day, right? And I saw the way Coach T looked at uh, GP coming out his breaks. I said, Coach T going to draft him. I said, if he's there, Coach T, I know that look from Coach T. I said, Coach T. Would draft. I think he did. I think he did like a fourteen yard uh, in a fourteen yard in route, and he came out to break smooth. And Coach T was like, "Ooh, <laughs> oh!" I said, "Oh, I seen that look." Coach T about to get his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that's exactly what Coach T did. Imagine him and Colbert being like, "Play cool, play cool, play mm-hmm. cool." Fucking <laughs> pick, pick your draw jaw up off the floor, please. Okay, there's other people just saw. We just saw Coach T. Like, I don't know many motherfuckers doing that. <laughs> he has showed up. Every practice, he's done something electrifying from, like, day one. Every preseason game he's been in, he's done something electrifying. It just – it feels like some people hit on things. And the Steelers hit on wide receivers for whatever reason. Somebody's got an eye. Hey, they do this. I like seeing this. There's a good trend. You think GP put up 200 on you? You think 250 on you? 275, 300, 300 yards on you or no? Man, don't disrespect me like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I love I love you, but you almost had me cursed. Don't do that. Oh, no, no, no. Loved it. That's what I was looking for. But, but listen, but listen, like, G, GP going to be special, bro. And and, uh, and I'm, I'm just going to throw it out here. I, I won't be surprised if he get rookie of the year. Oh, good odds, I think, okay. right, actually, on George Pickens. Because normally the quarterback is where everything's sitting in the world that we're in. Got to be a superstar player. Pittsburgh. The quarterback situation, wide receiver, probably not a lot of people betting on it. What are the odds for him to win Rookie of the Year? Uh, actually, the the odds for Rookie of the Year, uh, Kenny and GP are tied at the top. Let's go! Damn. So that's the thing. Yeah, they know. Rookie quarterback throwing to him. Kenny will get it. 
Hey, hey, Mac, AJ, so the fact that the dogs, the Georgia Bulldogs, had a lot of guys get drafted in this draft, right? The fact that if you pretty much ask anybody on that team who played with GP, who was really the dog on that team, and they said GP was the dog and how dominant that defense was, and they still saying, oh, no, no, GP was the dog, says a lot about GP. So I'm glad the Pittsburgh Steelers got GP. Uh, AJ and I saw them come out of the fucking tunnel for that national oh. championship game. We watched them. I got. I was there. AJ, have you ever seen anything like that? I don't think we'll ever see anything like that no. again. Yeah, Ike. Do you? Well, you, I guess Ike's around more like high school studs. But those guys, both teams came out, and Pat and I both were like, "These, every single player is going to be drafted in the first round." It felt like they were so big and so athletic. That, bro. I don't know if y'all remember early in the season. Uh, they played a small. They played a small college. Georgia played a small college in the post game. So the head coach was like, uh, "The head coach was like, they asked the head coach, how do you feel about uh, you know, this defense dominating y'all offense and y'all team?' He was like, "Did you see those guys out there?" He was like, "Were you watching the same game?" He was like, "Half half of these guys are on the Georgia Bulldogs will be getting drafted the first, second, and third round, and the coach wasn't lying." Yeah, but just. And them in person because I was at that national championship game in Indy. Just seeing them boys in person was cool, but actually seeing the, of course, he say big boys running, little man hitting. To see that defensive line run and move like that, I was like, oh, this gonna be a long day for the Crimson Tide. And turns out it was a rebuilding year for them. That is, <laughs> that is what Saban said. They lose the national championship. It was a, it was a what? I'm just telling you what they said. I'm not. I'm not the one Saban. that said this. Roll motherfucking tide. Nick Saban just re-upped another contract because somebody Kirby well, Smart got paid. He said it's a rebuilding year. Last year they lost in the national championship. Nah, you don't. You don't hit the national championship. Just go out and give birthday props and say, man, they won and we lost. No, that ain't gonna happen. Ain't what happen. are you talking about? What are you fucking talking? He's actually got something in his contract. If somebody makes more motherfucking money, they don't. We. I do. We yeah. are renegotiating. That he's gonna give props props to anybody. Like that ain't the way it goes. I actually think Nick Saban is underpaid, to be honest. My person, my personal opinion, I think Coach Nick is underpaid. That was our entire. That was my entire take. Like, guy from West Virginia, if he was told somebody, like, is that Nick Saban calling you right now, saying, "Hey, all right, all right, all right." Yeah, whenever we saw how much he was making, eleven point seven million or something like that, for a guy yeah. from West Virginia, and he's already made a hundred million dollars in salary and everything like that. That is certainly right. a lot of money. Okay, that is a fucking ton of money. Right. These TV networks, though. Like big noon kickoff and game day, if they could get Nick Saban on their set and with what money's getting, like he can make much more. All right, you got somewhere to go, obviously. Are no, you, I'm good. What are I'm we interrupting? Something serious is happening. Right? Are your kids? Are everything okay? She hit. She hitting the phone. She uh, hit the. No, okay, I respect it. I respect <laughs> it. Yeah, eleven point seven million dollars. I think he could get twenty like that if you really wanted to on TV, like just like that if you wanted to, and he's yeah. not. So I, I think it's an interesting. Interesting game right now that Nick Saban's playing. Coach, Coach, Coach Saban, when you got kids coming from the West Coast to play or either uh, or just to go to Alabama to school, Nick Saban has a lot to do with that. It's that football program. It's the excitement. It's the fun. It's the college atmosphere. So, yeah, what he has done on the field, you know, is unheard of in the past 15, 13, 15 years. But what he generates – the movement, how many guys he didn't got drafted, the atmosphere, the college experience. Just take football out of it. 
well, you can't take football out. I'm sorry. The college <laughs> experience from from students going and, and saying roll tide, being on the field, having that experience, going to national championships. You can't put a price on that, man. So they, I was I was just looking at how much he got paid. Yeah, he got paid a lot. But me, if I was the edge, I would ask for that 20 piece a year. Yep, absolutely. And he's going to get it at some point, let alone tuition's probably gone up. Oh, which yeah. is, you know what I mean? Tuition's oh, yeah. gone up. Buildings have been built because yeah. the football team is on national television every single weekend. They were doing like Hard Knocks episodes on Alabama. Mm-hmm. I ain't never heard anything from Alabama, really. You see this, you're like, oh, Alabama's got the most state-of-the-art facility. They got the coolest when they went on. Could you imagine being a fucking University of Alabama student? <laughs> every week, you get to talk shit to whoever. Mm-hmm. Every- every- Every every weekend. Hey, who are you every- playing? Oh, uh, uh, Tennessee's got a good team this year. Oh, do they? Hey, we're going to fucking kill you. All right? That, that's how this is going right. to go. It, like, such a different life as an Alabama fan. I actually, I started rolling motherfucking tired myself yeah, just because it, it's kind of, it's hard not to. It's hard not to get yeah. in there. Like, yeah, this weekend, what are we doing? Winning by 40. That's mm-hmm. what we're doing. We're losing the national championship rebuild year. We're coming back. We're all motherfucking tired. Next year, we're going to be even better. I mean, it is fun to be an Alabama student, I'd assume. And that is because of Nick Saban. How do you put a price on that? You can't. And Nick Saban probably knows that. There's probably back-end deals, too. How much shit does oh, yeah. he own? Oh, yeah. He owns so much shit in Alabama. Car dealerships, I bet. Right. Restaurants, tailgating spots. I assume he's got, you know, little hands in everything, as he should. It's good business. Uh, I, yeah, I agree. Ike, the boys have a couple more questions for you. Is that all right? Connor, your question for Ike Taylor. Yeah, Ike, with George Pickens, I think we all assumed he was a dog as soon as we saw him and his reaction after getting drafted. But as a scout, how can you tell if a guy is a dog? Do you have to talk to him? Do you talk to, like, the player's teammates, or is it just all on film? Well, the most part is on tape. In my mind, everything shows on tape. And what you see on tape is you just got to go through the drills. And what I mean by the drills is, okay, can he come back? Are, are they down at half? Can he come back? Can he rally the troops during adversity? How does he How does he do well against, you know, uh, in, in a two-minute drill? Okay, after the two-minute drill, okay, is it? this is the last drive. They're down by six. Can he? Can he lead his team back to a victory? So it's a few things you look at through that. Then you look at, then you look at, then you go to his teammates. You ask his teammates, you ask his coaching staff, and how is he as a person? You know, and obviously for the young man to to do something which a lot of quarterbacks haven't done, he sat in Pittsburgh for four years. You know, and for Coach T and Kevin Colbert at the time, man, they sat and watched this man from from the time he was a freshman from the t- to the time he was a senior. So they 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 got to see everything. It, it wasn't enough tape. He put so much on tape that you had to get him. You know what I'm saying? So then he's in the city of Pittsburgh, and it's hard. People don't understand. Usually your, your playoff, usually your playoff teams are cold-weather cities. So for the man to be successful in the city of Pittsburgh, especially in the cold, you know, around end of October, that's when it gets real cold, to be able to throw the ball from one hash to the other hash. He wears able- gloves. He wears gloves. Yes, to be able to not to to be able not to let the weather manipulate on how he's throwing the ball. To be able to have a strong arm. To be able not to fumble the ball as much. Like Kenny Pickett is showing you everything that says Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm down with it. Go ahead, Ty. Ike, the Steelers. Uh, have he has the-, the highest passer rating of any rookie quarterback in the NFL preseason since 2015. As Kenny much as I. He's a gauze. He just slinging first downs. That's right. He just slings that thing. You, the gloves didn't scare you at all, though, going into the going into the season. 
Man, I saw Tom work gloves. I saw Big Ben work gloves. I saw a few people work hey. gloves. Gloves ain't scaring nobody, man. That's just see. Now we nitpicking. Well, his hands, are, now, hands are small, too. Now, yeah, tiny hands. The gloves are sweet, man. The gloves give you great grip. Yeah, but he's got baby little hands. Remember the Carolina Panthers uh, quarterback coach said, fucking hold oh, that ball, boy. Uh -huh. Fucking hold that ball, boy. That's what he said to Kenny Pickett. And then, but the man, the man been slinging touchdowns since he was eight years old. Now you got one person talking about, man, his, his hands too small. Everybody not going to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? So well, do the man ball. When you pop in the tape, do Kenny Pickett ball. If it's a yes... Well, let it go there. Kenny Pickett ball. And in college, he had to run to the sideline in between every single play. Yeah. His cardio was literally higher than anybody else. <laughs> he was doing a marathon every I, fucking game. I mean, that was a real thing. Mac, I can't play with you. Hey, that was happening. What are we? It's real. Fucking maybe do, do a little better scouting. Okay, You're in between the plays, there's a lot going on as well. Last question for you, Ike, the host from the Believe Network, uh, Believe in Steelers podcast. Ike Taylor, absolute stallion, two-time Super Bowl champion. Go ahead, Ty Schmidt. Ike, the Steelers have the longest odds to win the AFC North this year, and I know there's a lot of other good teams in the division, but it seems like they're just kind of always there, and they always have been uh, under Tomlin. Do you think the Steelers? can put make a push to win the division this year and how do people in like do people in Pittsburgh expect them to make the playoffs this year? Man, they got they got Nyquil when they're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. They Benadrilling when they talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. But it's Pittsburgh got something for it's called that Kanyan Pepper, man. <laughs> Once they what? come up with Kanyan Pepper what? <laughs> let, me, let me slow this down. Let me say, let me let me say it like like I'm not talking to my homeboys. Yeah talk to the whites please Nyquil or Benadryl I, I'm saying between Mac and AJ, they're sleeping on the Steelers. Oh, I mean, Pittsburgh thinking y'all got us effed up. We on fire. So there's a lot yeah. of ambient right now happening yeah. around. Yeah. You're sleeping. What no did you tone. say? Kanyan? What was the pepper you said? Kanyan pepper. <laughs> yeah, that's not what you said, but I. You know, we talk, we talk different. We talk different down the line. I mean, down time. <laughs> we I'm, talk different in Pittsburgh, yeah. We. Yeah, come on, come on. Hey, the, the, I, I heard the Polish name getting the fucking Cajun accent really a problem earlier. Mitchell Trubisky got you. Uh -huh. I mean, that, that accent, your accent with Mitchell Trubisky <laughs> was a real battle earlier in this conversation. You know that? I actually thought, I, yeah. I have, a, I have a Mitch Heavy, though, for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're the best. Thank you so much for joining us, man. We appreciate the hell out of you. Man, I appreciate y'all having me on the show, fellas. How many wins Steelers going to have this year? I got 11. Woo. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Ike Taylor. Yeah. I believe our guest is here. And the way I was told that our guest was here was incredibly disrespectful. Zito. And I will not repeat what Zito just said wow. about the guest being here, okay? Because our guest does not deserve that. The guest that is joining us now is quite a specimen, isn't he? Yeah. Hell yeah. This guy obviously is from Detroit, mm -hmm. so he's... Uh, Pretty. Boy. Okay. Blindly a supporter of a terrible fucking hockey program. Exactly. Uh -huh. Terrible fucking Thank hockey you. program. Uh, he's obviously been a Super Bowl champion. He's a hilarious human being. He uh, is TJ Lang. Yeah. Yeah. Take it easy. All right. Relax. What are you, you going to tell me what Zito said? Nah. Well, he did say, and I quote, and since you asked me, and this is journalism integrity, he said, Fatso's on. That's what he said. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Think about me 
wait. Hold on. Hold on. We're, we're filling time talking about fucking piranhas, Ohio porn, basically. And all of a sudden, Zito... <laughs> Fatso's on. Oh my god. Yo, oh, TJ, you did not say you looked good the other day when I Love saw you. you. You look great actually, Fuck not just good. I appreciate it. It was good to see you guys, man. Um God, does Connor remember that game? He seemed like he was in fucking outer space when I saw him. I live in outer space, TJ. <laughs> what happened? Were you all doped up at that game? No, I, I was feeling fine. I just said, you know, I had a wolf t-shirt on, and I think I give off the appearance that I live in outer space. No, no, what it was oh, was you, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a double pink guy going on there. Oh, wow. Oh, what are you going to do? You got to live a little bit. But he had an NFL Films hat on, and he was yelling at every camera person, hey, like he was on teams with them. Yeah. Like that, that was actually, <laughs> you know, because the NFL Films people that you have seen a lot of up there at Lions training camp were very nice to give us some, mm -hmm. some Mark merch. For sure. Yeah. And the NFL Films cap, Connor wore it. Looked as if he could maybe get on the fucking field with yeah. it. And anytime somebody with NFL films on their body at all, he would scream, startle them. They all have their little earpieces in. Startle them, stop them, say, hey, NFL films. And they go, okay. And then they'd keep walking. Yeah. Connor is the biggest NFL films mark out there. Yeah, he is. And I think that's something that should continue. Yeah, yeah. We're all part of the same organization, as we say. And, right. uh, us in the NFL program. films, you know. Let's move on. How you got to get, get one of these blue shirts. Like, that's what they're all wearing. Can you see that, like... Yeah, like yeah. Oh, we got baby oh, yeah, blue we, type yeah. shirt. I think we yeah, have that's, them. Uh, that's the official NFL Films crew with the hard. By the way, I was disappointed. Were you guys a little disappointed? You uh, you didn't get a little cameo action on Hard Knocks because I know you guys were at practice last Wednesday. I thought for sure they were gonna at least show a little bit of the broadcast there. Well, TJ, they didn't show any of Wednesday's practice. You know why? You were there. Did you see it? Coach just said, "Hey, we're fucking better than you at football." on Wednesday. That's what they did on Wednesday. And they just moved past it. Then they got to Thursday when the Lions said, hey, not so fast, my friend. And I, I'm loving Hard Knocks. Are you, as a guy that's in there? Yeah, I mean, it's a bit entertaining. I think, uh, you know, as a fan perspective, it's always nice to yeah. get a little bit of a uh, inside view of, you know, what's going on in the team. And look, I think we talked about it, you know, a couple months ago. I was like, man, this could be good for Dan Campbell. I think last year he was... He was the butt of a lot of jokes around the league. There you go, man. Official. Fucking good for you. Hey, by the way, you're going to have to confirm a rumor that I heard. Uh, oh, no. You really blew a shot to get on Hard Knocks, didn't you? And from what I heard, oh, and I don't oh, know no. if it's true, like I said, you got to confirm. No, no. The comedian that they had in uh, yeah. in the building there last Friday, yeah. I heard wasn't their first choice. Yeah, yeah. I was re I, I fucking SmackDown. What do you want from me? Sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, I got to go to SmackDown. Hey, can we come tell some jokes to the team? You can do SmackDown every fucking every week, dude. You can only do Hard Knocks fucking once. Mm. Like, come on. Maybe for some people. I mean, Hard Knocks a few times. I thought it was a poor decision. But, well, I no, thought. I think, by uh, the way, Hard Knocks been fun. TJ honored to be asked about that. But and we heard through the grapevine from the fine people at Detroit mm -hmm. who we have a good relationship. I think we have a good relationship with them. Big fan. Yeah. We're the only national show that ever talks about the Lions, and it's normally just a fucking dunk on Foxy. Sure. But still, yeah. we yeah. talk about Makes it. Sense. I think we talk about it the most because we have a fan on a mic, which only show that has that. I think so. Good, good on you, Fox. Hell yeah. Yeah. Fox hey, Foxy. Good on you, Fox. Yeah. I mean, that whole thing. Go, uh, Riley Patterson from 52 coming up. What do you think, twice? Go full screen on that. Thing. Go full screen on I'm that. I'm trying. How do you do that? No, no, no. Foxy. Oh, he drove that. Oh, wow. Gorgeous. What was that? A little, bit, little bit of downwind, too. Got to be honest. Good from 65. Yeah. Go back. Go closer, TJ. Go to close. See this shit. We got rights. We're allowed to do this. Okay, hold on. 
Is it field goal period right now, TJ? Looks like it. They're just boys are just in shells today. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> I think this is cyber. Can you guys see him? Yeah. Hey, that's a real competition, TJ, or no? I think so, man. I think, but it's a good competition. I think both of them have been absolutely dominating, man. They've, look at that, dude, from like 50 out. That's I mean, that carried it by easily 20 yards. Yeah, that, that looks like about a 30 <laughs> Well, he's kicking from the 30. yard field goal. That's that was easily 80 yards. That was good from 80. You might not punt this year, fellas. Yeah, you might, might not with golf. I mean, he's slinging it. How are the vibes? We see hard knocks, so we're getting a peek into the building. We're getting a peek into the culture. Feels like everybody's all in with Dan Campbell. And how could you not be, TJ? I, I, I don't know, man. I think uh, I think that's real, man. You know, I think, um, AJ, you, you, both you guys, I mean, anytime you get a head coach that, you know, you the guys want to play for, you don't want to let the guy down, you see how passionate he is and, and how much this game means to him, I think is obviously a big hurdle to get over because, look, culture, I think, outweighs any sort of, you know, scheme or talent you can have. And uh, these guys want to play for him, man. They respect the hell out of him and – he respects them. He treats them like men, you know, and uh, you guys want to play for him. So I'm optimistic. You know, I, I think, uh, well, obviously, I think they're going to be better than they were last year. It's hard to be worse than three wins. Whoa! But, uh, oh, I you guys stink, Fox. I think, honestly, for me, I'm like anything less than maybe like, gosh, I don't know, eight, nine wins right around that 500 mark would be a little bit disappointing. I think they've, uh, I think they're, I think they're building the culture and they got the players to at least go compete, maybe surprise. Hey, you, you've seen it, TJ, won a Super Bowl. You've been on a lot of different programs. You like it, huh? I do, man. I do. And uh, look, I think, look, some of the shit like we talked about last year with Dan Campbell, you know, he was the butt of a lot of j jokes, man. He was, uh, you know, people were making fun of him and his speeches about, you know, kneecaps and lions and all that shit. But when you get a more in-depth look at him and how he commands the team and how much the guys appreciate and love playing for him, I mean, that's just, like I said, as a head coach, I think that's a giant hurdle uh, that you have to get over fast. And I think, uh, man, this team is all the way in. They absolutely love playing for him. Team, you got Jared Goff. That's the thing, too. you got to win. That's everybody saying, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Go ahead, AJ. Teach, how's, how's Jared been? We, Jared Goff, like, we see him on hard knocks making some good throws, but I don't feel like nationally they're talking much about him. If they want to win, obviously he has to play well. Guy stinks. No? No, I don't think so. I mean, is he one of the best five quarterbacks in the NFL? Probably not. But is he a bottom five quarterback? I don't think so either. I think he's probably right in the middle right now as far as what we're basing off of uh, last year. But everything you're hearing, I mean, he's a lot more comfortable. Obviously, they went out and got him some different weapons. DJ Chark is uh, is a guy who's got something to prove. And, you know, he had a couple of really nice seasons in Jacksonville. I think he could be a, a surprise player for them uh, on the outside and – Look, when Jamison Williams gets healthy, I mean, shit. I, I know I can't wait to watch that kid and what he can do um, just with the speed that he's going to bring. So I think this is going to be uh, finally the first time, at least in the last couple of years, that we're going to actually be able to fairly evaluate what Jared Goff's going to be because last year it's like, well, he's not playing great, but then you look around, it's like, well, who the fuck's he throwing to? You know, I mean, he's basically throwing to Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift out of the backfield. You're just plugging guys good. in there left and right. But, no, I think, uh, you know, with the talent he's got around him and, look, with that offensive line they've got, I mean, they've got a chance to be the best in the league. Uh, and I don't, say I don't say that lightly. They really do. So I think this offense is definitely ahead of the defense as, as far as this point in training camp. But um, 
Jared Goff, I, look, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he has a really nice year and, and if the people here in Detroit think that he can be a long-term solution. Whoa! I don't, I don't I mean, I'm just telling you, man. I mean, do you need a, you know, top two quarterback to win a Super Bowl? I mean, I don't think you do. I mean, you need a good quarterback, don't get me wrong, but Let's you go need back Patrick through. Mahomes and Josh Allen and those guys. Like, you can still be a pretty damn good team with, um, you know, above-average quarterback play, especially with what, what they want to do here when it comes to running the ball and all that shit. Who's got the ox cord today, TJ? Is that a, somebody in? Who's got what? All right. You can't tell, yeah. Who's running the music at the practice? I don't know. You want me to go ask Dan? Yeah, is he the one putting the... Hey, no, no, this, no. He just slipped me off. Where? Fuck you, man. Hey, TJ Lighting, gotcha. It's usually... <laughs> it's usually one of the... Uh, isn't it usually one of the equipment guys? I don't know. It's like Miami. Whoever has the day, whoever has the best day gets an orange jersey and they put the playlist together for practice the next day. That was an interesting little McDaniels nugget that I, <laughs> I saw on the internet. I didn't know how everywhere works. God, he's a fucking... That McDaniel guy, man, he fucking cracks me up, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you took the nerdiest fucking dude you could find and just plugged him into head coaching job. What is this like, guy? Whoa, <laughs> like, 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 How do you think like he does, Teach? I don't know. I mean, I like the guy. Obviously, he's coming from a pretty damn successful organization over there in San Fran. Did a lot of creative shit out there. So I don't know. You guys think two is the guy? Uh, you don't need a top two quarterback. To win, uh, you don't need a, to win. A, you don't have to do the whole thing. Is it because McDaniel's not doing up downs over there? Is this not the most interesting fucking thing you've ever seen? Watching Deuce and the boys run this team is. I mean, it is. Well, I don't think McDaniel's can do enough job looking at the Look, hey, we all played for you know former players, right? You always have coaches on the staff that are former players, but. When you look at these guys that they have with Brunel and Dan and AG and Deuce and, you know, even Hank Fraley on the old line, like these aren't just dudes that played a year or two, had a cup of coffee. Like these are dudes that had very long, successful careers in the NFL. And I think as a player, anytime you get a chance to um, learn from them and uh, just soak up all the information you can uh, is, is very positive. And look, I think, I mean, Deuce is, he's one intense motherfucker. Like I don't ever... I don't know if I've been on a team with a coach like that. Um, you know, he, demands, he demands excellence from these guys, man. And that's why I think that, you know, when you talk about building the culture and starting to build an identity from scratch, like, those are the type of dudes you want on your side, man. If I'm in a street fight, like, Deuce, Deuce might be the one dude I call because he's a – He's a mean he's a mean son of a bitch, man, but I know the players absolutely love playing for those guys. Hey TJ, I've heard you're the one person that everybody else would call too if we're not street fight bar fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's big compliment to Jim Staley, I think. The guy that everybody says they would call, you're number two or three on my list, by the way. Just wanna let you know that. Brock Lesnar's still a human that exists. Of course. Robert Mathis is still a human that exists. Sure. Mm -hmm. TJ Lang, number three, though. Yeah, AJ right there, too. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Is, is it going to be a mobile or is it in a fucking phone? Well, AJ would also point. probably if, jump on the other person's side and try to fight you. Well, yeah, yeah that does seem That's to be a, his trend. He's a mark. Yeah. Whoa. It's a pretty, pretty big honor to be mentioned with those guys, I'd be honest with you. AJ would be top five on my list for sure. He's. I heard you guys talking about his big old fucking dome that he's got. That thing didn't feel good going against practice either, by the way. Hey, him and Coon just fucking ran Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tell you that, TJ. TJ's one of those dudes. T 
TJ has an absolute rock head, and you're super cock strong. What a compliment. And mean, yeah. too. <laughs> what a complimentary. This is wow. a compliment session. Here we go. Are you guys saying the nicest things you can say about each other? AJ, yeah. You're one of the most handsome guys I've ever seen. Oh! Wow. This is awesome. I can't tell you, when you shave that hair, you know, when you had the long blonde hair and then you shave that mohawk, like, God bless, man. I just, it was a thing of beauty. Absolutely glorious. TJ, we were talking to Ike Taylor earlier. He's getting into scouting. I know you're doing some media for the Lions and the team. Well, are you going to get back into the game watching these former players coach? Are you getting a little thinking about it or no? Uh, man, it's, yeah, I think that thought process has crossed my mind a bunch of times. Um, but at the same time, it's like, shit do i really want to start working you know six to fucking midnight again it's like yeah i'm not ready for that you yeah. know Plus you got, i got three little kids at home aj you know he's got a bunch of kids too but uh you do miss it i mean being out of practice being at the games like i mean that's what you miss you don't miss fucking training camp you don't miss doing one-on-ones you don't miss that shit but you miss the locker room and you miss playing those big time games um so i guess the next closest thing would probably be coaching to be a bigger part of it but I'm not ready yet, you know, never saying that it. I'll never go down that path, but um, at this point in my fucking life, like, I, it's just it's just too much shit, man. <laughs> hey, but that's too much. Hey, this is right now, this is a, like a experiment, though, you know, for the future of coaching, I think. And I think a lot of coaches are realizing that, too. Like, if MCDC, Antoine Randowell, Deuce Staley, Aaron Glenn, Mark Brunel, Fraley, if they have success, like – other teams, we've already seen it before. McVay had success. Every fucking owner was like, uh, uh-huh. who, what is a If these players can have success, I think we're going to see a lot of more players coaching, don't you? I do, but the one thing, like, do are there a ton of former players that are just itching to get back into the game? Like, big I jobs, don't know. Dude, you these know? are like, big jobs. I, I know that, and you know, but it's like I, all the former players I talk to, a lot of them are like, Fuck no. Like, yeah, no know. chance I want to go do that shit. Yeah, yeah you probably um, talked to us about so, that. Actually, yeah. That's probably, yeah, that's yeah, probably yeah. I mean, would you ever want to coach? Would AJ ever want to coach? Fucking like, never, no, yeah. N- never, right? Like, so I think there's a lot of former players that have that same mindset of like, nope, nope, I'm fucking good. You know, I'll go coach my son's league or whatever. But you're right. I mean, it is, it'll, it'll be interesting to see if it becomes a trend, you know, because like you mentioned with McVay and uh, Shanahan out in San Fran and like Stefanski and all those, it's like, who's the next hottest, you know, young, offensive-minded genius, you know, that teams are trying to make work. So if the Lions can make it work with all these former players out here coaching, I mean, that probably would become a trend, I would imagine. And there's a lot of players that aren't like us, you know, that – they enjoyed never seeing their family. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like not being at home. Like there's guys that are like, yeah, yeah, I like, I actually like sitting in an office for 12, 13, 14 hours watching the same thing over and over again. But I think the biggest difference with this is guys that are former players, very accomplished in classic coaching ladder. You come back in, you make nothing, you get coffee for these other fucks that have done nothing, you draw play cards. Hey, let's get to practice, man. Hey, let's fucking get a period going, man. Let's do this thing, man. I heard that on the other side of that whistle right there. That was fucking awesome. I can't believe we That was kind of... That was kind of always a joke when it came to former players that are coaching. You're like, you must really hate your fucking family, don't you? (laughs) No fucking way you enjoy coaching 20 hours a fucking day for whatever, nine straight fucking months. Like, no fucking chance. But I think now that there's actual real positions happening, I think with real payment as opposed to just having, there's a chance that I think we'll see more players get involved. I think it's good, but there's always going to be a place for great coaching. And if it's a player who's a great coach, let's fucking go ahead and get them in there because they've been there, done that. But this... 
Yeah. MCDC and the boys are going to have to have success. Yeah. Ty Schmidt, your question for TJ Lang. TJ, when you look at the history of Lions draft picks, a lot of those guys who didn't pan out, I think some people were kind of just concerned that all the Lions are going to screw up Aiden Hutchinson. But everything we've seen on Hard Knocks is that he is a dude. Do you think the expectations going into this season yeah. is he's going to be like the defensive rookie of the year? This guy's like a generational type talent. Oh, gosh. I mean,. I hate putting those expectations on such a young player, but I, I do think that is kind of the percep perception, and I do think that um, he's expected to have a, a really damn good productive year, you know. Um, I don't know what that looks like statistically, you know. Like, you can't say, oh, if he doesn't have 12 sacks, like he's a bust, you know, because obviously we all know pressures, quarterback hits, all that thing affecting the quarterback need just as much. But yeah, uh, I do, tough. man. I, I, I think the coaches are impressed with – uh, you know, his maturity level um, coming in and uh, being such a young guy. I think there was some worry, you know, well, he's from Michigan. He played at Michigan. He, now he's playing in Detroit. Like how much extra pressure and stress comes with that, you know, trying to be the, the hometown hero, so to say. But um, he's been damn impressive. He really has. I mean, even we, we've barely seen any of him from preseason so far. He played, I think, one series against Falcons a couple weeks ago and, you know, first play, he laid a good hit on the quarterback on a, on a, on a play-action pass. And the second play, you know, slam inside, beat Jake Matthews, who's a really good left tackle for a TFL. So those two, two plays in a row were like, shit, man, like, right, we might have something here. But the coaches absolutely love him. They love his work ethic. And everything that you usually hear when it comes to, like, a white defensive player, like high motor, intelligent, you know, guy busts his ass, like all those things. <laughs> There's more. Go ahead. Go ahead. Coaches sign. Yeah. Yeah, first, first one in, last one out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lunch oh, yeah. Really lunch one, bill. Just the hard work you're fucking uh, Deceptive speed. Deceptive speed. <laughs> yeah. Deceptive speed. Uh, sneaky yeah. athlete. Sneaky athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Aaron Glenn said, you know, hey, shit, like he's – He's even better than what we thought we were going to get, and we thought we were getting a good one. So I know the expectations are going to be pretty damn high for him. AJ, what you running the forty? Depends who timed it, I guess. All right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean, that's what you run. The guy who timed <laughs> to. Okay, who? Yeah, what do you? Run? I didn't have official ones when I was run, when I was at the, at the pro day. It didn't pop up like when, back in the day when I was there. What did you? What is it? Four, what did you tell team? Yeah, you what's the combine? I mean, what did you? Can you just give us what it was? Four at, four at four or five something at the combine. I don't know. I never got an answer. All right, so you never how, got an how high you, you never got an answer? Yeah, yeah. this, oh, is, this, is, this yeah. is what it's like every day with this guy. Different clocks. What are you talking? Like old times. Fucking seventy five. They all have their own stupid clock because they don't trust each other. Yeah, well, we understand that, but at some point number five overall pick there was a fucking 40 yard time that was put on you yeah and i was just wondering if you had ever heard that i don't know i honestly don't know what was put on me from the combo this guy puts his blinders on yeah call andrew brand i'm going to work out he says i don't know how <laughs> high you pro agility and eldrew how high'd you jump 40 i know that because i was right there see Jesus. sneaky athlete yeah, yeah. yeah. sneaky yeah. athlete 40 inch vertical sneaky athlete yeah. you know this That's guy pretty impressive age TJ, yeah. what did you get drafted? TJ, what's your story coming out of college? Did you get drafted? What? Well, yeah, I did get drafted. I was fourth round in Green Bay, but I did not go to uh, the combine. I did not get invited. Um, I went to play like one of the. It was like the shittiest uh, All Star game. I oh, the NFL the time, PA Bowl. Like, the NFL PA Bowl. At the, but at the time, it was like Texas versus the nation or something. Like it oh, was. Yeah. I don't know. It was kind of a joke, but. Um, yeah, I didn't go to the combines, and I had to, uh, you know, my pro day, I think we had a, quite a few scouts there, and then I did a bunch of those pre-draft visits. I think I took, like, 12 of them, and 
it sucked, man. Like, it was cool because you're like, you try to impress these teams, but at the same time, it's like, you're getting so many mixed signals. So I remember going to a team and they're like, hey, we're going to be looking at you maybe third, fourth round. And then I go to Chicago and they're like, handing me a hat and they're like, hey, we're going to call you after the draft. You know, hope, hope maybe you want to come out, try out here. And I'm like, I don't know what to fucking expect on draft day. I don't know what's going to happen. I wasn't one of those guys that was like, oh, if I don't get picked in the second round, like, I'm going to be pissed. It was just, you hear a lot of these guys, and some of them, look, Aaron Rodgers still carries that chip on his shoulder to this day about falling in the draft, but you hear guys all the time like, I'm going to make every fucking team that passed on me pay, you know, that go in the third or fourth round. And it's like, well, your own fucking team passed on you two or three times. Two, you dumb fuck. So, like, why don't you just be Great grateful? Point. Don't work your ass off and fucking prove everybody wrong. Like, that's kind of, that was always my mindset. Like, yeah, that yeah. Was, that was, that was, was kind of my story. I was kind of Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sounds so negative. Yeah, it sounds like you got a little beef with those about, people. Yeah, yeah, sounds like. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I, there was one, uh, there's, uh, fuck, I don't want to throw names out there, but. No, yeah, um, no. Mm-hmm. I, hey, you guys were talking about J.C. Treader earlier, and, uh, you know, my story wasn't too far off from his other than the whole Ivy League shit. But, uh, you know, he was a tight end, and I was, like two, I was like 250 coming out of high school, and I didn't get a lot of offers. I only had one, actually, Eastern Michigan, but I went in there as a defensive end and ended up switching over, over to O-line and putting on, you know, I don't know, 50 pounds or so in, in my last couple years. and. Um, so kind of similar, man, you know, I think there's a lot of guys, you see a lot of tackles, like one of the best tackles in the NFL for a long time, Joe Staley out in San Francisco, he was a tight end, like his entire high school and college career. And then his senior year, they're like, we need a fucking left tackle. And he's like, okay. You know, he goes out there and he's first round pick and absolute stud out there. So those are the stories that I like guys that just, you know, transformed their body, transformed what they were doing and. You know, became a success story. I think those are awesome. You've transformed your body. You know what I mean? Still that sneaky athlete, yeah. white DN, though. You know what I mean? TJ Lang, we're talking to <laughs> Super Bowl champion. Uh, Great. So what was it? Mike McCarthy heard a story about you going to some bar in eastern Michigan and clearing the entire place out with two right hands. <laughs> and then fucking was like, need this guy on our fucking. Bring him in. Get him down here. You know, boom, boom, boom. Is that what happened with Big Mike? Yeah. You think? Is that what God. it was? No, I never got into trouble in college, actually. It was after that, early on in my NFL career. And, look, I didn't get in much trouble. But, yeah, I got into a couple of uh, little scruffs. <laughs> and um, Mike was always on my side, though. <laughs> I got to tell you, I mean, I'll, I, I, I can't go into details, but I do remember having a phone call with Mike. And he was like, uh, you know, I was kind of at this point, I was panicking. I'm like, oh, shit, like, I'm going to get cut. You know, I just, you know, it wasn't anything crazy stupid, but. I got on the phone with Mike, and he's like, hey, you're Irish. I'm Irish. Sometimes we fucking mix it up. Shit happens. Let's get <laughs> and I'm like, fucking deal. Like, let's go. Hey, <laughs> so Bill, hey. That conversation went very positive. Hey, TJ, Bill Polian gave me the same speech whenever I got a, for my alleged incident that took place where I ended up getting arrested for a definite. Alleged. Well, mm. alleged incident, definite public <laughs> intoxication. Yeah. So sure. there's, you know, it's two different things. I go into Bill uh, Polian's yeah. office after I get out of jail and I miss practice. I was late for practice. I come out on the field. They're practicing on the far field. It's like a fucking everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's just like, hey, he's alive, I guess. This fucking guy. You all right? Jeez, we've seen a lot about, we heard a lot about you this morning. You know, that whole thing happens. So I get all the way over and uh, I get to like Vinatieri or whatever. And he's like, you all right, bud? I'm like, long night, man. I mean, longer morning, I guess. I was but yeah, it was certainly it was certainly something. And somebody came over like, "Hey, Bill Polian wants to talk to you like right now." I'm like, "Oh, this is going to be terrible." So I go in there, and Bill Polian goes, "Look, 
You're Irish, okay? I'm Irish. Let's keep cool heads in this conversation, okay? We There's a lot going on here. I'm like, I don't know what that means, but what's going on? He said, got to suspend you, Patty, okay? Got to suspend you, Patty, and you need to stay off the hard stuff, okay? You need just have beers. You need to stay off the hard stuff. I've had to have this conversation with a lot of my family members. It's not good. Our blood, Pat, makes this whole situation happen, okay? So you just need to lay off the hard stuff, and I got to suspend you for a week, and I was like, all right, I'll try, I'll try to give that a go. You're not, you're not the first person to tell me that, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully this is the time that this all takes place. And it seems like for you, it clicked after that. You needed that moment to happen, you think, or no? I think so. I think I needed that, uh, you know, belief and maybe even a second chance, you know, because yes. like I said, I, me mean, too. Shit, I think when I think this was like going into my second year, so I wasn't even a full time starter yet. And I was kind of like, oh, shit, like uh, this might be the end. And when I got that second chance and, uh, you know, even a couple of my teammates, I mean, Josh Sitton was one of my best friends and still is. And having a couple talks with those guys, yeah. it's like, OK, shit, like this is kind of that make or break type moment, you know, but, you know, when, when Mike uh, McCarthy kind of gave me that, you know, that whole second, you know, chance kind of speech, it was like, all right, I better not fucking blow this, you know, and I remember Ted Thompson coming up to me randomly one day in the hallway and uh, he just kind of tapped me on the shoulder and turned around and he was like, hey, can I count on you? And I was like, yes, sir, you can. And after that, I was like, I better not let these motherfuckers down. <laughs> so, hey, a lot of people yeah, have, I though. Needed, I needed that. I needed that wake-up call. I really did, man. And Damn, it, CDC uh, killed a guy. Is somebody dead? TJ, why is there right. four ambulances and a cop showing up at training camp right now? We're in fucking Detroit, boys. <laughs> yeah, I was in Indy last week. It wasn't much. Dead bums. You got the whole. Uh, I get the Pat McAfee trip this preseason. Dude, your favorite town. We've won. We've obviously played Detroit last week in Indy, and this week heading out to good old Pittsburgh on Sunday, man. So hey, I get the. Uh, I get the Pat McAfee tour. Hey, let's go. Go ahead, Tom. Lions going to take Mason Ho- Mason Rudolph home with you guys on the bus, or how's that going to work out? Uh, God, fuck. I mean, is he better than David Blah? Like, Whoa. I don't know. Good boy. <laughs> Good boy. I don't know. I, I got, you, you got what? Guys. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I'm trying to figure out how I want to word this. Did you guys watch? Did you guys watch the game last year when the Lions played Pittsburgh and ended in a tie? It's like 16-16. Yeah. Oh, yeah, One of yeah. the worst fucking football games I have ever fucking seen in my life. It was life, a torrential dude. downpour. Like, it was Mason Rudolph, I think, versus Tim Boyle. And it was like, that was holy awesome. fuck. And then we had to sit through 10 more minutes of it in fucking overtime. Nobody could even fucking score. That, <laughs> that almost made me want to fucking... I almost threw my fucking mic into the stands and fucking Brutal. walked off. You're, you're, you're on the sideline? Let's go down oh, TJ Lang on the sideline. It's just oh, the same thing goodness. as the first quarter. This is terrible football. All right, let's get back to the booth. That's hilarious. Detroit missed those kicks. Preseason football. Oh, yeah. So Santoso. Connor, your question. Oh, for Santoso T- missed like a 40 yarder to fucking win. It was just. I don't think that close. ball made the fucking end zone. <laughs> by the way. By the way. Oh, yeah, he ducked it. Yeah. How yeah. yeah. was that? Yeah. The ground. By the way, Goff like, was, was that, your starter, was that, okay? Let's not blocked? put. No, it wasn't blocked. Hey, that was that was Mason block. versus Goff, pal. That wasn't Mason versus Boyle. Was it Goff? Yeah. It yeah. Was. yeah. Hey, look at you with your little Mandela effect here, trying yeah. to fucking change it to fit yeah. your narrative but about Mason. It was an awful fucking game. That's all. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe you guys take Mason home then. Yeah. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, TJ. Do you get the feeling that the offensive line is going to be kind of like a top tier O line, top five this year? And is that why you don't think you need a great uh, quarterback behind them, just because they're so good? Yeah. No, I think. Fuck, I would be surprised. Now, if those guys stay healthy, last year, 
you know, Decker missed a couple games. Frank Ragnow missed like 12 games. He's an all pro center. And, oh, he's eating an apple uh, piece. Played with a broken neck. His throat kid. was broken. Frank is like, we all played with like those kind of subtle, funny, kind of dry dudes that didn't even know they were funny. Like, Frank was at the top of the list. Like, he's just one of the funniest fucking dudes. Uh, and we see a little bit of it on Hard Knocks. I mean, I know those alignment like to stay away from the cameras. You always get the fine board going and the media whores and don't, you know, stay away from the cameras, fellas, type thing. But Frank would be an absolute fucking star if he ever wanted to put a mic on during Hard Knocks. But, no, I, dude, I think I, – I'll be honest with you, man. I think this offensive line is um, right now probably top five. By the end of the season, I would be surprised if they're not mentioned in the, at least the top three. Uh, units of the NFL, and and yeah, I think look what Dan Campbell wants to do. I mean, he's just that old school type dude, you know. He wants to fucking run the football. He wants to run the ball 30, 35 times a fucking game, and uh, take some shots downfield when he has to. And I don't think you need, you know, a, you don't have a quarterback that you're going to need to throw the ball fifty times a game to try to go win. I think this offensive line, everything starts with those guys. They stay healthy, and and if they're able to dictate how the game goes and control the line of scrimmage, man, I think they're going to be able to. Um, be one of the better offenses in the league. Got it, AJ. Teach, last thing for me, I want to pivot off the lines quick. What do you think is going on in New England? How, how would you handle that? They have a couple different guys calling offensive plays. Who knows, maybe three guys if Belichick steps in. Like, What do you think is the plan? I don't know. I haven't heard, like, so normally in camp you hear a little bit of optimism. I haven't heard a fucking word of optimism coming out of New England. Nah, yeah, like, no, I, I haven't heard like one single positive coming out of there. And now with old uh, Maddie P calling plays, I mean, it's just like, it, I don't know. I mean, look, I, would I bet against them? No, I don't think I would ever bet against the Bill Belichick team. But I don't know. I mean, this is kind of overreaction time of year as well, you know, but... Cole Strange, bro. <laughs> Cole Strange, the next Logan Macon, maybe. Goddamn right. <laughs> hey, how about... motherfucker was the fourth rounder. They just fucking took him? Oh, shit. Hey, how, idiot. how about Bill getting a UFC title? <laughs> awesome. How about this moment right oh. here with Dana out in Vegas and then goes to the front of the team, boys, fuck off. Champion. <laughs> Check it out, boys. Yeah. He looks happy, though. Mac looks happy and comfortable. Bill looks happy and comfortable. I feel like Bill, and I might be wrong, and you said you won't bet against him because Bill Belichick. I think everybody that was in the league during the Patriots dynasty is just kind of like conditioned to be like, yeah, Bill's going to figure it out. Bill will fucking figure it out. I think that's how we all are. But I judge like how comfortable and confident people are whenever they're not on, like Mac on the sideline. He seemed very fucking comfortable during those games when he wasn't playing. Looked very happy. Bill's got a belt on, a UFC title belt, celebrating, having a moment with Dana White. Like if he was that fucking worried, I, you know what I mean? Like that's that's yeah. that's what I'm trying to read into because I think that's the only positive that has come out is us saying Mac looks comfortable, Bill looks happy. But that re- that's a real thing right now, TJ. It's not normal. This is not normal. No. We usually don't see that side of Bill, right? I mean, everything we usually see is just the kind of little smug responses at the podium. And, my God, can you imagine asking him a question in the back of your mind being like, I hope he doesn't think this is going to be the dumbest fucking question on earth. (laughs) Can you imagine trying to ask that guy questions and knowing you're not going to get a response? Hey, TJ, Uh, TJ, 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 you know this, though. If you go up to somebody and you have any sense of fear in your voice, they're not going to take you serious. I think, every, no, like, you know, I think Bill knows as soon as the person starts their question, oh, this person is scared to death of me. And they're going to be treated as such. 
I, has anybody ever gone to Bill? Like, What's up, Bill? Like, how, how's the fucking offense doing, man? Like, has anybody ever, you know, like, has anybody really approached him like that? Because it is a, it's a fear thing whenever uh -huh. you get in there. Yeah, and if you really do want to just, like, hit a home run, you just ask him about long snapping, and he'll love your question, and that's it. I don't know why people just don't do that every time they get the chance to ask him something. Uh, I have a question for you, Bill, over here. Yeah. Fourth long snapper on your 2010 team mm -hmm. named was Bubba. How did he get there? Great question. Man. 20 minutes. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Diatribe yeah. about it. And then he moves on. Is that because you think, is that strategy, all strategy? Or for, is that for him, you think, at this point? You think he just enjoys fucking with people at this point of his career? God, it's both. I mean, I guarantee he gets a thrill out of it, you know? At the same time, I mean, I don't know. I mean, when I had, you know, Patricia here uh, for that year in Detroit, it was kind of the same thing. Like, don't give the, like, Every media member's an asshole. Don't give them shit. You know, don't tell them anything. So you kind of understand that, too. But with Bill, it's like, God, I don't know. I mean, you got to think, like, there's a couple coaches in the world of football that are kind of grandfathered into, like, being that hard-nosed asshole-type dude, you know, because they win. And, like, Bill Belichick's one of them. And, gosh, probably Nick Saban's the other one. Like, that's just who they are. They're not changing for anything. Um but I think even last year there were a couple signs of Bill where it was like, God, it seems like he's kind of loosening up a little bit, right? Lightening up a little bit outside of uh, the normal world we see him at the podium. Uh, having a little bit more fun, you know what I mean? Kind of changing, maybe adapting to the younger crowd of, of kids now because, like, I don't know, your guys' last couple of years, I don't know if you guys notice the difference, but some of these kids coming from college, like, fuck, you can't criticize them at all without them kind of just putting themselves in a shelter and shutting down. Uh, it's a new style of coaching, and I think Bill, you know, look, it, it, from what I've seen the last couple of years at least, kind of seems like he's starting to adapt a little bit more to, you know, not being necessarily a, a player's coach, but, you know, oh, no. lightening up a little bit, having a little mm. bit more fun, not yeah. taking things so fucking serious 24 fucking 7, you know, because, oh, you know, no. as a player, that's what wears you out the fucking yeah. most. Does Bill even care about the Patriots winning anymore? Mm -hmm. I sound like it. Is that what you're saying, TJ? No, I'm just saying. I oh, think, okay. look, when that, when that, when those, when those old school guys left, Tom and Gronk and all those guys that were kind of your leaders, that you know, everybody's bitching in the locker room, and they're like, "Chuck, you know, I know it sucks, guys, but we win fucking Super Bowls. Like, fucking deal with it." When those guys left, it's like, all right, got a new brand of players in here. Might have to adapt a little bit and adjust. And I think, uh, I don't know, if, you know, that's just from the, the couple things that I've seen. And you bringing up the UFC belt with Dana White and everything was cool. It's just, it doesn't seem like that would have happened. You know, maybe five, ten years ago. You know, it kind of seems like things are starting to lighten up a little bit around him. What if he is like, you know, maybe I should enjoy a moment of my life other than just those ten minutes after a win. Mm -hmm. You know, like maybe he's like, hey, I can expand that from. I only get really for a long time. I only got sixteen opportunities during regular season to be happy, yep. and those were only for five minute mm -hmm. increments. And if we, God forbid, lost a game, there's one gone. So maybe he's just now like, hey, there. There's a lot of other days of the year too yeah. that I'm allowed to enjoy mm -hmm. life with a little bit, and that's great news. You know, I like that. There's that, and there's like there's way more like access to it. Like remember when Randy Moss was on the Patriots before he retired, he was like thanked everybody, and then thanked Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft and the New England organization. So some of it's like you can see more, and then other parts of it are you know people haven't seen that before, and now they're thinking it's the first time. TJ, you say organization or organization? Organization. Thank you. No, is that no, no. is that is that fucked up? Is that wrong? No, that's right. It's perfect. No, you, what you're saying is right. Who says who says organization? Pricks. 
fucking assholes. <laughs> yeah. Right are you, are you trying to say, all right, Pat, are you trying to say you think Bill's maybe in those golden years where it's like, hey, you got to stop and smell the flowers once in a while, you know, this could be gone soon? Somebody, and this happens, I think, to a lot of older folks that are like super business and work driven. Somebody dies, right? Somebody dies that they know. And I'm not, I don't, I'm not saying this happened with Bill. I have no fucking idea who he knows. Somebody passes away, though, and they have conversations or it happens and it's like a realization, like, Oh shit! It's this is this could be me, you know. And then like it feels like that happens, doesn't it? It, it like Scrooge is like a movie living mm-hmm. of that almost. But it's I think it does actually happen to super driven and people that are just focused on work all the time. Maybe it's because Ernie retired. Yeah, maybe oh, for Ernie. Sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah, when you see like peers, like I God, I can't imagine like God, maybe 10, 15 years down the road. Hopefully, you know, we're still ticking. But you know, yeah. guys our age start to kind of go a little bit. You're like. Shit, man. You know, I hope this whole like concussion shit or whatever, however you start thinking, yeah. I totally get that. You know, I think Bill is definitely in the, probably in the twilight of his career. I don't know how much longer he's got, but it's kind of like one of those, hey, man, you got to, you don't know how long it's going to last. Kind of slow down and at least enjoy what's left of it, at least, you know? Yeah, that's like players, too. Towards the end of their careers, they get miserable because they get jaded. They hate this business. And then towards the end, it's like, I want to enjoy this meeting, you mm-hmm. know? I don't know how many more yeah. I got. I want to enjoy this practice. Hey, we got to be here. We get to be here. It's uh, probably happening there in football. Will it lead to another Super Bowl for the New England Patriots? That is honestly the question. Yeah, definitely. And he is uh, inching closer to that Shula record. So there probably is some sense like, okay, once I get to there, then maybe, you know, one or two more seasons. Uh, Tony. Your question for TJ. I asked. I only had the Mason question. Okay, good. Let's get the fuck out of here, uh, TJ. Nice. Hey, Hell yeah. TJ. How many wins? You said eight or nine for the Lions. I think so. I think I would say anything less than eight. I think would be God. I don't want to say disappointing, but disappointing. Wow, Foxy. Any questions for TJ? No, that, that's all I need. Are they doing up downs in the back? I'm hearing it. I don't know. I think they're just today's like a little jog through pace. I don't know if you guys can see that too well, but a uh, little bit of shell work going on. It sounds like they had a pretty, uh, pretty damn hard uh, practice on Tuesday, so they're kind of chilling it down now, getting ready for getting ready for game day on Sunday. DJ. I'll take care of you. Yeah, I, got a, I, I got a question for you guys before you leave. Be honest with me. Are these sunglasses too small for my head? Turn side. Let me see the side of your head. No, those are good. No, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. You think you don't think there's like too much face showing like right in here? Turn to the side. I don't. We can't see it right now. Obviously, we didn't. No, I think huh. you look good. Yeah, look great, man. Good ones. Right. Got goggles. Very self-conscious. Some sun, sun, uh, sunglasses wear. Well, Zito said Fatso's here. Yeah. yeah good true. lord, Zito. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't get too upset with that anymore. I get uncomfortable. Wearing that spandex again underneath the t-shirts. You know, pick up the look. Hey, hey Fox Zito has a looks question. fucking good when I saw him, too. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zito's losing weight he right now, TJ. Dude, I, I tried to talk to him. He just, like, scurried away to the fucking back real quick. No. Whoa. That's a lot. I went in for a handshake, and he fucking went to the next person. Oh, you big dog. You big dog. him. TJ. You were in the fucking back, Zito. I couldn't fucking reach you. Hey, by the way, Zito took it as you talking somebody else instead of him. That's why the fatso is here. That's why the negativity started. We're clearing this all up now. That's disrespectful. Are you guys okay? Say hi to Danny. She's she's our uh, team reporter. Danny, you're doing a great job, Danny. Oh, 
ear. Oh. 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 Why'd you put oh. your oh. oh. ear? Oh. That was disgusting. That was disgusting. We are so sorry. That is. Put it in. Put it in. I need to clean those fuckers out. Oh, what's up, Foxy? Foxy, did you? TJ, were you at the player-led practice? What was your perspective on that, and who was leading that thing out of the players? Uh, I was not here, but uh, I would imagine. You know, I think Boff had a pretty big hand in it, kind of getting shit, you know, set up and whatnot. But look, I think uh, my takeaway was, you know, coaches trying to give these guys ownership. You know, I think shit, man. AJ, I'll tell you, Green Bay, it was. we had the playbook, you know, in paper, and then we had the playbook, what players wanted to do on Sunday, you know. And I think anytime we had ownership in it, it made you want to work a little bit harder to make sure everything worked, everything was crisp, you know. Like, Pat, like, shit, if your coach went up to you and was like, hey, design me a, a fake punt. You got it. When you run that bitch on Sunday, you're going to be like, hey, motherfuckers, we better make this work. Like, this is mine, you know. Yeah. So I think anytime you have ownership as a player uh, from that perspective, it definitely gives you a little bit more uh, of an empowerment feeling, you know. And with Coach Campbell, he's like, fuck, man, like, these, this is their team. Like, they need to go fucking run practice. They need to make the corrections. They need to help each other, um, speaking about the leaders that they have. So I thought it was a good idea, man. I thought it was something new, something different, especially at this time in camp when you're, you know, whatever, three weeks in and everything starts getting monotonous and just, you know, same shit day after day. Anytime you can change something up. Um, you're going to have a little bit different energy, a little bit different juice to it. So I thought it was, uh, from all from all accounts, it sounded like it was very successful. Yeah, and if you draw something up and it works, you get more freedom too. So that's a whole other thing. Not even like, hey, we need to do this because I did it. It's like, hey, if we... If this is successful, we'll be able to do more of this. Yeah. Like, let's let's continue. Let's do this. You know? It's real. Well, for sure. I think it's a real yeah, thing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there were, ter- there were times in Green Bay where, you know, on offense, we would have you know, the playbook installed and then we, all of a sudden in the middle of the game, Aaron would just be like, all right, fucking no huddle. Boom. And I'm calling the play. <laughs> get to the sideline. So we go score a touchdown. Sorry. We get to the sideline and the coaches are looking at us like, what fucking plays are you guys running out there? <laughs> like, I don't, you know, don't worry about it. We fucking talked about it Friday. We, we <laughs> ran the shit, but that's a, that's a danger with it though. You got to make sure that shit works or else the coaches are going to be like, all right, that's fucking, that's done. You know, play time's over. Mm. So you got to make sure it works, man. Was and it first uh, season of Aaron Rodgers Tuesday or last season? I forget. He said like, yeah, sometimes you go like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. sorry. Can't hear you. Sorry. We do that whole thing. <laughs> and the media the next day was like, how do you feel about Aaron Rodgers clearly and openly saying that he makes up his own plays mm-hmm. and acts like he can't hear that? That was the reaction to it. Yeah. That was the reaction yeah. to it. It's fucking awesome. Well, you know coaches, man. They have all of them have a bit of an ego. All of them feel like, uh, you know, to some degree that, you know, they're responsible for everything that happens out there. And us as players, it's like sometimes, especially when you have a veteran group, sometimes it's just like, just get the fuck out of the way, man. Let us go. <laughs> like, let, let the big guy, let, let us just go fucking get it done. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. you have to have a veteran group to do that, I think. You have to have good leadership. But like I said, you got to make sure that shit works. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, you're not going to have a veteran group because they'll be out of the league. So, I mean, it's just how it goes. <laughs> uh, we can't thank you enough for joining us. Get your face on hard knocks. The world mm-hmm. needs you. Ladies and gentlemen, TJ Lang. Thank yeah, you. How about, um, how about today's show? Not being great. What do you mean? What's that? How quick was the, what do you mean? <laughs> Everybody, it was awesome. Uh, it, chatting with like Ike, I forget. Ike's brain is a special one. Yep. Any question could become an answer that we will remember forever. Because when he starts 
going through Hal and his brain just starts taking a trip. I'm like, all right, I had no clue where this is going. Had three of those moments today, I think, with him. Like yeah. Will Benadryl and the uh, Kanye Pepper? Well, the first one was, yeah, Kenya and Pepper, he said, <laughs> is what he called it. But him fighting Trubisky out of his mouth yeah. every time sure and knowing that he was going to have to say the full fucking name and giving it a go, like three sentences straight, like <laughs> I enjoyed that a lot because in the back of his mind, he was trying to stay away from that name but had to for the sake mm -hmm. of the conversation. Then TJ fucking wide open for 50 minutes we had his yeah. uh, live at practice. Whoever had the aux score, they were playing some bangers. Sound like a little lean with a rock with it there at the beginning, AJ. Were you catching that? Yeah, oh yeah, I, I could hear it. Did you guys get to choose the, the actual practice music when you were playing? No, but I- Yeah, we didn't either. Yeah, the Dolphins though, get the Dolphins yeah. are letting mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you? That takes- I, I, I agree, it's, make it a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just have a player? Obviously, there's been people that bitch about the music. There was a time, I think, for the Colts when it was first introduced, it was literally just crowd noise for two. Oh, we, we did that in Green Bay. And I was like, they're like, oh, well, we need to do this so the offense can't hear when they're trying to call their cane. I said, well, you can still play the hits this loud, too. It doesn't have to be white noise that makes us want to kill ourselves. Hey, this doesn't have to be cruel and unusual punishment, not yeah. only for us, but the fucking neighbors. Yeah. I mean, they're mm -hmm. blast. They had some of the biggest speakers I've ever seen. Seven of them stacked up. Bum, 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 bum. Huge. Hey, you need to be loud. It's going to be loud. It's to turn them all the fucking way up. And it was just, ha ah! <laughs> That's what it was. It's awful. And, and there's terrible. a neighborhood, neighborhood, two football fields that way. And I'm like, what are these, what are these people thinking is happening? And obviously they live near the Colts facility. But they had to be so happy when it changed from, to like, jams. Mm -hmm. and, and that everybody's spirit gets lifted i mean it's a whole that's a that was a wild time that was a very wild time in the whole transition of what the music was if there's music if there's sound then it became everybody were doing sound every away game remember this was a oh, transition everybody just i hated away game practice weeks because i knew we're gonna be practicing with that awful white noise but there was a time where nobody did that yeah i know you're right when i when i first got in the league we weren't doing that me think. too yeah when i got in the league there was it wasn't in there there was some like they would make some noise for things but it wasn't like a hey away game we're doing it it was like certain places then it just became the norm like hey we're gonna have music now or we're gonna have sound for yeah. the away games and it was just noise like, they we're gonna have noise is what i think they said in green Bay. yeah noise and it's like oh this is punishment dude Brood. this is this is punishment and then when the music transition happened everybody was like thank god then the conversation was well who's controlling the fucking music mm -hmm. yeah. and, and then that that becomes the thing now you know that that becomes the thing and i think what mcdaniel's doing is right that nerd's got a big brain down there. Mm -hmm. Let the player of the day from the day before at night, hey, we need you to put a Spotify mm -hmm. list together of fucking 20 songs. Uh, we're going to play those tomorrow, and we're going to put you in an orange jersey. Everybody's going to be like, hey, who did this? Yeah, this oh, the fucking orange jersey guy did it. He had <laughs> a great idea. day yesterday. Way to go. And then we'll just keep doing that so none of us have to fucking worry about the music. It's like brilliant. I think that's brilliant, AJ. Yeah, you're competing over everything. That's like what Pete Carroll has been known. Like, hey, everything is a competition. That's So is this. <laughs> Who told us? What was that, Pete? Shaquem Griffin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He is slanging that thing. He said he's he's quarterback for seven on seven, he mm -hmm. said. Yeah. He's 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 card offenses looking deep looking the Legion of Boom off. Yeah. Fucking throwing that ball around. There's a video that hit the internet what yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. yeah. Of him I mean, he's fucking slinging this pill. Look at his drop back. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. That's sweet. And now he's got that motion at Orlovsky. He got speed. Look at this motherfucker rolling up. No, Edge, no chick. Cross body. That's yeah. back across the field. With gloves on. He gets it. I want to hear what he's saying. A completion. He's got to be talking shit, right? That gum. 
Got you, got you, got you. Don't be looking in the backfield. <laughs> Look at that. If he throws a pick, do you think he goes and tackles the dude who catches it? How does, I mean, what do you think he does? Yeah. We should be trying to do what he does. I think he does. I know. I how do his legs tackle. and knees feel so good? It, how is he able to run with that gait at that age? Oh. He played pro ball. Did he play? I don't remember. He coached I'm not the, sure. He coached the Patriots, right? Yeah. yeah. First pass. Yep. Then Terrible. Terrible. Bad coach. Yeah, he leaves. USC. USC. Pretty impressive, man. Turns it around. Yes. Goes then. to Seattle. Success. Super Bowl right away. So let's assume something was going on in New England. It wasn't just him why it wasn't successful. There's probably something else, but a learning thing. Him being able to run and be this. Uh, and no, he's going to hate this that we're saying this, but like, he's incredibly spry for his. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, oh, he's, he's in his 70s. I think he understands. How old is he? 70 something, yeah. yeah. I think 70, 71. Looks like he played safety uh, in college. Uh, and they tried out for the Honolulu Hawaiians of the World Football League. I don't think he made it to WFL. Yeah. Look at that. Wow. Fuck was that? I mean, I say it all the time, yeah. but can you imagine Good Pete football. going back to his high school reunion? Oh yeah. No, Pete. they don't have him anymore because they're all dead. I thought. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, look at Pete. He's not that old. He's no, old. he's not old. But I'm saying he looks 70. compared to 70 most seventy-two-year-olds. He Same looks as amazing. Belichick, right? Seventy is this? Isn't yeah. it, isn't seventy this age? Aren't we doing this at seventy? Like I'm planning on this is me at seventy. Right? I mean, isn't it? Isn't not this, all seventies. If you weigh six hundred pounds, maybe saving seventy, Bill seventy. Maybe we just need a coach. Seventy's the new fifty. I agree. I ain't making it to either of them. So, <laughs> I mean, let's go ahead and remember that. 70, you okay. can move like that? I have yeah. no idea. I got to start stretching. You think he stretches? are golfing every day. Yeah. Yeah. Golfing. If they're in good shape. Yeah, Pete Carroll's going to that golf course. It's different now. Spearing them Even all. tubs are golfing yeah. at 70. Who? Like fat people are golfing at 72. <laughs> what you call them? He said, if you're in good shape, like I, they're fat dudes at 70 still golfing. God, that's not what you said. That's not what you said. <laughs> Basically. You're a bad guy. Today, <laughs> My you, you God. Are, hey, did you hear the conspiracy meme theories uh, that we had? conspiracy. Did you show? Uh, no, I missed. He Fact. read every meme he'd ever heard on the internet. He, he, he said no. every single meme he's ever read on the internet. This guy no, earlier no, in the no, show. No, That's no. how we started the show today. That's how we started the show. Really? We know other people that they are informed only by internet memes as well. See, I did Ooh. say other prominent people. That not, it's not just me. I just know that there are people out there that Can't. fucking know what I'm talking about. There is. Uh, um, Thank you. Uh-oh. There's some breaking news, and this it's one's a Cronkite. A, this one is a Cronkite-type story. WTA-TV Pittsburgh uh, is reporting that there is a python loose in Pittsburgh. Everybody fucking look out. Jesus okay? Christ. Everybody look out, okay? A python is on the loose in Duquesne after a snake got away from its owner while on a walk. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> what? Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh is the best. Can we please feel the beat? Wait, it's going to beat reporter from Pittsburgh to see yeah. how people are feeling in there. Uh, just trying to take Python on a walk yeah. down. Which <laughs> all way, slid out. I, I couldn't ever guess. I thought I had a tight enough leash on him. He fucking, he ain't never done this before. So <laughs> his name's, uh, his name's Barry. If you see him. Just thought he likes. Was the tweet serious when it says "while well, on a walk"? WTA TV doesn't fuck around. Can we get some details? Sally Wiggins don't mess around. <laughs> Sally Wiggins does not mess around. That's all. Fedco's no, he's KDK. Fedco's uh, was WT. No, you're right. It's KDK, KDK, KDK. Oh. WT. Mark Madden better watch out. Fedco's back, by the way. Yeah, Fedco's back. Best highlights F- every Saturday morning. Hey, Fedco, stay away from the fucking Duquesne area, yeah, pal. There's terrible. a python with your fucking name on it, dude. <laughs> we need that. By the way, Python might be named Fedco. Could be. Uh, we have an update. The the python is uh, five foot seven in length and is uh, white in color. What was it last seen wearing? Probably the leash. <laughs> no <right>? reports. 
<laughs> are we calling a beat writer? Are we feeling the beat for this? Wait, show? was that not Bull it? Did not answer. Fuck. Was that a different picture? Because Nick said it was the snake was white. Uh, WTA, a little fake information. Yeah, they probably just grabbed Getty Just Duquesne image. University or Duquesne image. Yeah, time. Uh, can we click on that a little bit? Missing Python KDK is not getting into it. This, this is a big deal. Hey, that was yesterday? Find this thing. Yesterday, it says. Yesterday, oh, that thing's fuck. under your bed. It's still on the loose as of Thursday. That Jeez. thing's gonna show up in somebody's fucking toilet. My biggest fear is sitting down to take a uh, shit. And yep. Lo and behold, I got a python popping out of the goddamn hole. How am I supposed to shit with that going on, Doug? I mean, that is something that is very <laughs> that's a real fear of mine. You know, quicksand as a kid, I was yeah. thought be scared of the shit of sure. right. Also, always check toilet, could be a fucking missing python. Swimming yep. up the pipes while you try to drain yours. Look at this goddamn Duquesne police warn residents of a missing five foot seven python. Duquesne <laughs> police are warning residents about a five foot seven. Okay, fucking get to it. <laughs> Inves <laughs> Investigators learned a man was walking his pet python on Wednesday yep. down there when it got away from him. The snake is still hasn't been found as of Thursday afternoon. Police have Set. The investigation began after a call by suspicious people on 800 block of State Street, Donner. Police are warning the public because they said there are kids and people with pets out enjoying the warmer weather around mm, town and that. they want residents to be cautious. Anyone who sees said snake, which is only to be described as a five foot seven in white python, is asked to stay away and call police. All right? Stay with KKTV and KK.com for updates. <laughs> That is developing story as they become available, Donna. That's terrifying. <laughs> Listen, you, you take your pet python for a walk around town. Let's make sure that fucker's secure. And also, it's not a walk. That thing can't walk. Mm. You're taking it on a, a slither. A slither, yep. So, I any... helped the police rough this guy up when they were investigating him. Kind of sure. sexist. It is a guy, we assume. This is definitely a... Yeah, this is I, a don't, I don't know many girls who are wa out walking five foot seven pythons. More specifically, this is white guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. with a ponytail. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. Probably not his only snake. Looks like Bhagavan. That guy. Look for that guy who works at the, the parking garage. Yeah, the parking garage at the Holiday Inn <laughs> near PPG Arena. At 4 a.m. At 4 a.m. Yeah. Okay. Find out what that guy's doing. That was the only job this fucking guy could do, and he took it so serious. Yeah. I, well, you think I want to get it? I need your phone number, okay? Not my idea. What do you want me to do? <laughs> this guy. Fucking pony right down mm -hmm. the back. Fingerless gloves. Ugh. Beast. Oh. Hey, why did it say the, the investigation started because of a suspicion activity, suspicious activity on that block? Was they, they saw old buddy walking a snake and that I, was suspicious? No, I think the suspicious activity was he told a neighbor and then everybody came out of the house and beat the fuck out of the guy yeah. that yes. did it. And they're like, oh, suspicious. Well, this seems to be quite a, what's going on? Oh, uh, this fucking dickhead took his pet python mm -hmm. on a walk. It's gone. It's loose. It's probably uh, killing our kids. Mm -hmm. All right. That, it was suspicious. Now it makes sense. And then they walked away and that's how they learned, you know? That used to scare me. Did you guys, I know like my middle school growing up, a couple of different classrooms had snakes and a kid would usually take them home for the summer. And no I definitely way. know of at least one person who took it home from the summer and that thing got out of its cage or whatever and it was oh lost God. in the house. 
Yeah, that's nightmare. That's, that yeah. scares me to death. That's yeah. nightmare. Yeah. Chills. That's like the Everglades, right? Aren't the Everglades yeah. just a bunch uh, of people oh, yeah. when they get a pet snake and then they don't want to have a pet snake anymore after it's already grown? They just put it out in the Everglades. Yeah, uh, problem. And then There's they pythons. Just, yeah. yeah, too then many. They, they're all fucking each other, and mm. now the Everglades are just Ruined. the worst place on earth okay. to get stuck. Yeah, you will yeah. ruin the ecosystem. Yeah. It's, it's really species. species yeah. yeah, really. Yeah. yeah. Are they taking out the gators? Yeah, they're killing gators. They're killing all the deer and shit like that. It's fucking. It's too many. They're taking down the deer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Listen, if a fucking python can take down a goddamn deer, we got no shot. How do they in get Pittsburgh with that python? These on the things list. are huge. Yeah. You cut the head off the snake. That's how you kill them. Yeah. All right. Somebody do that in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Kaboli. Ooh. Put the sub down. <laughs> lure them in with it. The harpoon. Yeah. And go get. Yeah, lure it in. Just start. You can't. That Italian hoagie we gave Kaboli from Rudy's is the perfect thing to get this snake kind yeah. of. Yeah. Slithering into You're right. Kaboli ain't wasting a snack like that. It's not a waste. He's saving you the city. Well, <laughs> yeah. Maybe he'll use something <laughs> right. else. Put You're a goddamn right. pee on his chest, dude. What are you talking about? Put a about? couple rats out, okay? You don't have to be wasting a Rudy sub on that. Let Kaboli eat that. Then you give him a fucking, I don't know, hacksaw, something huge, something that he can, maybe a cleaver. And then, you know, you lure them in with a couple live baits, rats. We are a rather large show in Pittsburgh. We're just trying to tell you, Inzers, fucking look at. Yeah, be careful. All right. Let's cover some stuff. Kill your dogs. Could. What? Not That's why they're worried about animals. Yeah, I could. You know what Chuck would do to that fucking thing? He'd eat it. Mm-hmm. He'd eat mm. that thing. Chuck's now. <laughs> that thing. Yeah, Chuck's but... now seven feet tall. It's <laughs> a lot of meat. You know what the snake's thinking, though, when it sees Chuck, too? I'll, I mean, I won't have to eat for the rest of my life. I, I take this one dog down. I will not have to look for Imagine food. Chuck going through the... the <laughs> for two years. Yeah. Snakes scare the fuck out. I don't think Me anybody too. should have them as a pet, but there's somebody I'm, watching right now that's telling us that we're the fucking worst people on earth because they love the exotic animal sure, stuff. Like hanging out with their snakes. It doesn't have a heart, bro. Okay? It's, they're not taking for a walk. That thing's plotting to kill you whenever nobody else is around. Yep. Oh, I lay with my snake, so it can... No, it's you fucking shouldn't. sizing you up. Yep. It does not have feelings. Oh, we're wrong. Okay, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> you know, Damn. all that shit. It's, Get a monkey, too. Well, that happened in Ohio, right? This is Brooke. Which one? I thought she was the one oh, yeah, with the she, she died. Holy the coach? That's Holiday Park Elementary School. That's fifth yeah. grade teacher of mine. Yeah. Uh-huh. The classroom that I was in uh, whenever the carton of Newports was found in my yeah. backpack uh, in fifth grade. It mm-hmm. was Miss Brooke's room. Yeah. She did not like me ever. before then, certainly not afterwards. She did love her pet ape. Yeah. And that ape turned. Turned. It did. Yeah. Tore her up. I did. Pulled her spine out like a Mortal Kombat fatality. Yeah. Uh huh. We all kind what of. Finish her. It was what terrible through Blum. It fucking shook it down. Shoot, chimp? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was orangutan. Yeah, it was orangutan. orangutan. Did it really mess her up? Oh, yeah. Killed yes. her? Yeah. I don't know if it killed, killed her. Yeah. No, she never said. walked again, though. I don't know if that's true either. <laughs> <laughs> The one lady had her face like bitten off or ripped yeah. off, but that ripped was a national off. story. That's not her, is it? No, this was uh. back when we were in school. We were like told about it. Hers did, did the same thing it? and fucking wore her face like through the streets. Yeah, so. yeah I don't know. <laughs> 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 Just like Hannibal. Sugar water. Showed up and tried to teach the class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were fooled for teacher. a second. Yeah, Miss Brooke, good teacher. We could tell it wasn't her. <laughs> That's not what happened, though. We don't know if any of those are true, but she did. How long before you guys could tell it wasn't her? <laughs> a couple minutes. Brooke has some hairy arms today. Um, we hope she's okay. Yeah, Thanks yes. for everything you did for the kids. Somebody in Ohio, some fucking asshole, right? Lost his mind, let the cages all out, hey, and there was a phone call. Uh, suicide. Uh, police. Uh, yeah. What do you have? Uh, jungle cat just crossed every fucking seven. Yeah. What do you? Was, wow, jungle. Yeah. Stop. Get off drugs, sir. 
Uh, police. Yep. Fucking cheetah literally just sprinted right in front of my 18 wheel. Oh, Mercedes, but it was too fucking fast. They're, they're really. <laughs> yeah. They are fast. And then there was a full report like in Ohio, a full zoo is on mm-hmm. the loose. They saw yeah. what? There was a. Uh, I think there was a puma in a tree. That's yeah. what they found. It was everything. What do you, the guy was crazy. He had a whole like exotic zoo basically. And opened the gate, killed zoo himself, and the animals just kind of wandered out. And there was like, yeah, tigers and lions Couldn't and jungle jackets on CNN. Happened to defend why he had to shoot these things and kill them when everyone's like, oh, you should, yeah. you got to tranquilize them. I'm like, okay, until he eats seven of your kids. Yeah. And your kids potentially, I mean, it's I like, heard. Yeah, like 40 minutes away from here, yeah. I, no, that's what I heard. The lion got loose, and its first thought was, where's Axel? So <laughs> I know you were ready for that. Mm-hmm. I know you. that's what Ohio. Killer yeah. be killed. No, by the way, to the jungle cats. You were released in the worst state you could have been released in. Yeah. <laughs> Ohio, like, they ain't gonna fuck around. Like, no. Hey, we'll play these games. Cool, you're cute. All right. Other states might think about tranquilizing. Here in Ohio, everybody's pulling out their fucking, eh, Yeah. I've been meaning to test out this fucking. Yeah. And then I got a long range on that fucking Puma. Where's it at? Neighbor's yard. Got it. <laughs> Bang. I mean, it was like in neighborhoods, wasn't it? Yeah, they said they were actually lucky that the dude opened the gate, shot himself. That a lot of the animals had been there their whole life. Like they didn't really know what to do, so they just kind of hung around the house. They didn't really go anywhere. But then there was definitely animals all over that they had to find, but yeah. just not as many. Devoured his body as well. Probably. I don't you, know if they did. How can you even? How can you have those as pets, though? Uh, and it's first off, like, how expensive is it too? When you look at how much they eat and what you have to do, it's just massive amount of work and money. Yeah, Tiger mm-hmm. King kind of exposed that entire yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. I think you know, yeah. like it's I'm a zoo a guy myth. now. Yeah, I mean, he exposed meth too. What he yeah, can he do? The pleasures of meth. Well, and then remember, there's that. Uh, there's no pleasures of meth. Don't no, try it. Don't do it. Unless you no. want to become Tiger King guy. Or if you, he's watching, in jail for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. Watching people on it though is a different thing. But remember, there's that. Stripper. Is that why you got the binoculars? You're yes. a fucking problem. This guy is a menace today. Thursday, August twenty fifth. I'm just trying to, to you know be on the lookout for my own safety. <clears throat> what if they do a meth revolt over there and I don't have eyes on them and then they're charging my building? This guy. What am I supposed Go to do? Range. Exactly, I will go down there. <laughs> if I have to, I will. But this uh, show is the fucking worst, AJ, isn't it? We should not be allowed to have conversations with people like Jack Carr, Lieutenant Commander, because then we just do this. He loves us, though. I got to be prepared. I already read the preface of the Terminalist book. But remember, there was that stripper who was blowing the OC for Texas. She yeah. had that monkey that ripped oh, up yeah. that kid and. Still there? They were in love. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't just a stripper. Oh, well. If they were in love. the OC. They were blowing each other then. She loved the tip. That was Halloween. Yeah. That kid clearly went into an area he was not supposed to yeah. go to, mm-hmm. by the way. <laughs> we saw the sign. Yeah. Broke his arm. She did that whole video. Yeah. How'd that end? Just because he coached for Texas still, it's all good? Thought so, yeah. In Texas has quit years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just letting it go. Until Arch. I think Sark canned his ass. The monkey? Yeah, the monkey guy. Let me see. Oh, the coach? Yeah. The coach who just, yeah. I don't know. Let me see. I thought not. he was still a rookie. Heard he had a hell of a scheme. If huh. he got fired, we would hear, hey, the coach exactly. who had pet monkey that attacked him. He reality kid. show or something, probably. No, he's her. still there. Still there. Sark yeah. loves the guy. Hey, the guy knows ball. He yeah. does. The guy I mean, knows ball. That's why Arch wanted to go there, I heard. Is that what? Yeah. The monkey in the backyard? Strip Big British. primate guy? Mm-hmm. Why are people allowed to have those as pets? We got this. Certain states they are. Yeah, Other it's not everywhere. Not. Well, Pittsburgh, you're allowed to have five foot seven f- fucking python. Sure. Take it on sure. a walk. Sure. I'm just yeah. learning that. I grew up there. 
Snakes, I feel like, are much different. Uh, not they aren't, but as far as viewing it, mm-hmm. whether you as a law, snakes are different than the monkey. Imagine you're dining at Duquesne night. You sit down and take a massive dump. Mm-hmm. Okay, you had a great sandwich earlier, probably some fries. Mm-hmm. You know, you're singing and thinking about Nage running the rock this oh, year. Right. Oh, Kenny yeah. Pickett Hell being yeah. a hero. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to fucking go ahead and unload and destroy this toilet. You know. Here we go. I'm from a town <laughs> with the great football team. Let me go take a big shit. You know, like that, that person. And then opening the toilet seat. Well, let's assume that they got both. Pittsburgh toilet? They sure. Got, oh, yeah, yeah. Man, I don't know if maybe even one of those. And then this five foot seven fucking python is just staring up, though. I mean, that is nightmare fuel that everybody has to experience right now because this guy took his pet on a fucking walk. This, Bur- burn the house down. This happened in Indonesia. The uh, One of the things bit the guy's penis off. <laughs> he opened up the toilet to take a piss. There was a massive python in there and just boop. Tragic. Ripped his penis. You got to move off. quicker, bud. Well, no, I don't think you have a choice. Quicker than a snake. But if, no, I, the nightmare is not all of a sudden lifting the seat and seeing the snake head. The, yeah, the nightmare is you're sitting down, and like Ty says, and that thing just snatches the tip of your dong off as you sit down. You didn't know he was there. Yeah, well, I think those all kind of go into the same nightmare. Yeah, if you sit down and there's I'd a snake I'd rather see him head. first. Close it and get out of there. Okay, so you're taking your shit on him, so you're kind of alpha in the snake. No, you can't. If you see that snake in there, i got to find a way to get him a machete and chop his head off and pull the rest of him out. <laughs> machete? <laughs> The, uh, right. I looked it up. The in your house, off. by the way, machete always. Yeah, within uh, arm's reach. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> machetes, they're in the garage. It's like a walker axe. The Winkler axe? Winkler, Winkler axe. See, that's the problem. You'll never go downrange, pal. Yeah, oh, they also called him. You'll oh, oh, never go downrange. also called him Commander, Tony. Like, this, well, that's higher than Lieutenant Commander, so was I fucking, uh, you know, saying like, hey, you're the best, or was I, <laughs> was I talking down to him? Hey, he's, he's getting a brain scan tomorrow. This guy. Wait, why? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. The, uh, the memory's been worse than usual. <laughs> no. So what do you mean? Is this like a is this a clinic you're going to? No, it's my doctor. P, uh, not P, oh, P, so you're P, just going to uh, primary, <laughs> primary care. Sorry, primary care. Been going there yeah. since I was PCP. 10. To our point. I didn't live here, dude. So are you, um, is it a CAT scan? I don't know. We got to talk to him first. Oh. Initial, initial. What are you going to tell him? Hey, my brain's just like memories. Listen, aren't my there brain normally stinks, but it's been stinking a lot more recently. What if he puts you on that like uh, super brain stuff? On it? Oh, alpha brain? Is I that, don't know if you, have, you don't need to be at a prescription. AJ's guy. Which one's Alex Jones' stuff? <laughs> Which oh. one's Alex? Tony's been on that for years. Well, yeah, I don't think so. That's where this doctor, what if it goes, oh, I got exactly what you need. And he turns around and he's like, we are so broke. <laughs> <laughs> but this is. Is he dead? Is that is that guy? We are no so broke. <laughs> what, a quote, what a quote! It's Gizline. I can't believe that's a real human. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Maybe. No. How, can't, how do did, can't do it. Can't do it. This him. is what I'm Shame. talking about. Can't There's another meme. Saying. There's another meme. This guy read. Is he shift, shifting his shape? That's not how you say it, uh, but no, there are there <laughs> are other theories about old AJ. Let's, the go, let's go to the, the phones. Friends with Adele. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to... Beebs. I will not speak on let's that. Let's go to the phones. So you guys are all what? You guys are all meet in the meme factory and just nope. say, hey, let's read all the same stuff? Is that what nope. you guys are doing over here? No. I, I heard about this about when my uh, house was in Saturn. 
and the, the third dimension. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Talking talking about. Let's show this to the doctor more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go to the phones. Let's hit the five energy phone line and get the fuck out of here. Uh, Jason in Houston, spelled H-U-S-T-O-N. I assume that is Houston. <laughs> there we go. Jason on the five energy Houston. Austin, bro. Uh, what's going on, Jason? Uh, what do you want to talk about on the five energy phone line? What's good with it, fellas? Jason. Life is good right now. The show is terrible today, but we've had a good time. This is one of those shows that we've literally done just for us. A little selfish, but we're getting into the season. Uh-huh. We got to do what we got to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you calling, Jason. What do you want to talk about? Nah, man, I gave you the flowers the last time you were going to SmackDown, but mm. y'all boys really killing it, bro. Like, I'm, that's all me and my partner's watch now. The pod, hammer down here. I even watch that's hockey talk, and I don't know shit about fucking hockey talk. Hell yeah. Hey, 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 real quick, Jason, you and the partners watching hockey talk or what? You said what now? You and your partners watching uh, hockey talk or not? I think that's I think that's more so just me. Yeah, I yeah. Okay, I sure, sure. Case, huh? Hey, I definitely seen clips from the pod and shit, though, guys, because the boys are fucking hilarious. So I, yes. I ran across our random as fuck on YouTube a couple years back, and um, you know what I'm saying? Like, since then, like, literally put all my partners on and that's really all we literally watch now. So, like I said, I just wanted to give y'all boys our flowers, nice. man, because y'all nice. killing that shit. Hey, Jason, we appreciate that. Whenever you're done with us, too, we fucking understand. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> we try not to market at all anything, except for if you're here. Like, uh, there was a thought, you know, good business would be to maybe get a commercial in some of these games or sure. something. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we have a show. We do the whole thing. Uh, never want anybody to be uh, forced to watch us. That no. is, so if you find us and land here, we appreciate you. The mm-hmm. pod, though, by the way, every Wednesday, worth a watch for every human that's watching currently. It is the dumbest hour, hour and a half of all time. And somehow each week they top themselves. And it's one of my favorite shows to watch. So I appreciate you, Jason. What do you want to talk about today, pal? Yeah, man. I just I just want to know why everybody is sucking Georgia dick. I'm a Bama fan. I'm from Montgomery. Like, Georgia beat us for the first time in nine fucking years, and it took both of our 1,000-yard receivers going down. We had just whooped their ass two weeks, what, two, three weeks prior. So now Georgia is just the best fucking team ever. First of all, fuck Georgia. Second of all, this is a revenge season for us, right? We got the number one and the number two pick in the draft this year. And Will Anderson and Bryce Young, yeah, I said it, AJ. TJ will probably go number three. So I just want to put everybody on notice this is the end season. And we come in the whoop post ass this year. Oh, hey, Jason. Like, uh, yeah. Didn't like need that. that last shot. Didn't need that. I appreciate Jason for watching, listening, and putting his partners on. Hell yeah. That's appreciate a big deal. That. I really do appreciate that. From Alabama, roll motherfucking tide. AJ, you didn't even know why that was a shot. That's the problem. That's why we, we're in the yeah, college football what do you mean? landscape. CJ Stroud's going three and not one. Oh, so okay. But it, you That's did, what he's saying, You right? knew that immediately upon him saying that? Yeah. I mean, C.J. Stroud's a Heisman candidate, all of that. But, yeah, their, their guy the won the Heisman actually. last year, and their other D.N., right? He's supposed to be <laughs> yeah. number one. Will Anderson. Yeah. All right. He's the guy. Hey, I just want to make sure, like, you're fucking, hey. Yeah. Remember. I get it. Hey, that's fine. Just go, if they, yeah, go win. No, oh. but I'm, talk- I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you being in college football this year because we're in the yeah. college football landscape. Yeah, yeah. We're Come on, pal. Come on, you. I'm going to that game. I'm going to Ohio State Notre Dame game. Sure. Woo! Let's go. We got boots on the ground. That's huge. Is Actually, that- first week. Well, week. is that big noon kickoff? No, they're not on the air that day because that's a night game. It's 8 p.m. I was wondering if you were taking a sign. Yeah. I don't think that's going to – yeah, no. Maybe that would be a nice safe place for, for Herbs to show up for the week one, but no, they're not here. No, 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 Ohioans, you think? Well, not – and then Notre Dame. I mean, oh, Catholics support. want nothing to do with him. He was at Notre guy. Dame, too. He Adulter. coached her. 
He's fucked no matter where he goes. I mean, I don't know. No, no, no. He's good. By the way, everybody says, uh, and I've been saying, by the way, too much. Need to stop it. Come on, dude. Put it together. Put it the rest. Let's okay. put it. Let's put it in a in a box. Let's you do a good job. Remember, uh, in things of that nature, like you haven't used that again. Like you do a good job of cutting things out. A little self recognize. You know, there no. was there was once uh, the immense and then vast one week, and then now it's by the way. Nobody cares, dude. By the way, all right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I need to put it in a box and fucking bury that thing. Sure. We are not. Like telling people what to do, we are just saying like, "Hey, this is what's going to happen," you know. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a vast di there it is, an immense difference. <laughs> and by the way, like we don't mean to use words. To let's go to the phones. By the way, week zero this weekend. Can't say that. Yeah, you, you can't be that. putting it in my like. Now you're saying it. I probably I didn't realize I did it. Well, that's because your brain. So let's fix that. Okay. By the way, we have an update on the snake. Here we go. Uh, it is. By the way, can't have yeah. it. Can't do that. Can't have vast it. difference. All right, relax. Shut up. Okay, by the way. You, whoa. Enough with that disrespect. Yeah. Right. Sorry, by the way. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, the snake, as I mentioned before, is uh, white in color. It is five foot seven. Now we have a name. It's named uh, Bill McComas. All right. Bill <laughs> is in Pittsburgh. I hope that was worth it. Tell him to bring back for Manny. Turn your tea. What? Bill's 30 seconds behind? Yeah. yeah Bill would eat is. that uh, thing alive. Yes. Bill would throw ninja stars out of his fucking cargo shorts. Yeah, he had two nines. <laughs> Winkler Yeah, you two are. You guys are all wrong. He would not eat that thing alive. He would just feed it dead bodies so yeah. that there'd be no. Evidence. All right, oh, it. Bill, have you cut that thing right. tail to neck? Bill, I'm sick of this. You don't deserve this type of stuff. You hear me? Yeah. The best part about this one is I had to text Nick and saying it was the most teed up dong shot of all time, not calling me the five foot seven oh. white snake <laughs> slithering around Pittsburgh. Oh, oh Bill, you did it to yourself. Oh, right, fool. You like my teammates, Bill. I like that, Bill. Thank you for making the show better, Bill. Bill, you really do good work, Bill. <laughs> Bill, what's our team name? I was going to wait for you to, uh, you know, I figured that was going to be your biggest input on I this. thought it was Killer Instinct. That, is that not yeah. the name of your team? Killer Instinct? I think so. No. That, that, that IP might be taken, but we can figure we'll it out. We'll come up with a good one, Bill. That IP? What the fuck? What are you talking we gotta, about? Wait, we got how many what? teams? Show? I'm not calling our team. 12 teams. Did CFO Phil come in and said he's naming our Killer team Killer Instinct? Instinct? We, need, we haven't talked about this. What's your team? Are you calling your team Killer Instinct? No, definitely not. Maybe this fucking psychopath. Yeah, you don't know. Could you don't want to know what my team be. name is. We actually came up with it this morning. <laughs> so I've got a link to sign up for the league, which is concerning. Oh, Bruce's league is fucking up right now. Oh. What's going on, Bruce? Interesting. Bruce might be hosting a show on FanDuel TV. Pumped for that. Sweet. <laughs> Not hosting a show is going to be Bill's winning big an Emmy. adventure. Bonanza, no, sorry. No. Hey, congrats to Fandle, by the way, getting uh, their own like channel and network off the ground. Not easy to do. Yeah. Congratulations. FanDuel is announcing FanDuel TV, the better sports network. Yeah. Kay Adams will have, I believe, a daily show on mm -hmm. there. I don't, I don't know awesome. what all was finalized. We will be contributing stuff to it. This show will not be going to that. This show will remain, you know, where it is right now. Yeah. But we will be contributing because we appreciate the fuck out of FanDuel, obviously. I'm excited to see what we piece together for that. And it's coming around the corner. And I'm very pumped for FanDuel. Like, obviously... We got a large partnership with them. Sure. They are our exclusive sports book. It is large. They have funded this company to be able to go to places that we could have never dreamed of, maybe like take five, ten years. With that being said, by the way, um, the sports book business, if you have a sports platform and you own it right now, really, really, really good time to happen to be in that 
you know, world. FanDuel has been a great partner with us. Mm -hmm. They have zero ownership over this show, zero ownership over what we say, zero sold discretion. You got to talk like this. You got to do this. You got to do that. And they have been nothing but super supportive of any ideas that we have. So we are trying to take all their fucking money with our bets. Always. So there's always like a little bit of a give and take there. But I'm, I'm very thankful for the people at FanDuel for obviously what they've done for us. And I'm pumped for them for this because this is a big deal for everybody at FanDuel. And the, the amount of work that they fucking put in to get this thing going off the ground, like... I'm very excited for them. And Kay has a home again, mm -hmm. yeah. which I think everybody is very excited about. I'm letting you do boosts like you did yesterday and today, too, with the uh, four-teamer, 10-plus wins is huge. Yeah, well. we just put out a futures boost that feels really good. Uh, remember, 17-game seasons now. Mm -hmm. So 10 wins is a little – this is a little different. It's like nine wins almost exactly. back in the day. It's a good bet. Yes, yeah. we feel good about it as well. Uh, the Bills, Packers, Rams, and Colts to each win 10 regular season games was plus three. 310, which is, by the way, great odds. Yeah. Vast odds. Immense odds. Yeah. <laughs> that has been boosted to plus 450. Oh. I mean, that's a fucking great bet. My only issue is futures bets never last with me. I definitely cash them out and mm -hmm. I go, okay, sorry about it. I would mm -hmm. like to put yeah. that on this particular lock that I have found. Yeah. But if you have some patience for the futures bets, you can get a nice little how you doing, keep it moving in January here. And uh, plus 450 is great odds. Yeah, and all four of those teams have great defenses too. So you might think to yourself, like, what happens if someone goes down? They all can play defense, so they're going to be in every game. 17 games, 10 wins. Th that's a good boost. Mm -hmm. Now That's a great boost. And let us boost. Uh, uh, this season started a little rocky. It did. Yeah, it did. I sent an email for one of these preseason games. I was like, "Hey, I'd like to, uh, you know, I'd like to have a little bit more skin in one of these games. I don't give a fuck about." Right. Okay. So let's boost the over for this first one here. And they said, "Well, the market. We we don't know who's playing, Pat. So like, that moves. That market moves. So we could super boost it now, but it, it might end up not even being a boost. It might end up being." like fucked whenever the thing actually Fine. levels out. It didn't. It never changed. Yeah. We would have won. Would have been 1-0 in Fuckers. our Super Boost. What do you know? So I will hold that over their head for the rest of the season. As you should. In that conversation with said person, great guy. Love, his, love the way his brain operates. Mm. He's really good at picking lines. But we got that one in the back. Oh, you remember when uh, you said, I oh, can't do it, and we won? <laughs> Need this one in there. This plus 450 boost, I feel good to start the season with. Yeah, that's great for two weeks from now, too, for Bills Rams. You know, get a boost then when it really matters. We should boost something this weekend, shouldn't we? Just to kind of get Because it is preseason for us, too. Kind know? of feel it out a bit. Yeah, we should, shouldn't we? Don't you think, AJ? Should we get a boost going in here? Tom Brady's playing, right? Is that Colts? Colts Tampa? I, feel, I believe Colts are playing a half. I assume Tom goes for. Quarter. Yeah, What's over under there? 40? 40 and a half. 40 and a half. Has that moved since the announcement? Take the of, over. Has that moved, though, since the announcement of starters yeah, have, playing for Tampa Bay? Let me check. I have no idea. Odds move at an interesting rate. Carson Wentz signs with the Commanders. No movement for the Commanders to win the division or the Super Bowl. Quarterback position, they're paying them $30 million. No movement. Tyron Smith gets hurt today. Odds change for the Cowboys mm -hmm. to win the division, get longer, and the Eagles go up 15 points in there. So they are actively always – you got to remember that, too, with sports, the emergence of sports gambling. They are trying to fucking beat us. Like, oh, yeah. shit ain't sweet. They are trying to beat us. They are actively trying to beat us, and every single move is being calculated and what, how much it affects. The Cowboys' odds changing with this injury – 
was it was eye-opening to me. I was like, oh, okay. And maybe that's why people are down on them. Still the favorites to win the NFC East because the NFC East is a big question mark. But the Eagles, look at them gaining ground right now. Tone, what were you about to say? Uh, Colts are two and a half, and the total is now 41 and a half. Oh, so it goes up a point. Full point. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. That doesn't sound like jack shit. And then this thing will end up being fucking yeah, 27. 27-13. Yeah. And going into the final drive somehow. And... A kicker will hit a 75-yard field goal. <laughs> That's right. It's just like, what? How do they know, AJ? How do these fuckers know? Or like they know Dave everything. Just said too. They really do. Like it, it could be 21-20, last-second touchdown instead of kicking it. They'll go for two, and the game will end 21-20. Go for the win. And the spread is do not want to tie. Yeah. And the spread the tie is tie doesn't matter. For what? Well, they don't want to tie, but tie doesn't matter. There's no, no I mean, tie. preseason. Oh, yeah, they're, they're just it? like fuck it. Either go for it. Oh, well, or every, win or lose. everyone's going for two. Going for the because, win. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Could you? That'd be awesome if you made a decision. We're tying. Better than a loss, boys. We don't have a good two-point play. Sorry about it. <laughs> you, you, yeah, we're tying. Kick the fucking extra point. <laughs> we don't care. You see how bad we play? We get out of here with a tie? Yeah, that's all right. And tell you what, man. Tie's pretty good for today. Hey, right? not yeah. bad, man. Right? Right? We move on. Better than a loss. Got our first win in nine games. Right? Last week. Now we get our first tie. Second tie. Steelers really. Right? <laughs> That'd be awesome trying to sell it to the team on why you went for a fucking tie. Everybody in the room, like, what? What are we? Yeah, this sucks. What just happened right there, Coach? That'd be a tough sell. I think that would be a tough sell. Yeah, to show win. the analytics, man. So might help. I was told, man. Fifty-eight percent of the time we lose that game, man. What do you want me to do? Okay, we didn't lose. Hundred percent of the time when you tie, you don't lose, man. So <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a numbers guy. Everybody doesn't think that because my kneecap thing, man. But hundred percent of the time you tie. You don't lose. Can you imagine how worse this plane ride back would be, man? We lost this game. We We, tied, man. He could have missed that kick. We could have lost, man. Instead, (laughs) fucking tie, dude. Go play some Blu-ray, boys. (laughs) Oh, play some Blu-ray back here. Watch your film. How about him talking about dice, dominoes, Blu-ray? He listed off all. Mm -hmm. Every locker room game he listed off. I was like, this is the thing that coaches can't do. Like, former players... Do know that type of shit. Coaches know about Boo Ray and Chuck used to have hilarious, you know, gives and takes about boys. Can't be, you know, we gotta, you know, because Chuck, I assume, enjoys gambling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Cards. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he, he's a big cards guy. I'm not sure. This year it's gonna be tough for us not to just be like, Chuck, who's winning this game by how many points? What well, well, you know, <laughs> what's, what's his name ended? What's that? What? Uh, his last name ends in Agano. Yeah. He likes gambling. What? He's dying. You can't say that. They can, though. No, Italians like to gamble. I know Tony. I can say that. Tony's dying. He likes gambling. Oh, it's like I got an Italian friend. You yeah, think exactly. this is a transitive property? Yeah, kind I do. Of. You think you can, be, you can be racist against the Italians through hmm. osmosis? No, I find it offensive. Thank you. Well, he's a degenerate. He's a fucking Italian, so... He doesn't really have feelings, probably. Well, you know, I'm not, you know, adding any to the end of my last name Thank or anything Bingo. like Thank that. You, so of I mean, all the things smart. you could say, Ty, this is very nice. Now you that's heard Connor Cambellini. Yeah, Cambellini. Yeah, yeah, Thank you. I do have some Italian. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. No, you just said a Cambellini. I might change my name tomorrow. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Connor Cambellini. Yeah. 13 days to let us fall I just put an O at the end of my first name. No, you, you should be Connor O. Cambellini. My middle initial is O. O. Mick Cambellini. <laughs> sure. Connor O. Mick Cambellini. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be amazing. Good Look work. at you. Do 23 and me and see if you can do it like I, I will. Can. You know what? I will. They used to call me McAfee 
different soccer situations. Yeah. yeah. And I was always like, uh, let's go to the phones. Hmm. I'm not saying that. It was awesome. It was a compliment. Yeah. I was fucking happy about it. Of what course. were you saying? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Guys, thank you for that yeah, compliment. Thank you. Appreciate it was very it. nice of you. Thank I'm going to take a 23 and me 30 years from now and have to apologize to a lot of people for a lot of things. Sure. Because I offended myself a lot. Yes. I was young and dumb. Wasn't I, Nick? I was just young and dumb. That yeah. that pizza situation. Live and learn. Yeah. Yeah. That lady's never forgot that moment, I don't think, with nope. me. <laughs> pizza. Didn't you have a pet during Stop. that time, too? What's that, pal? Did you have like a guinea pig or something like that? I did. I'd never. Gerbil? Gerbil, yeah. Hamster? I've never had any of those oh. things. I thought you did. Don't. I mean, that may have slipped by a couple people. What Come on. Talking? It what? didn't slip by me. What well, are you talking about? You. certainly didn't slip by my 0.01% either, but I tried my best to because I don't want you to get your fucking smacked in the mouth. I mm-hmm. genuinely thought, just like with Miss Brooke having an orangutan, I thought I remembered that correctly. Well, I never had any form of rodent. Okay. Okay? Okay. Haddlebags, though, might turn you into one. <laughs> for what you just said. No, me and me and Jar are good. No, bones may be coming in. Oh, yeah. No, and Bill, smacking around a little bit. That's fine. Come in with a goddamn horn on a goddamn necklace, and that's <laughs> going to be the last thing you see before you say, hey, boys, whack, right in the mouth. What happens if my 23ME comes back then? Do I get the smack back, and I get a 1%? That's interesting. You're 23 Because there's some things chance. I'm allowed to say and not allowed to say I've learned sure. with my 0.01%. Sure. I've, I've earned some things, but I, I guess not. I can't say 100% of the things. Well, the Glantes told you you can say they checked off all the boxes for you. Glantz is good people. Yeah. yeah but not I, you. Not yet. McFuck. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's, what the fuck's that all about? You heard him earlier. You can't say that. <laughs> yeah. What's this guy's deal? No, I thought he had 1%. Oh, yeah. He's more, he's more Irish than I am Italian. Allegedly. 23 me. They wouldn't lie, would they? No. I hope not. not. They wouldn't just be making that all up, would they? No. They easily could. No. Whoa, no, no, he's no, memes no, no. You. Oh, here comes memes. <laughs> <laughs> so matter of fact. All right, AJ. Let's get to the could. We took a phone call, right? Yeah, yeah we, we did. Took a couple. Huston. We went to Huston. <laughs> Mitt works here full time. <laughs> I fucking love Huston, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Chase in California on the Five Energy phone line. Oh, silent. Um, Chase, what do you want oh, to talk about? Oh, no, I'm here, boys. I'm here. Don't you worry about it. I'm oh, here. great, great, great. Yeah, that's what I was referring to. Chase, oh, yeah. what, do you, what Yep. How you doing? Keep it moving, first of all. Uh, I got a couple of points. First, I got something on Live Golf. But um, have you guys, you guys were complaining uh-huh. about Skip um, Bayless and those types uh-huh. of shows. Uh-huh. Have you ever seen Skip Bayless? Arguing with himself over Aaron Rodgers on YouTube. It's the best video you've ever seen, I promise. Okay, I have not seen that. I know what it is, though. I've seen other pundits go against each other throughout their lives Mm -hmm. in differing opinions. I am excited to see the Skip one, mostly because I enjoy seeing Skip argue things, and now I get to see him on both sides. That's right. That's that's a lot of fun. Thank you for that, Chase. I promise you, me me and the boys, we'd, we'd say it all the time. We quote it all the time. It's hilarious. And, of course, it's Aaron Rodgers. Also, live golf. I played golf with Bryce and DeChambeau's father, John, last Sunday. Inside. Yeah, I got a little bit of info from him. Um, apparently, in the contract, there's an amendment what? that the winnings that they get for the actual tournaments are taken out of their signing bonus. So they're actually not making as much money as we think they are. It's kind of like an evening out thing until they get to the point where they're making as much as their signing bonus already gets. So it's kind of a facade when it comes to how much money they're actually making. Hey, real quick. Has every musician in the history of anything with their upfront money not been paid, or is that considered a payment? 
I don't know. I don't know anything about musicians. We're talking about live golf here. Yeah, Chase, you're too simple, bub. You can't get to it. That's called an upfront, man. And then you got to earn back through it and the whole thing. I mean, that's just that's how a lot of businesses go. I did not know that though. That is a new piece of information. That is alarming because you know how the depths of the money that they have. But I'm I'm assuming these guys are okay with just getting 125 million dollars before. Hey, you got to win. Uh, 30 golf tournaments here. Okay, you got yeah, it. Whatever. Someday I'll be able to get there. I will be able to do that. Yeah, we're not just going to pay you every tournament you win either. I mean, that's just going to get deducted. And once we come back to even, then you'll start making money on top. Am I getting that money right now? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, deal. Yeah. All right, deal. That's Sounds it. like Bryson didn't have an issue with it, but fucking John DeChambeau <laughs> is not happy about it. Dad. This yeah. came out in the uh, court rollings or whatever when they were still trying to play in the playoffs or whatever, but who cares? It's $100 million. But the only, thing, the only thing that golf – people will care about is well now they don't have to try in the tournaments because it doesn't matter like they're not winning more money can you not try in golf how's that work true oh, yeah. you're right you'll you probably play better phil shot like 16 over at every one of these tournaments i mean he's just he fucking playing right-handed on a couple holes i think <laughs> <laughs> what if he what if he just plays the whole seven iron i'm playing this entire yeah this entire yeah, tournament like match. Match. that would be i guess how you would not give a fuck and not try mm -hmm. golf i feel like you have to you're right yeah you have to yeah. try a little bit don't you yeah, yeah, still, yeah. Easy to still might, you might not stand over putt as long but that's i mean who cares yeah. those putts aj have you been working you don't need it i fucking need it dude i need to work on my button before taller next year are, are we doing tall am i invited back you think i didn't go to any of the events i'm sure you are yeah i hope so i'm already hitting treadmill walking around town oh yeah getting the legs ready nice you wear the same shoes I, I'm still looking for my shoes. Get you some fuck joys. Find them. Yeah, those terrible looking cleats seem to be the right ones. Yeah. 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 Hey, yeah, give get me you some Skechers. Give me the fucking nine-year-old whites. Yeah, Hocus. Hocus. You get Hoka to put some spikes on yeah. some of those giant shoes. The right, so we got to extend my irons. Yeah, 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 yeah true. Gonna have to extend probably iron. fall over, though, driving and trying to shift your weight. <laughs> yeah, but think about driving. I get a chance to use like one of them telephone pole things exactly. now because yeah, I'm 6'6". Right. Six, six I'm a 6'6 six, six golfer all of a sudden. Hit the ball further. Holy shit. Oh. The six, range six, I'm going to have mm -hmm. with a 6'6 six, six swing. Probably add about four yards to your drive. Probably. Yeah, it's going to go the right direction. At too. least. Yeah. It's definitely gonna, the higher, the the further you get away from the ball, the more consistent Correct. you are hitting it, yeah. too. Yeah. Longer the club, Longer more the control. Yeah. yeah. Your sandwich is going to be seven feet long. Perfect. I'm just going to be under it. throwing darts at the yeah. fucking thing, too. Mm -hmm. won't, be, won't be blading the fuck out of anything. No, 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 of course Never not. again. Let's go to the phones. <laughs> are you okay? Now, when you wear those hokas, are you being ironic? All right. This is what you asked me about the necklace. Mm -hmm. But I'm serious about this. Like, I think they might become a thing. But so I can't imagine they started as a thing. They are a thing. Everybody wears them. Okay, get out of your little Ohio world. No, they're a big, like, marathon or triathlon people that run long distances. Yeah. I <laughs> might get into that. I might get, oh. who knows, who knows, maybe that, that's, I get the shoes first and I get into it, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wife and I went on a walk two days ago. Yeah. Hocus took me there. There you, you go. go. I was walking to you. I hope she had a pair so you weren't just completely towering over her. Well, she had Nikes on and her shoes looked much cooler than mine. Yeah, those work. The issue with the Hocus, I will say, if anybody's listening, 
from the Hoka company. Okay. The front, you need to figure out the front because it's like you're slipping off a cliff. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, sure. So the toes, the toes. Front needs to flip up a little. Yeah, my toes are getting fucking demolished yeah. on those Hokas. But the heels and the knees feel good. But the toes, every step is basically just a jam toe in there. Just every single one because I'm slipping and sliding gotcha. off the top of that. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, is that Too worth it? Height. Is what the feel I get in my heels and my knees from the you wonderful clods of Hoka? Yeah, is so the payoff okay for breaking uphill? your toes at all every step you take? You should wear those sweet uh, shoes. Got to toughen me up for time. That like mm-hmm. um, really cool people wear, uh, where the toes, the individual toe shoes. Hey, Vibrams. Hey, I'm surprised you're not into that with all the weird workout. Mm-hmm. I could never get. I had a pair that someone gave me years ago. I can never get my pinky toe in, but General Bob wears those daily to work out. That's what I thought. Legend. You seemed like an actual person that would do that, so it makes sense. I couldn't get. I don't know if you have you ever tried. I don't know. I can't get my individual toes in there. I don't like when something's in between my toes. If I get something yeah. in between my toes, I'm freaking out. I'm like, mm-hmm. get, nah, get my toe. I need to like get that out of there. So when they're like, these are best for your body. This is how primal. This is this yep. is how you're faster. You'll be more healthy. You don't even know, but the arch of your feet uh, are getting ruined by these modern shoes. You need to remember they did a full pitch to basically like oh, yeah. every yeah. professional athlete. Like you need to be working out in these. You should run sh- barefoot through the woods. That was a big thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, well. I'm not going to do that because I don't like shit in between my fucking toes. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> Give me the goddamn regular shoes. Well, you should try it out. It'll have benefits. All right. I'm never fucking putting those on. You tried it, though. I did try it, yeah, back in the day. Helped? Didn't help. Never could get your pinky toe I, in? I never could get my pinky toe. I can never feel comfortable in them. So I don't know how people would just put them on and off comfortably. I don't know. Maybe I had a different pair. Can you move your pinky toe? No. I can. Really? Uh, yeah, I can move it. Oh, Wait, so you just got I don't know if I can separate okay. it from well, the okay. I, just, yeah, I, just okay. I think it's stuck to my other toes, though. I can't, you like, can't. I don't think I can Prove single it. it out. Yeah, I can single it out. I can move it out. That That's was a wild. big thing when I figured that out. It was a wow. mental toughness thing. I think it was during treatment. Something was happening on my left knee, and I was sitting there, and I'm like, could I move my pinky toe if I had to? Could not. Had to work on it. I had to get through it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's only got one move. It just goes like that. <laughs> That's all it does. Still right? train it out. Does, yeah. It's impressive. What Thank a big day. It was. And then I started doing what I just did to you. Hey, hey can you? Great athlete. <laughs> you, can you move your pinky toe? Bet you fucking can't, dude. And then <laughs> the ring toe and the pinky toe just mm-hmm. like kind of moving. Sure. I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought. You can't, you're not an athlete, bro. Sorry. I like to control every part Sorry, of my body. It. I got the muscle memory and everything like that. I'm like, you guys, fucking losers. How about you being sneaky athletic? <laughs> yeah. yeah I would, did you really ask people that about your pinky toe? In the, I think in the room, probably the day or two that I figured it out. It was a big moment. Is your big toe the longest toe of yours? Yes. My big toe is fucking huge. I mean, it is. I got a long, I think it's long. My middle, my middle toe is longer than my big toe. Mm-hmm. Hey, that means something. I saw a meme on this. What? You're like super smart or something. Well, my, that's. Most likely. Anomaly, well. I guess. That's how mine Me is too. too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure on this issue. I think it's my second toe, though. Yeah, that's what Yeah, that's, that's, that's what, yeah. He said middle toe, which. Would be the ring toe you're saying? Mm-hmm. That'd be my ring toe. Now the middle toe would be your middle finger toe. You'd be a freak. <laughs> I think there are people that have that though, right? Yikes. I think I'm. A, I should wear pinky toe rings. He should. A freak. Well, I don't think you could because you can't fucking move. Your, that's the thing that I could do that not a lot of people can. Mm-hmm. I can separate it and get a ring on there. I'll well, see. Maybe that'll help me. I, the thing I like yeah, about you is. You will just go, he'll go bust his pinky. Oh, yeah. And say, hey, we move now. Yep. Don't (laughs) (laughs) Walking around coaching, fucking, what happened? Broke your toe. Oh, did you stop it on something? No, no. Trying to teach it a lesson. We We moved. Trying to move. Let's go to Marty in Salt Lake City. Marty, what's going on? Five Energy phone line, pal. 
Hey, what's up, Pat? AJ, boys. Hey, Marty. Marty. Hey, I just want to say, hey, you so guys were talking about Jimmy talk G last, last week. <laughs> you guys were talking about Jimmy G last week, and uh, would he ever go to a team just to be a backup quarterback? I don't know, Marty. That's a great question. So we're talking about rap. We're talking to Rapport earlier while he's on the car. Uh, ride home from a trampoline park with his family in the middle of football season on the middle of a fucking work day. Um, his wife is a gem. Yeah, she is. She is yeah. a wonderful the best. lady. She is. The absolute best. She was driving around like she'd been doing all off season yep. from the Lego factory to yep. the Harry Potter Museum what? to the Pez dispenser thing what? and out of the trampoline park. Mm -hmm. And then inevitably probably to and from a bar every evening. For sure. Definitely going home to make him lunch. Yeah, we yeah. love Ian. Okay, love him, but we have noticed some trends in his life. Sterp doesn't like when Leah speaks her mind either in interviews. Which yeah, is she tells yeah. the truth in her interviews, yeah, so we didn't tell her not to do that. Again, okay, so yeah. you lie to us every time. I mean, mm -hmm. we learned a lot today about yeah, Ian the sure person. Did. Yeah. We still love him. Sure. sure. Yeah. Still love him. Can't spell comedian without Ian. No, you can't. Love a lot of dirtbags. Still true. Huh? I don't think that's kit. Yeah, including well, you. Yeah. Well, you two exactly. said a lot of terrible things about you each other's uh, heritage. Heritage. So and don't, don't talk, to talk to me about Harry. Please don't. They thought that was Marty from Marty and McGee. Everybody in the room. That's what I realized. When I said, Marty, Salt Lake City. And then he says, hey, how you doing? Came over. They go, oh, that, did you hear them all? Oh. They, thought, they thought that was fucking Marty. I didn't know what it was. Yes. And then obviously Connor, don't. Talk to me about heritage. I'm like, God damn, Marty said more than that, pal. Yeah, well, if he was chewing salt well, water taffy. It's actually McGee who said, who said <laughs> yeah. that it was wasn't Marty. I figured it was a staple of their yeah. team. Marty, and, show. Marty and Junior are best friends, which... Marty's Dale? a fucking author, yeah. dude. Yeah, Marty's a beast. Marty is an author. We, Anyways, we're talking rap. Is he in Kid Rock's music video? No. Marty? Uh, Marty has sick J's, yes. great haircut, right? Great, great haircut. Fantastic. Friends with everybody, great author. Yes. Gave us an interview out of a Starbucks. Yes. Kept them open, right? That's Marty? That, that is Marty, Marty. Saban's yes. best friend. Marty's awesome guy. Mm -hmm. so McGee is G the... The face of NASCAR. <laughs> McGee's a fucking dog. Yeah. That's <laughs> all that needs yeah. to be they said. They are the uh -huh. SEC. Bingo. They are. Face yeah, of the South. Are. Also the yeah. face of the Myrtle Beach Bowl, right? Correct, Bingo. Yes. That, that was when I and really ESPN fell in love. Yeah. They went yeah. down there on the boardwalk, got their saltwater taffy, their airbrushed t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I love those guys. <laughs> Who doesn't? Seriously, their podcast the is the, our the show best is thing the that's got ESPN. This is our boom! 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 boom. Brand new picture. So lovable. <laughs> This is McGee on the left, Marty on the right. Uh, it's right. definitely 2022. That is a old, very old. <laughs> I was going to say, would you pull that from 2007? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> before. The conception. Yeah, they've been together that long. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what we're showcasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We fucking love Marty and McGee. Love, love them. them. You went on their show. Yes. Yeah. What was that? National Championship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. New, New Orleans. Orleans. 2019. Marty was fucking hucking seeds through that tire Bingo. spinning back and forth. With Tabo standing right next yeah. to Yeah. Yes. He almost won somebody a million bucks, Marty. Yeah. Fucking freak athlete, Marty. Boom. There it is. There we go. What's up, Why do they stay McGee in the right like, spots? What's that, pal? Like, Marty should be in the left at all times. Because it's Marty and McGee? Yeah, like they really fucked themselves over here. Well, because they know that fucking McGee's a straw that stirs the drink, so... <laughs> <laughs> they want him on the left. Goddamn right. Goddamn right. <laughs> this office has an unhealthy obsession with these two. We love and them. They They're don't the best. Know. Those two do not know. Hey, Marty McGee, I want to let you guys know. You get quoted in this office... Seven to eight times a day, mm -hmm. not just some days, 
every day Marty and McGee are talked Love about. They have, they're just living their life, making great content, covering shit, doing their thing. They don't even know that in an office in Indiana, their names are brought up all the time. Mm -hmm. In always a pop, Legend. always a pop, always a pop. Whenever Marty and McGee get brought trying up. to change that, I follow and unfollow McGee like sixty-five times a day. I've been doing it for probably like three months now, trying to get him to follow me yeah. back. He won't do it, but. <laughs> What he, I mean, it's McGee. That's I McGee. get it. He's fucking busy as shit. I you get know? It. <laughs> exactly. Do you like Feinbaum? Oh, he got Come dumped on. on for something. What did he say? He said Notre Dame sucks ass. Yeah. Well, oh, well, I mean, what was it? Have you not busted it out yet? Do you have a Feinbaum? In <laughs> I've done it on Does show he have before, a Feinbaum ever? Have you really? On this show? Yeah. No, he can't do Feinbaum. You have, you have a Paul <laughs> Feinbaum. There's no way he can do Feinbaum. Oh, we can't. Oh, I've never heard it. Have you ever heard of Paul Feinbaum? It's too tough to do. I don't think anyone could do it. I don't think we've ever heard of Paul Feinbaum, dude. <laughs> okay. I mean, what did he just say? Well, he'd probably say something like, AJ's a fucking asshole. Uh, you know, Alabama this year is uh, going to be so much better than they were last year. Nick Saban knows how to win, okay? And if you... <laughs> Marty McGee is actually my favorite show. It's my lead-in uh, to the Paul Feinbaum radio show, which starts uh, com coming weeks here. Oh, I didn't know. Hey, good for you. Pretty good. Good. Really good. I met Paul Feinbaum uh, doing Get Up one morning. It was, it was an card. honor. Uh, it was an honor to chit-chat with him. And I knew he was a legend. I don't know the college football world as well as I am this year, alongside AJ, because we're in the college football landscape mm -hmm, now. Sure. I met him in the morning at Get Up. That afternoon, my wife and I were walking around the area of where the get-up stage is. We saw Paul Feinbaum walking all by himself. Strutting. Fucking looked so good. It was like an aura around him while he was walking around. And I go, hey, Paul, how's it going? And he uh, Just looked. Just ignored the <laughs> shit out of you. Yeah. No, he said hello, but he definitely had no idea who the fuck mm -hmm. I was. And my wife kind of goes like, oh, kind of dunked on you there, that guy. You know, <laughs> you know? I was like, I met him this morning, but he's a busy guy. He runs college football. He does. That's why I told Sam. He, that, guy run, that guy right there. Runs college yeah. football. That guy mm -hmm. right there. Because he runs the SEC. So he runs SEC. college football. I mean, he's probably stiff arming co eds throwing them, themselves at him, right? I used to listen to his he show just, stiff for, just for the callers. They were, big, they were yeah. great. Stiff if he walks on a campus, I would imagine all the sororities come running. Yeah. It was his show when the guy from he, Alabama or Auburn called in to uh, confess to the killing the tree. Yeah. Oh, Harvey Updike. That's yep. that guy's name. He fucking poisoned. Uh, Put a know. fucking rusty nail. Yeah, inside the tree. I cannot take our show anymore. We're out of here. This show <laughs> sucks. All right, we're back tomorrow. Can't have what we did today. What what? You, mean? you can have one of these every once in a while. Can't make this a habit. This is you know. No, last one before the season. By the way, that is my managerial style. Something terrible happens. I go, hey, like we enjoyed what happened there. Sure. Can't make it a habit. No. You know, like that's something, yeah. something bad will happen out here. And it'll obviously be a fuck up, but the way this office handles everything is like, oh, of course, look at that. And it becomes a 25, 30 minute whole yeah, thing where yeah. we're all laughing. So then I normally have to like talk to the person's side, like, hey, listen, had a lot of fun there with that mm -hmm. whole thing. Classic, funny, awesome. <laughs> can't make a habit out of it. Mm -hmm. Can't, we can't make a habit out of it. Oh, of course, of course, of course. And then Huston happens, you know? Right, yeah. And then it's like, all right, we're back in it, you mm -hmm. know, we're back in it. But other things along that, today's show can't make a habit of it. Like the big wet butts. That's why you had to cut that off. Yeah, and let me just say, uh, two days ago, me and Zito had a chance to big wet butt every single computer in this goddamn Not place. Mine. And we did Close it. it every time I walk away. Well, you were in here. 
we're at Quills, mm -hmm. who are taking our parking spots. That's going to be a thing. Yeah, those cool. those cars are going to get flipped. Yeah. Do it they again. They, oh. Do it again, Quills. Got meatheads down the road, Quills. I don't know if yeah. you ever hear. There cars will get flipped. There's little tiny cars. I'll break some windows. Hell yeah. I do not care. I'll poop on windshield. They don't know. There you go. Bill will be slithering around out there. Have we found Bill in Pittsburgh yet? Not yet. He'll be yeah, slithering under cars, cutting brake lines. I've seen him do it. I saw a picture of a woman cutting a carburetor out or something like that. Yeah, it's big right now. A Catalytic converters. There it is. Yeah. There it is. I mean, Just we, broad daylight. Broad daylight. Army crawling underneath. Jesus. Just very uh, unintelligent looking humans. Oh, sure. I, I don't think it's like that difficult of a... Yeah. This is just like the Kia thing. As soon as yeah. somebody finds out about it, oh, I can make 25 cents per one of these things. I can go sell it. Let me <laughs> fucking go. Same category of human that goes in and strips copper pipe out of a house to sure. sell it. Sure. Yeah. Same vibe. Yeah. Yeah. They're clever, those people. Yeah. Sure, copper yeah. goes for good money. A lot of math. Math. A lot of Not that good. Those construction sites really got to keep their eyes peeled yeah, for the fucking coming out here. Get some watchdogs. Mm -hmm. Oh. Actual dogs? Yeah. Chuck. Dogs. What I, happened I, with I, the I, COVID dogs? Is that still a thing? Because I've seen a guy can't play in a tournament. I thought the CDC said unvaccinated and vaccinated people are no longer. Novak? Talking about Novak Djokovic? Talking about Djokovic, yeah. yeah I thought Joker. the CDC actually said in its release. This might have been an internet meme that I misread and thought it was actually from the CDC. But it said vaccinated and non-vaccinated no longer to be separated, right? Yeah. And then Joker can't play in the U.S. Open because he's not vaccinated. That would seem as if that would be a. Yeah, I don't know what the foreign relations are. He ain't fucking are, American. Yeah, Joker's going <laughs> to... I think yeah. that's what they're I saying. Mean, actually. The foreign yeah. I think it's a foreign relations. Uh, he's going to start a goddamn nuclear war if we don't let him play. Because he's been fed up with it. He actually bought a medical company just to research why oh, yeah. he doesn't have to be vaxxed. And now they're doing this after the CDC said you don't have to be vaxxed. He's going to start bombing people. He doesn't care. I don't know if Joker just has the ability to bomb people. You but never know. I, I think you're saying that in a metaphorical sense. Yeah, he's at bombing on people. Oh, okay, bombing okay. on mm -hmm. people. Yeah, because mm -hmm. the way you were saying it, you, want, you said nuclear. Yeah, yeah. like he was well, he's going piloting the Enola Gay. Yeah. No, he's going nuclear on people. The what? Enola the Gay. Enola Gay. It's what we yeah. dropped the atomic yeah. bombs from. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that has really ruined relations with that country to this day. Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday. Actually. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Well, I was over there. Boots on the ground. Yeah. It's not great. Hey, yeah. you're. So you should not go to this particular part of the town. Why? What's going on down there? Bad part. Uh, yeah. Well, also a lot of, you know, locals, and yeah. uh, you're pretty obviously American. Yeah. They haven't forgot. Still throwing darts at American flags. We, we haven't forgot either. Okay. Well. Yeah. Well. I feel like they'd be a good ally. Sounds like, they, but they I don't, don't love us over there. I, don't, I do not think they love us over there. No, well, unless things have changed in the last few years, yeah, probably have. Probably, I doubt. Was it our fault that they, you know, exactly. picked the wrong team in the forties? I don't think so. I agree. You love Hawaii. Love it. Hawaii, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> From the Manti Teo doc. Yeah, every time that and there was a there's a surfer doc too where they just hammered that thing home. Oh, in the N one mixtape tour doc, awesome it came out yesterday. Yeah, you weren't in that generation, right? That was our generation. Mm -hmm. No, we like we would watch the reruns on yeah. like ESPN classics, but we didn't live through it. And watching it was unbelievable. So we lived. I got to live through it. Very lucky that I lived through it. 
that thing came in. It was uh, kind of thrown together. We're doing this at like parks and shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it was arenas within like two years. MSG. Yeah, it was awesome. It was really cool to watch. And they talked about how like the lockout happened at the perfect time for and one just because since that basketball ended it was strictly street ball and so then they were you know just crushing it city there's city. some real talent on those courts yeah. oh yeah ray for ray, ray for austin. austin they go through a lot and he went to the nba they have the professor in there oh uh, yeah hot Pro sauce professor and hot sauce are probably the, and main event are probably like three of the Should biggest be. of well, the that's, entire that's they're the ones that <laughs> yeah hot sauce was the dude yeah mm -hmm. then there <laughs> oh, was yeah. there was a caucasian hot sauce that came in that motherfucker was the professor yeah mm -hmm. they Talked about how the uh, hot sauce actually changed the entire. He's the one that actually like made it what it was. Dude, he used to he used to throw the ball around people. Oh like, yeah, the whole. It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. Let's not forget Escalade, by the way. Yeah. Rest yeah. in peace. Rest yep. in peace. Yeah, it wasn't much on. No. Wasn't Love anything you. on. Escalade. I saw the thumbnail, Pat. Did you see the your guy, your family member, has a dock out? Oh. Yes, I almost watched that too. Yes, John, John, your family member, John. I don't know if he was your uncle. Someone's what are you saying? He's still alive. Yeah, they're saying he is not dead. Well, oh. as soon as he was allegedly dead, everybody said, this guy's not actually dead. Yeah, he yeah. dropped a faked letter his, off. Faked his death and yeah. moved to Texas. No, that's because everybody wanted to kill him, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They and Marshmallow thing. are living together. Avicii, oh. but rest in peace to both of them. Avicii ain't living in Come Texas. On. This is a big uh, meme day, seems like, on this show. So <laughs> I'm happy we're just continuing it all the way to the end. Mm -hmm. Hammer Dime. is in about 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Hashtag PMS, by the way. <laughs> okay, PMS, by the way. Say something, uh, screenshot right now. <laughs> last time before you go in for a scan, it might be the last helmet you ever put on. What if they oh, say man. you can't put a helmet on anymore? Man, Diggs, I hope nothing turns up. Well, that would be a problem, right? In a brain scan? He's going to be great. No, there'll be nothing. They're going to say you look perfect. No, you want things to show up, I think, in a brain scan. Yeah. yeah that, nothing that, abnormal. Gray matter. You want the neurons fired. Uh, take a screenshot there. Use hashtag PMS, by the way. Put your cash tag in there. Say something nice to somebody, right? We need to be nicer to people. Hell yeah. You don't have to be nice to everybody. If you don't like somebody, tell them to fuck off and never talk to them again. Say something nice to somebody. Let's enjoy this life. We'll be back in about 20 hours for a feel-good Friday. You all are the greatest humans on earth. Hashtag PMS, by the way. Cheers. <laughs>